Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Mike Mad Dog Mason. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, coming at you. Two weeks off. We're back. The Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Very exciting. Six days away. From Anaheim 1, 2014. Can you feel it? Can you feel it in the air? I'm pumped. I'm excited. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. We are coming at you for another year. I know it's still 2013, but uh, in our minds, the calendar is 2014. Um, we're going ahead right now. We're launching with a new and exciting year. Probably 40, 45 shows of, of uh, motocross and supercross goodness, everybody. Thank you. Appreciate it. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, The Moto Company, Optrix, um, all on board with us as well. New for this year, uh, Vortex. Vortex Racing, the leader in making top quality racing components for 15 years and they're a proud supporter of our show in 2014 the products you get from the vortex are made with the best materials the tightest tolerances because vortex racing is owned and operated by guys just like you enthusiasts and riders that demand the best so thanks to vortex coming on james stewart tyler bowers robbie renner they all choose vortex vortexracing.com and we're going to give away two sets of sprockets two sets of sprocket sets later on on the show so thanks uh thanks for those guys for coming on board a chair coming on board uh, Cherubies Racing, more than uh, 40 years of manufacturing experience. Uh, Cherubies has become a world leader in accessory plastics. Roxon, Pastrana, Villapoto, Dungey, Chad Reed, they're all on uh, board with uh, Acrebis. Uh, Cherubies.com, A-C-E-B-I-S.com. And uh, Mafia Moto Crew, Nick Way, owner, operator of Moto of Mafia Moto Crew, will be on later tonight to uh, talk about that. We thank for those guys for their support, as well as, of course, all of our 2013 holdovers. Uh, really appreciate it. Great show planned tonight. Uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Kevin Windham, Nick Way, and Agent to the Stars, Steve Aldaco. Looking forward to that. Don't forget, you can get this on iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher. You can get it on the Pulpamex app. You can listen live right now uh, from the app under the info tab. And uh, also, did you know that Fly Racing, besides making the most bitchin' gear in the world, they have much more than gear, helmets, and casual wear. Fly produces a range of bike stands, Loading ramps, tie-downs, handlebars, grips, levers, and more. Visit flyracing.com to view their full range of hard parts. I'm not sure if our uh, usual co-host, Jason Thomas, is aware that Fly Racing has more than bitchin' gear. But are you, JT? I did not know that. I learn something new every time I listen to the show. Yes, fantastic. Hey, welcome back, buddy. Two weeks off. You're back. Uh, I've managed to – it was a tough negotiations between body bag – and Pit Pass and myself, Pulp and Mech Show, but we did retain your services for this year. Uh, yeah, you know I'm, you know I'm Pulp for life, no doubt about that. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, that's awesome, and uh, I'm excited. Six days away, Anaheim won. 
Let me ask you, JT, you've been retired for a year, but is it still weird? Or is it is it business? I mean, is this? You, I, know, I know you've let go of the racing. We, we've we're well de- we've determined that. But is it still weird not getting ready for racing? Um, every once in a while, you kind of like <clears throat> I I think that way. Like I'm like, oh man, I gotta I need to do this or that for the invite. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have to do that. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Yeah, it's one of those things where for me right now, this is like even today I was thinking about this. I'm really not upset that I'm not racing Anaheim just because right. I know how good those guys are. And I, I just have no desire to go out there with the caliber of guys that are out there. Um, but man, this, I, I am getting more and more driven to, to do some racing at the end of next year. So yeah, you could be back uh, on a bike. That, that fire is starting to starting to burn a little bit again for those races. So we'll see, but I, I definitely have no desire to line up next week. And those guys are, those guys are in their, you know, their prime, and, and there was a time when that was me, and I was ready, but I'm, I'm totally fine with not being out there. We didn't start the fire. Did you, was that a sound drop, or was that you? That was I, couldn't, I couldn't tell. That was <laughs> Thank spot you. on. It was Billy Joel. Yes, it was actually Billy Joel. Wow. Hey, uh, JT, uh, Nicoletti, Wyndham, Way, Aldaco on the show tonight. So, uh, X-Brand Goggle tear-offs, Race Tech emails coming up. Uh, tweet at btosports.com, tweet at tits segment coming up, uh, as well as NFAB question of the day, all uh, coming up on the board on the segments. we got your voicemails as well. Of course, uh, everyone knows who listens to the show. We, uh, we were trying out new producers. Our, uh, our friend Tits Legendary forced to, uh, forced to leave. Um, the uh, the show um, due to um, well I don't really know why it's too bad um, but uh, tits is out and uh, so we had a little contest to pr- predict pick the winner pick the winner for uh, is who do you think it is JT for the producer yeah Devin congratulations Devin what's up man what's going on guys you won bro oh my God. oh I was right yeah oh, you man, were- I'm good. <laughs> I know, huh? <laughs> Best Christmas gift of the year. You, uh, you were the only guy to come in without tits helping you out, and that could have been good or bad. And yeah. I felt like it was good. I felt like you handled it well. So K Dub helped too. You can't talk into the mic like everybody else, so that's perfect. <laughs> um, welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome to the producer's job. I'm loving it. You excited? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll just wait. I'll I'll get to you around June. Uh, we'll see if you if the passion is still there. We'll see if the fire's still lit. And uh, JT, I offered him, you know, his payment for the year, just like yep. I do with Tits. And uh, unlike Tits, he took it in two uh, two segments, so we should get enthusiasm, you know, at least until he gets paid the second time. At least time. two shows, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thanks, Devin, for uh, for stepping up, man. And oh, yeah. and again, like, hey, like I told you, you'll you'll make some mistakes along the way. Things will happen, but uh, you'll get the hang of it. You'll figure it out. And, uh, man, I, I think you're going to be a great addition to the show. So, uh, I'm stoked. Thanks to Aaron Jacob. Uh, Aaron Jacob. I'm such an asshole for forgetting. You're going to do this right now? Wow. I, I'm really going to forget the other guy's name. <clears throat> Brandon. Brandon. Thank you. Shit, it was Mason's buddy, too. Thank uh, you, Brandon, for the compliments on Twitter, if you're listening. Yeah. Thanks to those guys. Hey, who's, the other, what? who's the other co-host right now, Mason? Mason is not in right now. Mad Dog will be in around 7.30. Uh, okay, cool. So it's just us right now. Right, right. Is that okay? All right. Is that, yeah, uh, okay. hold it down. All right, yeah. No, Mason will be in a little bit later. And only because I told Mason to be in a little bit later because we're jammed up. We're 10 minutes away from Filthy. And then, of course, Kevin Windham. And uh, 
and uh, Nick Way, Steve Aldaco. I really want to get JT. I wanted to get you on to talk to Aldaco a little bit because agents are a little. Uh, there's some controversy with agents in our sport. Some people think that they've been the best thing for the sport. Other people are like they're the worst thing for the sport. And Aldaco is a real live lawyer. Got a degree in everything. So. Yeah, it's a it's a touchy subject. I think that they do <clears throat> they do good in the right situations and for the right guys. There's just a lot of guys that probably don't need one that just complicate things. Right. So we're, that's one of the questions I got for Aldaco. Why? Who needs an agent and why? Also, another question for Aldaco: What if you have two clients that are going for the same ride? Like, how how does that work? How are you? How do you do yeah, that? Yeah, I don't I don't think that there's. How many situations have you ever seen where a team's just like, oh, I don't really care. We'll take either guy. <laughs> well, you know, they usually know who they want. No, they do, but it's somewhat the agent's job to sell a guy, you know? So, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, how many times have you ever seen, a, a like, a good team be like, well, we don't really have a preference. Whichever one you want to pawn off on us, you know, like, <laughs> right, they, right. they know who they want, uh, you know? It's, uh, uh, um, so we'll ask. We'll ask uh, Al Daco and see what – I'm interested to hear what he's got to say. So we're, uh, we're six days away from A1, and um, what do you think? I mean, No, right, we're, we're, we're five days, but whatever. Uh, <clears throat> wow, if you, count, if you don't count today. Um, <laughs> if you want to throw one of the days out, yeah, yes, right. Then you're right. Um, okay. What do you think? What? I mean, we did a racer X podcast. We did a racer X podcast. Well, let's let's touch on. You work at the Western Power Sports Fly Racing, um, sales manager slash athlete relations slash international. Slash man- a little bit of everything. Yeah, slash a little bit of everything. So let's go through your guys's clients right now. So Trey Kennard injured right now. Um, probably going to miss what a month. Uh, yeah, I would say that's probably fair. Um, unfortunately he's our, you know, he's kind of our marquee guy, him and Andrew. And mm-hmm. I, I would say he was our best chance to win. You know, that's not a knock on Andrew, but yeah. being honest about it, you know, right. uh, uh so kind of sucks to go into the season without your, your guy, but absolutely. Uh, Matt Gerke and Andrew short. What are we, what are we looking? How are they doing? Uh, I think they will be good. Um, hopefully Gerke can kind of, continue what he was doing last year, which I think was really good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was above expectations last year for, you know, I think Forrest thought he was going to do that, but Forrest always thinks <laughs> our guys are going to win everything. So. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think uh, if he can do that again, that would be great. And then Andrew, you know, he's had a whole season now in the KTM, a whole off season. So, uh, you know, it's going to be tough, obviously, to get up, you know, podium or top five or whatever. But if he can knock on that top five door and just be – you know, in the, in the running for that, I think that, you know, will be considered successful. Yeah. Um, and I think that will help Andrew. I do think that will help him. And I think a little more time on Pirelli's will help him. Oh, without a doubt. You yeah. know how Andrew is. He needs know, to be I comfortable. Know. And, you know, he, uh, he, he wants to have everything just right. Like, he's a perfectionist when it comes to his bike and his program. So, uh, the more time and the more comfortable and the more confidence he has in the program he's on, then results are going to reflect on that. Crosslands Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Fly Racing, uh, Jimmy Albertson. Top Jimmy is coming in on with his own team on a Honda, Merge Racing behind him. So he's got his Honda. He's got Jim Lewis at Merge. He's, his program is set. Yeah, uh, Jimmy should be good. Um, he obviously was sat out most of the year, but – it gave him a, a ton of time to be at home and build a really good base. And, uh, he did, you know, he raced a lot in the off season as far as, uh, little races, outdoor stuff. And he, and he stayed home and concentrated on supercross and practice a ton with Trey before he got hurt. So 
I'm kind of expecting Jimmy to have um, a year that we kind of expect him to have maybe in 2012, uh, basically where he's in every main event, not really worried about that, and, and trying to get inside that top ten consistently. So I think he's probably been more prepared than he's been in a long time, and uh, I know his expectations are probably pretty high. And, you know, without Trey out there, we could definitely use another guy doing well. So I'm pulling for him. Um, we have the Racer X. Supercross preview podcast coming out. Myself, you, Wygant, and Ping should be out probably tomorrow. Uh, Wygant is on the Albertson bandwagon this year. After being off, he is back on. Yeah, he's he's all over the place. You never um, know with that guy. Last fly guy I wanted to touch on, and there's a ton of them. Of course, you, you guys... want to touch a fly guy? Yes, that's weird. Yeah, it's it's creepy, dude. Uh, the last fly guy I want to touch on. Um, by the way, uh, you guys do have the uh, Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team this year. So that's a new addition. Ben LeMay, Alex Martin. Ben LeMay, Alex Martin. Yeah, there's one other guy, too. I, and I wasn't even very familiar with him when they signed him, so yeah. I apologize for not knowing him. But, but besides he's, that, he's a new, besi- new rookie guy. Besides that team, let's talk about the Nihilist, Weston Pike. Have you talked to him lately? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Um, and I think he's he's – Man, he's going to be ready. I, I feel like he's ready to have a strong year. His bike's quite a bit better than it has been before. And, uh, you know, I was a little bit worried about him getting hurt, but I think he's back to 100%. So uh, I look for Wesson to do pretty well. Um, 702-586-7857. If you have a call, question for myself, JT, uh, or Devin, uh, Mike Mad Dog Mason will be in here around 730 or so. Uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti is coming up, and we'll get to the bottom, JT, of this Nicoletti deal. And how weird is it if you're Nicoletti, you're 100% healthy, you're feeling great, you're not racing Anaheim? We'll get to the bottom of that. Um, oh, gosh. Don't get me started. I mean, we're going to have to get me started. but Hey, uh, you. a couple things with you. One, Fly Racing debuting a new helmet? We are, yeah. It's, uh, we actually have a, a, quite a few coming out over the next few months, but um, we have a little, you know, it's planned and there's certain races we're doing certain things, but... Uh, definitely doing Andrew's replica this weekend. Uh, we would have done one of Trey's, but he's injured. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm excited about it. They, there's guys that've had the same replica out for three years, so finally getting uh, getting updated versions of them. Does it say have Moser on it at all? Anything like that? Any creepy things like that? No, we try to keep all the you know perverted uh, any kind of genitalia you know images <laughs> off our helmets. <laughs> uh, second thing for you, the BTO Sports VIP Supercross program. Yeah, that's uh, obviously the second year of me running this program. And, uh, man, it was learned a lot um, as it went on. And, you know, it was brand new for me. So the first few weekends were, they weren't shaky, but I, it was just kind of a learning experience for everyone. I learned what to do and what not to do and what worked and what people liked. And, uh, you know, I spent so many years racing. It was a, it was just a totally different deal for me to <laughs> try to be a host. You know, I've just never done that. So yeah, uh, I feel like I'm much more prepared and the program's going to be able quite a bit better um actually i know it is i've added quite a bit of features to it and and i just have a much better feel for how it should go devin isn't um doesn't that sound like something cool for you fan guy oh yeah i tried to go last year you did yeah you didn't have the money or what no i had the money saved up it was just that i a1 got filled up so quick oh yeah yeah and vegas got filled i mean i had plans for vegas but i tried to go to at least it's a cool thing we should get devin in there jt if we can and he can talk about it as a fan you know we've done that before um you know we'll we can we can figure it out um off the air yeah uh 
Devin, this may be – I just noticed something about Devin. This could be Devin's last show. He has a Pittsburgh Penguins hat on. Uh, that's, that's, that's not good. It's off now. All right. Don't wear that shit in here. We're Maple Leaf. We're Maple Leafs. <laughs> then give me a Maple Leaf hat. No. Go buy it. Um, uh, so, yeah, you have that coming up. Um, and how can people contact you? What's the deal with that? Yeah, the, they can do a few different ways. Uh, there's a link on the BTO Sports website. Um, you can email me directly, and uh, my email is jason36 at AOL. And I know that's a, obviously AOL is silly to still have, but I've used that same email for promoter contacts for you know right. forever, so I keep it. Um, but, yeah, you can email me there. I can give you all the details, how it works, what to expect, cost, all that stuff. But, man, anybody who's ever done it, I, I can promise you it's a really cool experience. There's nothing like this out there. Just There's a lot of things oh. that we do that you can't buy. You go in the press box, you get to do the track walk with all the riders, so it's not a, you know, Parts Unlimited does this track walk before the night show, but it's yeah. nothing like what we get to do. I mean, this is legit. You like, you're standing on the triple jump next to Ryan Villapoto or whoever your favorite you can, rider is. So. You can literally hear Villapoto tell me to fuck off and stuff. Like, Yeah, yeah, totally. Right, I mean, right. that's a weekly occurrence. So. Right, right. So it's, you can actually, uh, actually um, hear that right there. Yep, you get signed gear from the riders. You get, I mean, it's, it's honestly, if you're, if you're a super fan of the sport, which you – Probably into the sport, which you obviously are. If you weren't, yeah, man, it's uh, it's definitely something you want to do once. And a lot of the, honestly, a lot of my guys are repeat guys because we haven't even talked about the the program this year on the show, and I'm already like half full. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you're filling up, right? Just from guys who want to come back. Yeah, I'm like half full now already, and uh, you know, there's a few that I'm I'm a little concerned with. I know Phoenix is wide open, so anybody out there that is going to Phoenix or or considering Phoenix. Please get a hold of me. That one's one that's open. Uh, but obviously the the really popular ones fill up quick. A1, Vegas, you know, those those ones go right, right away. But uh, trust me, this this experience is something that everybody, you know, if you have the means to do it, I promise you, you'll, you won't regret it. And everybody gets a jersey or a, a pant or something? Yeah, yeah, basically yeah. that's one of the things I'm changing for this year. Last year I tried to do it, but I didn't really push it as hard as I wanted to. But this year, I'm just going to make sure that everybody at least gets either a pair of pants or a jersey. Um, basically, I'm just going to get one set from each guy and, and get them signed. And uh, so you'll get, you know, there's a, I'm doing a prize pack giveaway to a bunch of fly products. Mechanics Wear is on board. Uh, Scott Motorsports is on board. Just a bunch of the team sponsors are all are giving me products to give away. Kind of a, uh, basically just a giveaway bag, like a goodie bag that I can give them products. Right. And uh, so they'll get that, and then they'll get some kind of signed uh, gear from the night. Um, and then obviously, you know, the, the whole race experience during the day. Very exciting stuff. Um, I think it's It's pretty cool. I mean, could you imagine something like this being available to you for like a hockey game? Like you get to go sit in the dugout, you know, whatever, whatever the, uh, I don't know what they're called in hockey, but a baseball game or whatever. You showed your lack of hockey knowledge right there. I, I, I really, really don't care about hockey. Right. Clearly dugout. Yeah. Uh, can you, um. Can you meet our next guest, uh, JGR Yamaha, um, NFAB-sponsored rider. Uh, he had a great, terrific 2013. He's got some changes in his program for 2014, and uh, he's finally on the show to talk about it. He's a Pulp MX show favorite. Filthy Phil. Hey, guys. How are you? JT's on the line. Uh-huh. Phil, what's JT, up? How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm good, good, man. Hey, yeah, oh, just Christmas. hanging out like you're going to be doing this weekend. Oh, right away, right away. Just comes in hot. He comes in hot. Yeah. Just square in the nuts. Just square in the nuts, right? <laughs> um, uh. But, JT, part of your, your deal, 
is that if somebody uh, that's part of the BTO Sports VIP program wants to meet, I mean, look, if you want to meet James Stewart, it's, it's tougher. You want to meet a guy like Phil, you can try to hook it up. Not No promises. But you can try yeah, to I try. Up. I right. mean, obviously, if, if they have a favorite rider, I do everything I can. It's just, right. the, the tough part is a lot of them, you know, it's James or Villapoto or somebody. And, man, it's it's just really, really hard to get any kind of one-on-one time with those guys. It really is. It's not like I don't want to, but yeah, those right. guys are those guys have a job to do but, as well. But so. someone like Philly's got a lot of time on his hands at the races. Well, with this deal, I would assume that we could maybe even go have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be right there, rider seating with you. Uh, we can uh, we can spectate the race together. Filthy but. Phil, uh, let's. Thanks for coming on the show. And uh, if you have a question for Phil, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. All right, here we go, Phil. So, congrats on the ride, JGR Yamaha. Um, a little bit of a different deal. Six races guaranteed. Three supercars, three outdoors. If there's an injury on the team with Brayton or Grant. Um, you'll step in. Um, talk about why, because certainly there was talk about you staying with the NFAB Yamaha team. Um, there was talks with mm-hmm. some other teams that wanted to hire you. You had a terrific mm-hmm. year. Why this deal and why this program? Uh, well, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of difficult because, like, you know how the silly season you got, your reporters call it. But, uh, I mean, really for me, it, it, it wasn't all cracked up you know, what everyone thought, like, I, I really didn't have anything, you know, come around Thanksgiving, like, mm-hmm. uh, things with the, um, old team really weren't coming together. I didn't have a bike. I hadn't practiced since this nations and, you know, time is clicking away. And if I wanted to race a one, you know, it's really like starting to get out of sight. So the whole deal with, um, Thomas Victor from NFAB and um, St. Lawrence Radiology and Coy and Jeremy and everyone from JGR, um, they kind of came up with a solution for me to be uh, to be an, a fill-in rider. And uh, the way things were looking, you know, on the old team and stuff like that, like they were kind of aiming to supercross only. Right. And for me, it was like, man, you know, the way it was going, it w- would have been December 1st or the first week of December before it was looking like I might have even had a bike and you know, to go up against the best in the world with a month's prep time, you know, and taking the fact that it's not a factory team where you have everything at your disposal to, to get it done, you know, suspension motors all within a week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, for me, it was, um, you know, a pretty big decision on what I had to do. And I just don't think I would have been ready in a month's time. And, you know, people got to take into consideration with a month's time doesn't mean you're riding the full month every yeah, single yeah, day for sure you know it might have been 15 to 18 days to actually be ready to go up against you know james and rv and stuff like for me it was it was hard and i went through that last year and it took me a while to get the boat going and you know obviously as soon as it did it you know it transpired but then again there was only nine races left of the season and i wanted to have been doing outdoors so right. i don't know this way here um I get to see what a factory team's like. You know, obviously I'm at Club MX and I'm an hour and 20 minutes away from them. And, you know, I, I have test days with them. If I need a motor or anything done, like I can go do it. And my training program is, is solid. I, I don't skip a beat. I'm, I'm up to par and I'm, I'm essentially ready to go. Yeah, I wish I was racing A1, but at the same time, it's just like, do I want to self-destruct myself again? Like, you know, I sort of <laughs> did last year. It's kind of... You know, you have to pick and choose the battle, and I, I just don't think I would have won that one again this year. Are you telling me huh? that 
Um, okay, so you didn't make the first eight mains, but after that, a light switch went on, and you made the rest of them and placed uh, pretty well. Uh, outdoors, mm-hmm. you were just outside the top ten. Are you telling me that besides, of course, you know, the NFAB team wasn't sure what was going on, but you had nothing else going on? Filthy Phil had nothing else? Nothing. No, it was uh, – I don't believe you. Know, you. I don't believe you. You're lying. <laughs> No, I, I honestly got every everything was locked up. You know, every everyone had deals all signed up, ready to go. You know, it was kind of right. it was one of those deals. Like, I, I I didn't have anywhere to go. I I had a good year that fell on a bad year, so it was kind of yeah. kind of one of those deals. It's like you know, J- like JT and I've talked about a few times. Next year, everyone is up, and there'd be a lot yeah. of musical chairs. But this year, yeah, tough. Um, how tough is that? To stay sharp, though, I mean, is it or is it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty tough. But at the same time, like, I really haven't had a practice bike program or, you know, um, all-around, you know, fitness practice bike program, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, ma- the main guys, they can go every day, you know, week in, week out, month in, month out, and not skip a beat. That's, that's how they get so good, you know what I mean? But when you always have something, you know, uh, a a bike blow up or, you know, parts break, and then you can't get it for two or three days because it's getting shipped from California or this and that. Like, it's just hard. And then you... all of a sudden you start missing out on quality time, and next thing you know you're going to the race the following weekend with no practice time. Right? Sounds, that so. sounds like JT's Husky year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, why don't you just move to California, Phil? You love it there. No, nah, I, 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 I can't go out there. That's suicide. <laughs> I can't you go know? out there. <laughs> I I just I I'm not comfortable out there. Right. I, I don't know what it is. I I just don't like it. I like it here, being in the boondocks in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, and being able to take a leak out on the front porch. You know what I mean? Not have anyone look at me. So. Right. Um. You know, here okay. here's why I like it. And like I said, it's it's close to the race shop that you know the team that I'm going to be on for next year. And mm-hmm. um, for me, it's just I don't know. It's kind of like an ease in my mind knowing that. You know, it'll be somewhat simpler, but at the same time, yeah, I'm not racing. But right. when it is time to race, or if it is earlier than Atlanta, I just got to make sure I'm ready to go. I mean, look, uh, nothing against Justin Brayton and Josh Grant, but certainly Josh Grant has been injured, I think, every year. Uh, Justin Brayton mm-hmm. was injured. I Did he miss time last year? I think he did, uh, two or three races, and I think he mm-hmm. missed some the year before. So in our sport, I mean, there's tons of injuries everywhere. Um, yeah. So I mean, nothing bad against those guys, but I like your odds to get in more than six. That's all. I like your, mm-hmm. I like those odds. So there's that. Yeah, and uh, you never and, want to see somebody well, get hurt. Pe- but people say that, and and God forbid, I don't want anyone ever to get hurt. You know what I mean? And and that's not um, the reason I did it. No, the reason I did not, it but... is to gain the knowledge of a factory team and. You know, see the resources that they have, which is pretty unbelievable. And and for me, I, I want to be able to finish out the season if I do, you know, show up at Atlanta and do good. Um, you know, I'd stay on the team just because I'm doing good, not not for any other particular reason. And the same thing, you know, starting at Glen Helen. You know, if the first three rounds go good and, you mm-hmm. know, I, I'm in the top ten, I'd like to say hopefully, yeah, I could, yep. I could continue and do the series. But, um like I said, it's uh, everything's kind of a worst case scenario deal. Um, you know, if I race more, I race more. But yeah. um, for me, it's more of a knowledge year, and you know, trying to uh, trying to figure this stuff out. Coy Gibbs is an innovator. He's an innovator. 
he doesn't like you. <laughs> I, <laughs> he really, he really doesn't. He, I, don't, I don't know why you think you guys are so tight, but he just does, does no, not like you. No, we do. He likes me. He likes me. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. I know. No, he's, uh, I mean, I, I, I said it um, on the Race Rex show, he's going to get an Innovator Award. You watch. They'll, mm. they'll dust it off from Kenny Watson's hands and give it to give it to Coy. Um, what do you think, JT? Any questions for Phil? Is the deal? Is the is the? All of us have been talking about this for a while, Phil, and you couldn't talk about it because yeah. because uh, of the press releases and all that. But what do you think, JT? A little more clearer? It's clear. I just I just hate to see <laughs> Phil not be able to race. That's all. Right. Um, I don't even know what do you you know what do you even root for? Do you root for when your teammates get hurt or do you? You're like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll just hang out here. I hope everyone kills it. I'll see you in Atlanta. You know what I mean? It just—it's just a tough spot to be in. No, no, I, 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 I don't, I don't want any of those guys to get hurt. You know what I no, mean? No, I know. Like I was so saying, that, 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 but... that's not what—that's not what I'm here for. But you know, I mean, JT, you were a racer back in the day. Uh, obviously, if if you had a deal to only do Supercross only, and let's say, yeah, my forte is to go out and race. You know, I'm better at outdoors. Would you risk just doing a Supercross season and hopefully doing good enough where another team picks you up, you know, to do outdoors and then you start all over again? Or well, no, I mean, I mean honestly, for me, it's just I think that you can do really good in the right situation, and I just want to see you out there. That's all. I just I hate yeah. to see you have to sit at home when you're capable of doing really well, and, and it's more of a product of not there not being enough help out there and you being in the right situation than it is, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that you're turning down deals just to do this one and not race. It's just, yeah. I just hate to see you have to sit at home and, and wait, that's all. Phil, you, you, mm-hmm. you know, thanks to a lot of, of, you know, well, actually not thanks to me, but I had that, I, I had my eye on you and you really blossomed this year and you hate to. <laughs> I had my eye on you. I like, did. What, I had my eye on Phil. No, he, hey, and no, so Mathis did. He he had it down as a triple, even though uh, I did kind of let him down at first. But I, so you uh, wonder, like you, you know, you really coming under your own last year, and you just hate to like lose any momentum. But I get it. Don't get me wrong, I get it. But you hate to see a guy like you, like JT said. Um, there's a lot of vets out there that you know are maybe going to race one, two more years. You're not in that spot. Mm-hmm. You're an up and comer. But um, yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Hey, one of the things I heard. Was that you really liked the bike? You you rode Yamaha's last year. You jumped on the JGR bike, and you're very very impressed with it. It's un it's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't really know how to how else to say it, but it's it's quite substantially better <laughs> um, than anything I've ever rode throughout my whole career. Um, you know, so it's uh, just riding it. Like I look forward to going and riding my dirt bike. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Uh, just because it's it's that good um, power. Even just the new 14 Yamaha itself is leaps and bounds better than the old one. Even when I was riding it stock, mm-hmm. like just the way it cornered and everything. So um, there's a, definitely a lot of positives. And like I said, it it was a big factor on you know pretty not really my decision, but you know yeah, yeah. how I felt how I felt about it. Right. So um, let's get to a call caller. Welcome to the show. Who's this? This is Jimmy. Jimmy. Devin couldn't get your name. It's a tough one. Jimmy's tough. I know. Jimmy is Jimmy is tough. <laughs> um, I got a, I got a, what's a up? couple things. All right. Like, like, what do you think it costs just to, you know, if the team's already going to the races and the trucks out there, like, what, what does it cost more to just send them to I knew all this, the races? I knew this question was going to come up. 
I knew it. Uh, because that is an logical, that's a logical uh, question to ask. And I don't know. I don't know. I think it's pretty expensive. Okay, yeah, because you got parts and bikes and... and um, yeah, you got a four other race well, bike I mean, program. Well, a, you know, if he's a backup, do, you know, I, Phil, do you have a race bike and a practice bike? Like, do they have a race bike for you? Uh, that they, they will have a race bike, but um, as of right now... It's not built just because you know, I'm not the main priority at the moment. All right, so say you know Brayton gets busted up tomorrow, they got to build Phil mm-hmm. a, a race bike. So yeah, put suspension. If they already have that race bike, and what if he paid? You know, what I'm saying like, what is? I don't get like how it works. What, what if he was in Anaheim this weekend? Like, could he sign up and ride one of their bikes? Or um, oh, you're saying in a mid race, or if somebody gets hurt in practice? No, 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 so, like. Oh. If if Phil was just out in California, like say you live in California, and someone got, if he was just at the race and wanted to pay his own entry, oh, could he race one of their bikes? Wow, who's going to re- work on it? Um, you know, you, you, if you're if you're JGR, you have two mechanics, Ben and Patrick. They're on payroll. Mm-hmm. You have to add another guy at the sixty seventy thousand a year, um, less if you work at Factory Yamaha, um, and um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and pay for that. So. It's a little bit of Plus, a different deal, but I don't think Phil, you can't enter yourself. That's part of the deal. You can't just if you're bored, show up and race. Or, uh, I don't know. I've I've never really <laughs> right, thought about right, that right, to be right. honest with you. Right. Well, well the thing that I've got now. Part of the deal I mean, was I, with like you know it was like it's going to be an NSAB bike. So, what if he brought his own mechanic and it was an NSAB bike? Yeah, but they want it to be they want it to be done right. What's oh, hold on, hold on, Jimmy? Are you from New York? Yeah, yeah. You sound like you're angry, and you're a Phil fan, and you're angry. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, but this is, they they want it to be done right. They don't want it to be, you know, half-ass out of the back of his pickup truck. With you know, what I mean, I don't. I think that's yeah. the whole point of it. Is they want. Yeah, but it you to don't be, think you don't think it's half-ass sent them to Atlanta when even the B practice dudes are going to be into it. They're you know they're six weeks in already. Like yeah, but I understand. Every but, other, I understand. Every but that Saturday. was that was what they signed. That was the program that they agreed to. Yeah, I I, I I feel we'll be riding with Josh Grant, Justin Brayton, uh, you know, at, at, at or, or um, at uh, his uh, his compound there. Um, what, what's it called again, Phil? If, uh, Club, oh, MX. Down here Club, Club MX. Club MX. Damn it! I, I didn't want to say the other guy's name because you got mad at me one time when I when I was stupid yeah. and I mixed them up. So yeah. he'll be at Unreal. Club MX, he'll be at Club MX with guys like uh, Osborne and and uh, Alex Martin, and uh, and maybe he'll go to the JGR track. So he's going to have great riders to ride with during the week before Atlanta to, to tune up yeah, and get ready. Yeah, but it ain't like racing, dude. It ain't. Phil, what it? It's like coming out from an injury, dude. Phil, it's this, worse than coming from an injury because if, if you have an injury, you're kind of expected to kind of, you know, fuck up a little bit. Phil, this guy's from New York, and he's angry at this deal. He's angry. I know. I know. I Listen, he's a fellow New Yorker. What can I say? That we're all angry. <laughs> It's a good point. It's a good point, right, right. Yeah. I mean I, I plan on I'd like to do a couple little arena cross races as, you know, warm ups and stuff like that, but at the same time it's it's, it's the same gate as it was last year. I mean, um, yeah, they'll have seven or eight rounds under the belt before I'm out there, but you know, it's you're a racer, it's what you do. Uh, I don't see it really being that big of a problem. Um but then again, I, I don't know. I'm not Phil. very smart either, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guarantee Phil gets in more than three supercrosses. JT, will you back me on that? Or you, you, do you think three only? I, I'm not signing on saying that it, someone's going to get hurt. I'm no, not, no, I'm not no. having any part of that. No, but look at our sport. Look at our attrition rate. We have, yeah, I think, like I said, I'm not. Right. I'm, 
I just don't want to do that. Two riders last year, I believe, made all uh, 17 main events um, last, mm-hmm. last year, maybe three. So, unfortunately, our sport is uh, very risky, very dangerous, and so I predict Phil gets into more of three races. And who knows? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Jimmy, I can't – if Phil goes out there, uh, does what he needs to do, and he's killing it, I don't think they sit him down when the guy comes back. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe uh, NFAB and the St. Lawrence Radiology – um, you know, get on board a little bit more Phil's program or something happens to keep Nicoletti as a third guy if he's doing what he needs to do and putting in great finishes. So, yeah, yeah, I hope so. I hope, I hope no. you know, I, that would suck if they, after his third round, they, you know, if he's... Right. You know. All right, Jimmy, thanks. Yeah. Hang in oh, there. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Look what you Hey, got. I got a question. Where's, where's Weege at? Uh, probably in North Carolina. Right now, sleeping. Uh, I, I figured he'd want to get a few kidney punches in on myself as well. <laughs> we can certainly call him <laughs> up if, you, if you'd like. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't. I don't think I'm a Weege fan, even though he's from Jersey. Yeah, so me, I don't think I like him anymore. You really? Wow. That's, I mean, listen, J, JT. <laughs> I'm joking. I know, uh, but you've made Jimmy upset. I hope you hope you're happy, Phil. Ah, that's that's all right. Okay, next question. Could probably flick me the bird or something. (laughs) Next question. He's from New York. He was upset way before this Jimmy deal happened. Way before this uh, Phil deal happened. (laughs) Which is what Phil said. They're all angry. (laughs) Uh, Next question. Rebecca, what's going on? Thank you for listening to the show. Hi. This is more of a personal question. I want to know if Phil Nicoletti is single. Have you seen that haircut? Of course he's single. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm serious though. Is he single? Um, I don't know. <laughs> if you don't know, who does? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just glad we have a female listener. Thank it's, you, it's Rebecca. It's complicated. It's complicated. Oh, it so is? We can go to the judges? I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like titles. He's so cute. I wish he would smile more, though. Oh, he can't smile. He's not possible. He's angry. Aw. Oh. Where are you from, Rebecca? Uh, New Jersey. Hmm. Uh, Jersey girl, huh? Yep. No, I, I'm not, I'm not too into Jersey girls. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. <Rude. laughs> Sorry. Jeez. Uh, up. Yeah. Uh, our producers, Unreal. Rebecca, our producer is single. Devin. All right. I'm no. sorry. Devin. Oh, she hung up on you. De- yeah. Devin's single. Our producer. I'm game. I'm game. He's oh. game. I'm game. Yeah, there we go. Oh, let's do this. Maybe we got love in the air. We're Jersey, <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. Re- okay, thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. Um, geez, Phil. Um, He's dating hotline now, huh? Did you ever think that that's, that's what you get on the Pulp Show? Uh, no, I got a little nervous, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think we even had chicks who listen. Yeah, hey, um, it's first time for everything, huh? I know, right? Hey, when, when in doubt, when in doubt, just shut her down because of where she lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the problem. It's too bad. It's, <laughs> hey, no way. It's too bad Pookie's <laughs> listening downstairs because who knows? Maybe I'm single. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's funny. I'm kidding. No. She's going to come up here right away. Um, hey, uh, Thomas at NFAB. Of course, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Bars. Big part of uh, the Pulp Mech show, as well as the Fly Moto 60 show coming up this Thursday, everybody, at noon Pacific time. Uh, big backer of yours, Thomas, and NFAB. Yeah, I, man, I can't, I can't thank him enough. Uh, I mean, he, even last year when, when we needed um, more help with the team and everything, and uh, he, he stepped up huge. And 
you know, this year he, he still wanted to continue to support me. And, um, you know, not only that, but the JGR team as well, just um, because of their look and everything um, with Toyota and what he does with Toyota and, and the Dream Build project. Um, you know, uh, I think um, as far as his company, it was a, a win-win to go with, with JGR and stuff. So um, I'm pumped to, you know, represent the company as well. So um, I think it'll be good. Um, and I guess, uh, uh, how much interaction have you had with, uh, Grant and Brayton right now? How's that going? Are they, I know Grant's uh, in California a lot, right? Yeah. Well, I, I don't talk to Grant, uh, a whole lot, but, uh, I, be, I rode with Brayton a few times before he went out to California and whatnot. And, uh, you know, he's unreal on a super cross track. It's, it's crazy. So, um, I think he'll, he'll be a lot better than what he was last year, um, especially now with the new bike and everything. So um, I think uh, he'll be a contender definitely for top fives and stuff. So, um, hey, you know, me, we'll, we'll see you after next weekend. Let me ask you this. Um, um, oh, by the way, did you know JT used to beat? <laughs> really, JT? <laughs> yeah, went, dude. A little skit at the last year's month. That last year's month. You. Now here I am with a, now here I am with a microphone. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Brayden, Why not? he wasn't very good. <laughs> Wait, what, what he, year? He really wasn't. Why can't he's going to beat you down for saying that? Uh, I don't know. Oh two, oh three, oh four, oh five, oh six. <laughs> I don't even think <laughs> he was racing those years, was he? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, wow, he was. Um, when he first moved, like he rode four fifty outdoors a few years, like oh four, oh five, oh six. He wasn't very good. Huh. He wasn't. He he no. made huge strides. He, He's gotten a lot. No, no. Look. He's one of those guys that really wasn't that great, and he really, really improved to a level that you know most people will never get to. Look, and um, Brayton told me, or maybe he told you, JT, or told both of us that like when out there in practice, he was like, "Man, I hope I can be like JT one day, as good as J- like a, a career like Jason Thomas's." Yeah, I'm telling you, he wasn't very good. Like, he didn't get points and stuff outdoors. He wasn't good. And then well, he maybe there's still hope for me kept then, at huh? it. <laughs> I mean, oh, he just God. kept at it. He improved every year and better yeah. and better and Clearly. better. And I mean, then, yeah. like, he... I, I, only, a, I only remember JB since, like... Yeah, I only remember JB, like, uh, 07 to now. I, I don't oh, no. He's got a know whole other back, backstory career. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Hey, so I let, didn't know that. Let me ask you this, Phil. Um, you, Alan Brown, a fellow Canadian, good friend of mine, um, the owner of the NFAB team last year, you said, you know, you weren't too sure on the deal and everything else. Is that relationship, is that, uh, uh, does it need to be mended? How, how'd that end? Are you guys okay? I mean, how'd that kind of go? He helped you a lot. You put in some great finishes for him. Um, talk about that a little bit. Or is it pretty big? Uh, yeah, is he bitter? I mean, is... he was trying to get things to come together. Um, I had talked to, I was talking now, and you know, right. two times a week trying to get things going. Um, then nothing really transpired. I, Alan did good for me, and um, you know, I, I hope I did good for him and, and everything. Like he took a chance on me, and like I said, I, I hope I delivered for him. Yeah, I think, um, I think you did. But, but, at, the, but at, the, yeah. at the same time, it was um, you know, different things have turned and. You know, obviously the sport the sport is small, and you know things go different ways. So um, I didn't. I just didn't, you know I pe- didn't want any. I don't want any bad blood. I don't want bad blood. <laughs> bad blood. 
Listen, I, I, don't, I don't have bad blood with anyone. Okay. I might not like How was the relationship? Guy, that doesn't mean Sorry. I have bad blood for him. Hmm. You know? okay. How was the relationship between uh, Thomas and Alan Brown? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Like, Thomas I would just throw that out there for anyone. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't listen into phone calls or anything like How's that. How's the relationship between you and John Knowles? You're an Oakley goggle guy now. Uh, Johnny was kind of mad at me. He yeah. And Johnny's always mad at me. He might seem all mellow and nice to you guys, but he right. always rips me a new one. Right, right. No, he, he, he understood. Yeah. Um, you know, I like to say I'd be a Scott guy forever, but before, obviously things change with the sport. Before I was on the Nicoletti bandwagon, Knowles was there. He was on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. He, ever since I was an amateur, he was there, so. Right, right, um, so. You know, but as part of the, I, I don't know. He was kind of, like I say, he was kind of bummed. And yep. even even when you were trying to steal me as well. It was just, oh, it was yeah. No, he, I was, wouldn't, he was still bummed. I wasn't going to make a move for X-Brand uh, until it was until I sort of had the blessing of Knowles. I didn't. And I, I, can, <laughs> I can verify that. I saw the text messages. I did not hey, want. Hey, hey, that's very respectable. I just you know? didn't want to, like, because, you know, you know he's got money and everything else, and it's not that. And I just want to be like, hey, Knowles, like, look, I want to support Filthy. But I don't want to piss you off, so um, you know, because that guy, he's very angry. That guy, he's very angry. Did you swear? In, he's very angry. Did you swear in Moose Gear? I'm, I'm with Moose again, so um, they, they they treat me right, and and like I said, they they took me when and nobody else did back when I you know lost my rides with everyone back in 2010 and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you know. Um, you know, I, I did talk to JT one time. Oh, um, just once he didn't know this back and that. Yeah. Oh well, what we, he wouldn't even answer his phone for me. He just wow. sent me a text message. Wow. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I, actually, my phone never rang. Ah, uh, no, no, but is is right for you know for me. Like I said, I've been with them for a long time. And yeah. They've always done me right, so it's kind of kind of one of those deals. So yeah, absolutely. Like I, I said, that, yeah, Dutchy treats me well. Okay, so um, your first race uh, scheduled to be Atlanta. Yep. Which three are you going to do? Which three are you locked into? Atlanta and what else? Uh, Atlanta, Daytona, and New York. Oh yeah, New York, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. So that'd be good. Hopefully, it'll be a nice spring day and not a blizzard. <laughs> that one's going to be uh, yeah. touch and go, huh? Uh, that for me, that'd be the best one all year. What'd you say? The box is always the same temperature. That's a good point. Yeah, that's uh, spoiled. You guys just haven't made up there in that press box. Looking You're down, right. looking down on you guys, just talking mad shit on all the yep, riders, just criticizing <laughs> everyone and everything. That's what it is, too. Just mad crap all the time. Oh, just it's so so easy, so easy. From up there, it's so easy. Like, why didn't you quad, idiot? Why don't you quad? <laughs> Look at James; he's quadding. Why can't you? When I raced, I did it this way. Right, right. I would have done that. Right, doubling, doubling through the loops. Getting her done the fast way. Oh, yeah. Way more than two at a time. You got to do at least three or four. <laughs> no, no. Uh, You're the master. JGR Yamaha's uh, Phil, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Um, hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Good luck yeah, with man. everything. Are you cu- are you coming to California at all or, or for, to watch? Uh, or? That's a negative. <laughs> no, um, all right. I, I won't be out there. So. Oh, Jimmy's going to be You guys have fun, though. All right. See you, Phil. <laughs> all right. Bye. See you. Oh, JT, Jimmy was mad. He's he's really pissed now. He's not even that. He still's not even going out there 
like a midday transfer is not even going to be possible. Oh, how, how do you like me knowing the guy was from New York? How, how do you? <laughs> <laughs> what gave it away? I know, I know, right? Um, <laughs> do you feel any different about Phil's deal, JT, after talking to him? Um, I understand where he's coming from. He really sounds like he didn't really have much else, but my my anger just comes from the fact that I want him out there. You know, I, it doesn't change my life one iota. I just, yeah. you know, I know I know the guy works really hard, and he's he's gone through a lot to get to basically the speed that he's at, and, and he's capable of doing well. And it just sucks to not have him out there. You know, I want I want to have, see the best series we can see. I want everybody out there. So, right, right. Yeah, you know, kind of sucks. But what are you gonna do? Um, yeah. Who knows? Um, Maybe this will be the springboard he needs, though. He'll no, get the right bike. So you know, and then it'll get him into something full time that's really good. So I, forgot, I don't know. I forgot to ask him about a salary, and I don't know if I was if I, if he would have told us or whatever. But I wonder if he's collecting a salary, which makes I would little... think he's got to be. He's got to be making something because something. He, he doesn't. I don't think he's you know wealthy or anything. So yeah, he has bills just like everybody else. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's take this last call, and then we'll take our first commercial break of the night. Shane, what's up, man? Nothing much. What's up? Thanks for listening. No problem. Uh, I just wanted to know what you thought about Blake Horton signing with Geico. I saw that. Um, I think if you're going to get a fill-in guy, a guy that won a race last year, it's a pretty good fill-in. How do you think he'll do in the East Coast? Same as always. I think uh, he'll be a top five, six guy. JT, what do you think? Yeah, I think he's probably the best lights replacement or 250 replacement rider ever, to right. be honest with you. <laughs> um, when has there ever been a, a fill-in guy capable of winning yeah. other than maybe like Darcy Lange or whatever? But Right. Uh, I, think he, think he'll I think he's good, man. Or... No, I don't think he'll ride nationals unless there's an injury. I mean, the good thing is uh, um, the good thing is that Wharton, clearly when he left Geico, I think he was on Geico for four years, JT, maybe three. Um, obviously, he didn't burn any bridges. Obviously, they liked him. Yeah. It was all good because now they needed somebody and they went to him, and that's a, a great um, a great thing if you're a young rider to realize to not uh, not burn any bridges because you never know when something could come back around. And uh, I guess Brooks has Politelli now. Awesome Politelli. Jumped into Wharton's spot on like a one-man Larry Brooks, uh, to go one-man Larry Brooks uh, 250. So... Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think I think it's good, Shane. All right, cool. Thank you. Thanks, man. Yeah, when are you gonna ever get a fill-in guy who won a race less than a year ago, right? Well, yeah, he's he's on the caliber of yeah, he's a fill-in guy, but not really. Like if he was just on the team, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's right. Blake Wharton, you know. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take our first commercial break of the night on the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOSports.com. Twenty fourteen edition is here. I know the calendar says twenty thirteen, but Devin, I don't care. It's 2014. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Cherbies, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, and Optrex all on board with us. We're going to take the first caller that calls into 702-586-7857. First caller with the correct answer on what team is Vortex Racing uh, supporting this year? What's the number one Vortex Racing team out there? Um, first guy with the correct answer will win a set of sprockets for uh, whatever bike you got. Uh, so we'll take the first call on the commercial break. Thanks for listening, and we'll be right back. 
Purple MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mm-hmm. Mic check. suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. 
It's 2013 and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Basco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and discover and feel the instant improvement for your bike.
Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Alisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Yeah, Van Halen coming at you. Some 5150. Sammy Hagar, just phenomenal stuff. Definitely the best Van Halen song ever with Sammy Hagar. No doubt. Right here, folks. Right here. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you. I hope you like Van Halen. Uh, yeah. With Hagar or with David Lee Roth? I'm too young to know all that stuff. I just like Halen as a group. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome to the show. JT. Yep. Best Hagar Halen song. Um, I'm going to say Dreams. Okay. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. It's not bad. It's not bad. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we got our winner for the Vortex Sprockets. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Cheap and Truck Parks, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherbys, Acrobits, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Moto Mafia Moto Crew, Black Ops, oh, uh, Moto Company and Optrix all on board with us. Kevin Windham coming up, the retired Kevin Windham coming up. JT, you want to take a call before we get to Windham? This guy wants, uh, sure. this guy wants to talk about privateers. Uh, Dylan, what's up? Dylan. No Dylan? Dylan's gone. No privateer questions for, for, for Dylan. Can you get uh, Kevin Windham on? Yeah, no problem. All right, we'll come up with Windham. Oh, uh, the end of the solos here. The end of the solos here. Vortex Racing, over a thousand different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. They utilize the same proven Vortex design with color anodizing that excludes our, ex includes our sweeps, mud grooves, and teeth. The result is a flash of red, blue, black, and KTM orange with silver highlights. Do you know the Vortex as well as Sprockets has bars, JT? Vortex uh, V3 motocross handlebar is 29% stronger than the competition. Can you believe that? I don't think Moser wrote this. Uh, you can ride with confidence knowing that the Vortex has put in years of research and development and testing into those bars. Bowers, Stewart, Renner, they all use Vortex, VortexRacing.com. And Vortex brings us Kevin Windham as well. So we're uh, coming up with him on the line right away. All right. Do you want to listen to some more Van Halen? JT, more, more Halen? Uh, sure, why not? You never get enough Halen. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's why, that's why I pay you. <laughs> with, with that kind of uh, uh, talk. Hey, uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. This this Thursday, you gonna be on? Oh yeah, it's on. You gonna be on? Am I gonna be on? Come on, guy. <laughs> I know. Right? Right? I know. Uh, so go to pulpamex.com and tune in. It's a live hour long look at uh, the race ahead each week. So obviously we'll be looking at Anaheim one um, coming up uh, this week, this Thursday. Fly Racing Moto sixty show. We'll take your calls. We'll give away some stuff. We got a helmet to give away, don't we, JT? Uh, we do on Thursday. We yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. On Thursday, right. Yep. 
All right, everybody. Let's get to our next guest. He's. Uh, what more can you say about the uh, the big one four retired motocross supercross legend, uh, Kevin Windham? The Hey, what's up, guys? Boy, I, uh, look, I just ran outside my house. I could get some cell phone service. Climb one flight of stairs. I'm out of my out of breath. I, I didn't think you were gonna put me on just yet. Oh, give me give, give me a sec. I climbed one flight of stairs. I'm, that's out of shape I am now hey, in my retired life. I can relate. I, I I have gained a few pounds since my retirement as well. <laughs> um, what's happening, guys? What's up? Thanks for coming on. Um, so is it is it weird, K Dub? How weird has it been? You have. Nothing to get up in the morning to do as far as training, laps, testing, no trips to California, none of that. How weird has it been? It's it's uh it's kind of setting in, you know. It's uh it's it's very weird to answer your question, and um uh, you know I, I I try to train a little bit because I'm you know I'm putting on the lbs. I'm about two ten right now, two twelve, and believe me, dude, when I tell you I'm two twelve, I'm weigh, weighing at like. <laughs> The lightest weight, dude, no clothes, you know, just like right. <laughs> early in the morning, you know, just uh, I, I'm milking it for all I can, and I'm still like a solid 212. So, But it's like I, I go to work out, and it's like my head, this is what I need to be doing, and I get my heart rate up to, you know, about 150, and in about 30 seconds I go, yeah, this sucks, I'm, I'm done. That, that was enough. I, I hit the hit the mark I needed to hit, and I'm out of here. So, you know, it's just just... Life's different, man. It's it's really weird, but I'm I'm anxious to get the season started, and it'll just be doing the whole host of things around Supercross and cheering all my buddies and um, you know watching them rip it. I mean, it's it's uh, still a, a big part of me. JT, you're still sort of training at the gym just because you did it and you enjoy it, right? I mean, uh, I don't really enjoy it so much as I, I pretty much was on the same program for a while. I just didn't want to do anything. And then yeah, I started gaining weight too, and now I've been I've been at it hard for a while now, so I'm kind of back into back into shape, I guess. Right, right. Um, it's got to be tough. No, yeah, it's got to be tough. No one ever accused me of being the most in shape guy, but you know what? I did train, and, and when you train, you do you eat like crazy. You just whatever you want. It doesn't even matter. I mean, of course, you try to eat well to yeah, you know, to build the muscles and everything the best as possible as you can, and, and put good fuel in your body so you're burning good stuff. But you know, it's like at the end of the day, you, you, there was nothing that was off limits, and you know, quite frankly, whenever I quit, you know, training at all, that went away. But the the eating didn't. Like I was still just just mowing it down, right? And uh, yeah, I'm paying the price now. <laughs> How much, if at all, you tweeted an Instagram photo or tweeted a photo of you with the bike? Have you ridden much at all? How much have you ridden, if anything? Like JT, you didn't ride at all for a while. Uh, yeah, I was just completely <laughs> over it, but. Right. I also, oh, I also have like five jobs, and I'm all over the place. So, true, a little, pretty tough. I'm to with you. I'm with right. you on that. Uh, I'm with you on that, JT. Uh, as far as being all over the place and other things going, but I, I did uh, recently break it out. Uh, rode, rode a, you know, about well, I rode about ten laps, but it, don't like don't get all crazy. No, it wasn't ten straight laps. It was like two, <laughs> take a break, two, take a break, and and, and like that. And uh, you know, I wanted to see. Where I stood, like, on an accuracy level, like, you know, like, because I don't really ride laps that much anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, okay, if I wanted to transfer from here to there and I want to land in this little area, could I do it? And I was actually really pleasantly surprised with the accuracy level of, like, okay, you know, I want to I want to put the bike, you know, in this mm-hmm. location. And I was able to do that. But as far as, dude, 
one lap, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> right, right. One, <laughs> one hard, fast lap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, um, it's 60 seconds of fury, baby. <laughs> it's got to be so weird. And, and you know, I, I know another guy that went through this, and I always bring up his name, and I'm not going to do it because Wyndham gives me shit. Another friend of mine retired after a long career. And it's got to be. All right, well, hey. No, uh, no, no. One knows, no one knows who you're talking about. Can you at least say <laughs> who rents for this guy? I worked for him for four years. <laughs> Um, here's my thing. And, and JT, this applies to you too, even though, you know, as being honest, you weren't on the level of a Wyndham or my other friend. Um, you never had a job. You, every morning since you were 10, 12, you woke up. How can I get better faster on a motorcycle today? Or I'm injured and I'm healing to get back on my bike or I'm resting until the Like everything your whole life has been dedicated to motorcycle racing. And that has got to be the weirdest thing to just, that's it. I, I'm done. Nothing to look forward to, nothing to plan for. It's just got to be a life experience that is bizarre. Dude, if you keep talking, I'm going to start crying and not be able to answer your damn question. You know? <laughs> I, I, I mean, Turn it down a little bit. You've never had a job besides racing motorcycles. You've been so good at it. And it's just, it's got to be weird, K-Dub. It, it, it is. And, uh. You know, I, honestly, I feel like I over, overloaded my plate a little bit just to try to take the the eye off the ball, you know, a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, enjoying what what interaction I have with, uh, you know, the Factory Connection racing team. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoying the interaction I'm having with Feld and the, the, my position that I'll be in in, uh, in the Supercross Series, which, by the way, is pretty much everywhere. I mean, I'll just kind of be bouncing around like kind yeah. of a wild man. Uh, the only... The only position I won't hold is probably a racer and the only reason I think uh, because of that is just basically the team said no you're done you know because I, I, I gotta be honest with you I, I rehashed out in my head all the time but the team has has vowed to they actually put one of those uh ignition retarders you know like when you're when you're riding go-karts <laughs> right, and you right. bump too hard and they turn your bike off yeah like I, I like I think after I do my part of the supercross and stuff they're just gonna like turn the bike off like where it just doesn't run anymore because <laughs> I've threatened to come back but you know honestly It'd be such a joke because these guys are so gnarly. You know, I just watched on uh, Twitter's picture read like quad and something, and I remember how that felt when you when you made it, like mm-hmm. in top of the world kind of stuff. But I also remember how it felt when you didn't make it, and I, I just yeah, I, I would just be a joke, dude. I mean, it, it, you take a year <laughs> off, JT. You know, I mean, I've talked to I've talked to everybody. I talked to Ricky about it. In your head, you're still pretty bad, but reality is, you line up next to these cats. Yeah. You know, you might could get back somewhere in the game, but dude, it, you take a couple of months off, and those guys just are in the grind every day, and oh. it, they they leave you so quick. Also, Kudrowski, Bradshaw, the list is long of guys who came back after a year off, and they've never been the same. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I was yeah. actually lucky to come back after after the femur in two, which kind of was chapter two of my career. Which good point. Yeah, you know, even even from that was a bit of a of a long stretch. I think I kind of out out you know. That's true. I'll weigh some yeah. odds on that return, but now, dude, it's, I'm, I'm I'm closer to the senior citizen discount at, at the damn buffet than I am to line up to a supercross race. You know? It's it's easy to forget, but JT, when K Dub broke his femur on Suzuki, all of us in the industry are like, that dude may never come back slash never be the same guy again. Like that was common, you know, not common knowledge, but we all kind of be we that could have been it. Yeah, I watched that wreck. It was it was dirty. That was a big quad at the end of that rhythm section too. So yeah, uh, hey, yeah. and 
Mathis, it's it's uh, it's a good thing that I didn't come back as I was. It's actually good that I good changed point. a right. little bit. Right, right, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. You you got a point. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for the great Kevin Windham. Uh, so Dub, you'll be you'll be at the Supercrosses. Maybe we'll see some transfers. Maybe we'll see you in the booth. Maybe we'll see you uh, helping out Jim Holly. I mean, you're basically like you said, you'll be doing different things. Is that kind of what I understand? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, I'm yeah. Um, actually working with Will a little bit, trying to you know involve and parallel myself with the uh, FC uh, Factory Connection Racing Team mm-hmm. and be on the floor and during live events. I'm actually doing in the booth a couple of rounds where uh, both McGrath or our uh, RCs will not be at. So that that'll be uh, good for me. Kind of stay doing that, do live events, and then be with uh, Holly and them on the webcast and. Yeah, just bouncing all over, you know, mm-hmm. uh, working with Dirtworks and, you know, trying to, you know, no one ever wants to say the, the dirty U word, you know, with a union or anything, but but working closer with, you know, the tracks and, and just trying to put my input as a as a freshly retired guy, um, getting feedback from the riders and just, just kind of being involved. Uh, you know, I really enjoy what, I, what I've right. done, and I don't want it to go away, but like you said earlier, you know, there's just – it has to. It had to at some point. So now you find whatever the next best thing is. David Willem is in our chat room, and of course, uh, people are ragging on him for the T-bone. And he said that he still likes Kevin Windham, regardless of that. So, um, hey, that's good. <laughs> hey, isn't, it, isn't it crazy? Somebody they still talk about that, huh? Oh God! Like, well, I don't help either because when JT and DV are on, I talk about uh, DV's takeout of JT in the LCQ that uh, took JT out. So I bring that up. I mean, I'm guilty as anybody. Um, you, you know what's crazy is like a lot of times like people will talk a bunch of shit about like oh this guy you know he's the dirtiest rider ever but I'm telling you out of all my career like I think that I've done some pretty good stuff I mean yeah I never was a champion whatever yada 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 we could beat that down with a, like a dead horse but you know it's like transfers and the longevity and, and race wins and this stuff like dude people want to talk about the villain hitting Phoenix and they want to talk about <laughs> Freezy in Vegas at the Monster Energy Cup, like, and that's, right, right. I, I'm typically not that guy, right? Like, I, I never really no. like that, and that's shit. No. I should have just hit people my whole life because that's all people want to talk. That's all people want to talk about. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's funny. What remember? What you get? Seven second places or something? In, yeah. in, in check. Way many. Right, right. Way too many. Way too many. Uh, call for you from Tyson. Tyson, thanks for listening to the show. What's your question for Kevin Windham? Hey, kid. What's going on, bud? Uh, not much. What's happening? Hey, uh, one of my first memories of uh, seeing you ride was 90, I think it was 96 St. Louis. One of the coolest memories was, I mean, that was the year where Emig and McGrath and LaRocco went after it. But also, I believe you won that night. You did a couple of heel flickers off the triples, and that was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen when I was a kid. So just wanted to tell you that. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, the heel flickers were, go ahead. Oh, no, uh, talking about like the 125 class, and you kind of mentioned how you want to be that venue where you can kind of help with different ideas and and whatnot. Back in your day, I believe you guys had more, there's like two or three East Coast, West Coast shootouts. It wasn't just the one at the end. Did you, uh, you're, did, did, are, you're looking for confirmation for me because I've hit my head a lot of times since 96. Okay. Well, I guess my question is, do you think it would be cool right now to kind of bring that back to where, we don't just have one time where we have East Coast, West Coast, now the 250, the Lights Riders race, but just to kind of see them go head-to-head more than just once like they used to back in the day. I'd love to. I'd love it. That'd be awesome. And I think, uh, you know, I mean, 
let's be honest. I mean, the, the lights class, what it is, is a little bit of a of a joke. I mean, there is no. It, it, it's as premier as the as the big bike class. I mean, four fifties will mm-hmm. always be the premier class. But I mean, the the, if the the help of these satellite teams and the financial backing these satellite teams have, it it really possibly doesn't need to be so regional anymore. You know, I mean, there's a lot of four fifty guys struggling to make sixteen or seventeen seventeen rounds. Excuse me, right. and you know, it's like. Um, I think the lights guys could probably pull that that same thing. I mean, the guys that are making it and that are real players and they're going to go on the to good careers and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I think bringing them together would be good. But at the same time, I you know I think that adds a little bit to that Vegas round where you know the energy. Mm-hmm. You know, normally championships aren't decided there. I mean, we always hope that they will be, and they have been in the past. But you know, unfortunately, a lot of seasons don't go to the wire. But Vegas just has that energy level that's just through the roof and I think the lights have a, a, a fair bit to do with that right um, but it wouldn't hurt to see them race against each other a couple of times because there's always that one guy that just has that crappy day right like yeah. the best in the world and we all know it but just on that day just wasn't there wasn't in the game had a crash whatever you know right. and uh, yeah it, it could be good um, cool yeah thanks Tyson yep see you guys thank you it uh, yeah, it would be interesting to see, but you're right; it does take away from the uniqueness of Vegas. Uh, question for you: you you mentioned you're working with Will Will Hahn. Um, we got three 250 champions coming in: uh, Tomac, Roxon, and Will. They won all the three 250 championships out there. So, all rookies in the class. What and without giving any secrets about uh, away from uh, from what, you, what you're talking with Will, but as a guy that's raced at the highest level for the longest time. What do you tell these guys as rookies? Like, I'm think back to Villapoto, and and we had a guy, we have a guy uh, on a voicemail here that told me like I'm I was kind of high on Barsha's chances next year, and the guy's like, Barsha ain't shit. He got passed last year, and and I think back to Carmichael's rookie year. I think back to um, well, not McGrath because he was badass, but uh, a lot of guys rookie year, they they get passed, they get beat. Uh, just like Barsha last year, even though Barsha managed to win twice. Um, they take a ton of dirt naps, too. Right. Typically. So, so what do you tell – what's your advice for Tomac and Roxon, and what do you tell Will, like, to keep the moving ahead and not be worried because it's going to be tough at times? Dude, it's going to be tough every time. I mean, it's not <laughs> – at some point you can't – I mean, it's not just going to be, you know, rose-colored glasses in this in this deal, right? I mean, it's – it's literally the best of the best. The, the racing is different. It's different as a rider. It's different where the holes that people try to put bikes into or, or not into, or the aggression of the uh, uh, of the first lap. You know, just just right off the bat. I mean, there's a lot of things that are different about the big bike class. And you know, I think for these guys mainly, it's just to give yourself a chance. You know, just continue to give yourself a chance. And mm-hmm. one day. It's different. You're talking about different guys. You're talking if you're talking about Will or talking about Barsha or whatever. I mean, Barsha has a real opportunity to have a breakthrough year where he's gone through the the learning right. curve. He knows what's going on. Yeah, he could be he could be a guy, and and that could come from. I mean, quite frankly, you don't want to put it all on on round one. But anybody who's been out there, whether you're a mechanic or any, any of us on the line right now that's been out there, which is all of us. You either go out of, you go out of Anaheim with a with a one through four, one through three, with a really respectable ride. Phoenix is so much different than you with a twelfth day one. <laughs> right, and, and it really yeah. has nothing. You're you're not going to change anything between 
A1 and, and Phoenix, you know, maybe a couple clicks here and there, a couple of days, more days of testing to say hey, we really got real race conditions where, you know, we, we thought the bike was going to act like this, but it acted like that. But more than any of that is just how these guys going into the first round, how you know, their, their mentality, their, their, where their head's at, if they're in a good spot. And, mm-hmm. you, know, how the, you know, how momentum is and the snowball effect and, you know, just getting out of the blocks. With a good ride, a good yeah. respectable ride, just is so important because if we, you know how we all we're, we're all head chasers and we all want to dwell on that that crappy performance, yeah. right? Yeah, well, especially like you know, Roxon and Tomac. I mean, like you said, Barsha's primed to win. He had his ups and downs. He won a couple, crashed out of a couple. Uh, Barsha, uh, uh, Tomac, and Roxon, they're now everyone's looking at them. Oh, what can these guys do? And Will Hahn, same same way. So uh, yeah, I'm interested. Like you said, it's 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 uh, interesting. Um, I mean, shit, you got 12th and you retired. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? I should have done it a few years earlier? No, no, no. I'm saying that it's so much better. You said it's so much better when, you, you know, when you're not 12th or something. <laughs> Look how bad yeah. 12th was for you. You quit. <laughs> it, it, it literally made me quit. Right, right. That, was... and, that and, like, just the most basic rhythm sections. You look at it and you're like, damn, I don't, I don't think I should do that. And oh, you're like, stop it. You're, you're totally you, – you shouldn't have retired. In my eyes, you shouldn't have retired. But, of course – it's, I'm not in your mind, and I'm not you and all that, but you were acting like you were so slow, and you went 10-11 in the first two rounds. It's like, come on. Bro, come on. Bro. I'm saying come on to you. Come Are you serious right now? You got 10-11. and 11 Are the best riders in the world. You're a veteran guy. It's a long series. You would have been fine, but I'm just saying as a – Outside, but yeah, in your mind, if you, it's in your mind, it's in your mind. Don't get me wrong, but, but I'm just. But but in in all reality, it was it was as little to do with ten and eleven as it was that. Right, right. Uh, yeah, you guys remember the quad, and and we had the uh, one of the the Kawasaki guys, the PC guys, uh, went down on the quad at Phoenix. Davalos, yeah. Davalos, okay, he went down there. Um, I had been on, I dude, I, I busted my ass, and I came back from Houston only to the Monster Energy Cup to do it again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, it was just compounding, like, dude, right. I don't want to jump that. And I got so sick of going, I was at round three, okay, I, I'd only made two. Yeah. I was going to the third round, I'm like, dude, I don't want to jump this. I don't want to jump this. And I'm like, <laughs> this is insane for me to say, I don't want to jump this every freaking weekend. You know, and it wasn't yeah, even yeah, like, right. dude, it was a little like KTM Junior kids walking by going, yeah, I think I can do this. And I'm like, eh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Right, right. All right. Yeah, I get it. Um, all right, you got some calls here. Uh, Nash. Gentlemen. Gentlemen, what's up? Hey, K-Dub. Good to hear your voice, brother. Thanks, bud. Good to be with you guys. Hey, well, we're excited to see how you're going to unfold the next part of your your uh, career, if you would. And I, I, all the Supercross talk, I wanted to put your mind at ease and bring you back to a good place. I just was watching Inside the Outdoors recently, and uh, – we were watching that last outdoor national win you had. Can you take us through what was going through your head as you were stalking Metcalf at Steel City? And and you know, I remember one guy asked for your jersey during the show, and you're like, "Hey, dude, I got to hold on to this. This is going to be, you know, I don't know when I'm going to do this again." What was that like for you that day? Uh, you know, it was. It, it's funny how racing goes because you know I talked earlier about momentum and, and mindset and how things go. You know, for a rider. And I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we we knew where we were, and we knew we had a good shot at you know running well. But dude, when Dunge went down that day, mm. it, it was just like, okay, the door's open. Who's right. going to take it now? And I'm I'm telling you, Metcalf believed he had it as much as I did. It was it was a 
freaking dogfight, and, and I think one of the one of the better motos kind of that kind of went the entire distance where you know it, it was just a fight and it's unfortunate you know for me I, I hate to always downplay when somebody tries to pay me a compliment but it, it really all stemmed from Dunge being out you know like he, he went like I think maybe even DNF or if not way way back and in moto one so uh yeah he, I think he crashed in the in the very in the beginning and stepped out for the day and that that mentally unlocks you as well as what five other guys there that could do what you did yeah, you know, like I said, you you see that, and we we've seen that before. Uh, I think the Monster Energy Cup kind of kind of was like that in a way this year. It's just you know when when things happen because you know at that point of a series, it, it's so hard to change something, right? You're kind of just in your emotions, and you can have a bad day. Don't think, don't get me wrong. You have a bad day or a good day or whatever. And, um, but but Dungey was just he was just the man. So. Um, that definitely unlocked it, and that that man makes for when people believe that they can do it. And that kind of goes back to what I was talking about, about these, these rookies coming into the big white class. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, the, the mind is a powerful freaking thing. And that day, which that kind of made the racing that much better for the rest of us because we all we all believe we could do it. But at the end, I, I had that feeling. And to whoever, hopefully the fans listening, uh, that I actually said, dude, I'm sorry, I know I promised you a jersey. I, I have it <laughs> hanging in my house because it, it is, in fact, the last win. But, uh, well, you know, how it, much... those things don't go away. You know, they're with you forever. Building on that, when you are in a stadium and the crowd, you're in a dogfight. Now switching to Supercross or even Outdoor Nationals, when you are in that gladiator mindset, and all of a sudden, how do you shut the crowd off if it's not going your way? To thriving off of the crowd. I mean, obviously, the thriving off of it would be natural. You want to get the person in front of you, and you're getting adrenalized, if you would. But how is it if you're riding tense? How do you block out the crowd and 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 really go into that super concentration mode. Um, well, here's one of the things like uh, where maybe like I wasn't so great. I mean, I, I know I had my issues, but I had things that I was good at. But what I was not good at was exactly what you're saying. Like, I remember some of the, the biggest times where I'd, I'd be so pissed. And I think I wasn't in a good mindset because I really wasn't in the race. But like, say I was in fifth, sixth, seventh, maybe even tenth. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hear the crowd going nuts. And I'm like, damn that. That that was for somebody else because I'm not doing anything out here. I'm like I'm like in this no man land between like you know right. fourth and fourth and seventh. You know, with, with no bikes within five seconds. But you know, I think it was a tough race. Uh, you know, for Villapoto, who you know is arguably one of the best of all times uh, in in uh, Minnesota last year, where uh, Minneapolis, where you know he had to deal with he was racing the you know in football the twelfth man or whatever but um mm-hmm. that's really um that's really tough even when you know it's for you like hands down this <laughs> is for me but when that guy's just stalking you and you got that one other person to listen to you know the the, the group of fans it, it's yeah you know, I'd have to say that there's not anybody that can turn that off I mean it there's people who've been booed before, and they act like you know behind the scenes. Oh, you know, I'm not worried about that. I'm right. going to keep you last and win and stuff. Dude, you can't tell me that 30, 20, 30, 40, 50 thousand people <laughs> booing at you don't wear you out. You know, yeah. because we all we all want to yeah. be appreciated for what we do. Um, JT, what you ever been like that where the crowd's been going and it's not for you? Uh, yeah, in Europe quite a bit, um, especially <laughs> if there's ever anybody like a German guy that's pretty decent. You're they pretty much hate you. So. <laughs> um, not on the same scale, but I certainly can understand how it goes for sure. Um, Nash, uh, before we let you go, Wyndham, uh, this guy, Nash, biggest factory Phil fan ever. Oh uh, yeah. 
What's your favorite? Right. What's your best factory fill story? Yeah, you me. Yeah, yeah. Wyndham, what's your best oh. factory fill story? Are Are we still live? Are we on there? Yeah, yeah. We can. Oh, so I'm we can. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to scale it back <laughs> a little bit. I, I can't, right. can't be trying to trick me. Right. He but, uh, he loves factory fill. Dude, he's my guy. Dude, I used to I used to go to old Phil's house and we'd play cards on like just a regular Tuesday night. Maybe McGrath over, maybe you know, just whoever, just guys. Right. And like we would somehow like we were friends. Like, hey, buddy, what's up? Nothing, you know. Oh yeah, hey, look. After a full night of cards, like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you at ten grand tomorrow. My ATM always spent three (laughs) hundred. Oh my god! It's like, oh dude, those guys. Do we used to do some stupid stuff? And that's just like a good old clean, old fashioned like. Yeah. But yeah. like his buddy, bro, down card games would go, Perfect. like full Vegas high limit style. Jeez, no mechanics or industry people. Only the top ten riders in the world allowed. That's back when we were making money. Yeah, good point. Mm. Uh, thanks, Nash. Hey, cheers, guys. Have a great night. All right, last question uh, for Kevin Windham, and then we got to move on. Mike Mad Dog Mason in the studio. Josh, what's up, man? What's your question for Kevin Wyndham? Hey, Kevin. How you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Hey, uh, me and the wife are big fans. We remember meeting you in Indianapolis when uh, my boy was picked for the KTM Challenge. And uh, now that you have a son, are you going to take him through the steps to get to where you made it to? We are, uh, as a family, my wife and I, we we discussed this a little bit, but we're we're letting it come to him. Um, he rides right now. I'm, I'm actually I'm looking at the tweets of like Reed and Carmichael and all these different guys. Like we're all kind of in it and out of it. And how, who we're doing it? Reed's, Reed's guy looks like he's already got a factory ride. Uh, <laughs> you got uh, yeah. everybody can't get it out of their blood. But I, I, I really we're taking the approach right now the same way kind of we did with me, which was pretty lax and just you know if you want to ride, we'll go ride. Because I'm I'm just not to the point where I'm ready to shove it down his throat and honestly like we go ride and some days he'll ride like a tank of gas i'm like damn yeah he's he's loving this and then other days we go he rides two laps and he wants to go play with his buddy and you know in, in, a, in a mud pie you know mud, mud pile or a, a water hole or something yeah, yeah so it, it, it's it's comes and goes you know he uh he hasn't raced yet and hasn't really showed a lot of interest to race but right now it's just fun you know for us to go out and ride and i've kind of been enjoying that and you know, yeah. There's such huge values in all that we we did as families to get to the professional level that you know it's I don't want to ever turn a, a blind eye to you know the values of what I mean obviously dude I went on a, a crazy good career and made a lot of money and, and affected a lot of people in positive ways and and just had a wonderful wonderful career but yeah and there's so much more to it dude than than, than that right now so we'll just let it come to us as it as he wants to whatever speed he wants to you know. Yep, yep, that's the best approach you can take because you force him into it, you know, just uh, he's got more scare him out of it than anything, you know. So Yeah, no doubt. Make, make he, him right over their head he, and get him hurt or something, you know. He's gotten up from some pretty good diggers, you know. I mean he's uh <laughs> it, that's the that's the other part about it. It's like no matter how far you really want to go, there's always gonna be a couple encounters with uh Mother Earth. So yeah. uh he's, he's oh, taking yeah. some diggers but but he's good. He, hey, uh Josh, thanks for thanks for listening. All right, thank you guys. All right, thanks. Uh, K-Dub, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Always a good time. Um, yeah. Appreciate you taking the time to come on. And uh, A1's coming up, and uh, things are getting exciting. And, uh, you know, a whole new season. Yeah. Without I Kevin. Can't wait. Without- I can't wait. I think we have a lot to uh, a lot to be excited for for next year. Sounds like you got a good rest of the show, good in-house uh, Yeah. there. You got Mike Mike in the, in the, in yeah. the house. Yeah, Mad Dog's in the house. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. 
good. Well, y'all have fun, and we'll see you in just a couple days. We want, like, what, New Year's Eve, fly out there on the 1st. We'll see you guys on the 2nd, getting mm-hmm. prepped up. Ready for A1, baby. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. Just another rider that's retired that doesn't that remembers me as a mechanic remembers me as a mechanic another, hey in a couple in a couple of years you won't even be able to talk about you're being a mechanic because all, all the know. guys will be like what i know who i know when believe me i know this this is really specific. it's better it's better for your credibility that you don't bring it up anyway <laughs> oh really because when we were beating kevin windham at bud's creek in 03 uh seemed to be we we <laughs> hey hey you know what you know what i like about you that i'm going to try to start doing in my announcing like now that you're done, you know, you can just talk all the crap you want. Yes. So, like, now when I go to race, I'm like, oh, why these guys are quad and I do it? <laughs> it's easy from up here. Oh, uh, it's you easy. should hear me in the press box. I'm on fire up there. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys today, one. Thanks, Kevin. See ya. See you, man. Kevin Windham, always a good interview, JT, huh? Yeah, that guy's, uh, that guy's a class act, for sure. Yep. He's uh, one, of the, one of the greatest, I think one of the greatest overall, you know, basically men that's ever been in the sport you know <laughs> one of the greatest overall men <laughs> well i just i think he's, no, no, he's yeah, yeah. no he's got the right image he's a family guy you just can't find a lot of negative things to say about him and no as as wrapped up in this sport as we are there are guys that uh i wouldn't say that about they're great right, riders right. and all that but i would you know i don't hold them in the same regard that i do he, a guy like kevin windham he so. came to muddy creek last year and i was in the announcer's tower and he was in there and he came up there and he's like hey man I got some questions for you. And I'm like, because he hadn't been at the races, you know. And, and he, he started asking me about the races, the racers and the and the riders. And I was like, this guy's really watching the races. Like, his questions were, like, deep. You know what I mean? He had studied these guys, studied the tracks. He had questions about the tracks, about the riders, about the results. The guy knew what was going on. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, I, I consider him, you know, we've both been doing this a really long time. He's a year or two older than me, but uh, he's just, one of those guys that um, this is all we've ever known, and this is what we like to do, and what we like to watch and talk about. So, uh, no, it's cool. I don't see him. I don't see him really going anywhere soon. So, welcome to the show, Mike Mad Dog Mason. Hey, bro. Thanks for coming. Mad in. Dog. Mad Dog. Yeah. Fresh from the nuclear cowboys practice. Yeah. Practice facility. I'm still hungover. You were posted up in my hood. Yeah, you never came and visited. Sorry, bro. What do you mean? Come on, posted Mr. up Delta. in your hood. What? Huh? He was in Florida for like two weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, JT, that's right. You yeah. were you were back there for a little Damn, bit. Damn, eighty-five degrees. There. I almost died. <laughs> yeah, because you're not. You don't live in Vegas now. Yeah, but it's like forty when I left. Eighty-five when I get down there. I got a flu. Yeah, in like six months, it's gonna be a hundred and forty. Hey, can we just get along? I just got here, and you're already yelling at me. <laughs> Jeez. What's up, JT? How oh, you know? Living the dream. Good boy. How you going day one? No, I'll Dude, be he's in got Kentucky. Cowboys. Oh yeah, you, I gotta go back I didn't to know work. Started the same weekend. We will be in Orlando Friday before yeah. Daytona. Yeah, I'll believe it. Oh, it's on. It. And I'm gonna shadow you. Okay. The whole event. That's my team name too. I'm the Shadow of Warriors. Oh really? Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm gonna shadow you. Like li- literally, my figure will shadow you too. <laughs> yeah. But Consider your game squashed. We <laughs> be shadowing you after yep. the race. We are going to get crazy. You want to? Yes. Okay. I want to live the Mad Dog life. Okay. I'm married, Dude. so we can only go. Well, yeah. So far, yeah. My beautiful wife downstairs. Yes. Uh, my mom's down there too, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Cheap smokes. Cheap smokes. Um, but yeah, short of participating in the orgy, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll hold the orgies out. Okay. We'll just get all wasted. Yeah. yeah, yeah Pull yeah, our pants yeah. down in public. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You yeah, yeah, will yeah. not. 
looking forward to it. How how the Siggy go? Like, how's your Siggy and all that? Like, what? Siggy was good. Like the first three days, my Siggies were good. I had okay. a couple, but we rode for 14 days in a row. And by uh, like the 14th day, I'm on no more Siggies, so, dude. I can't do it. So you got this down. Like you have this this routine. Like kind of. Oh, but. I think I was getting stupider as it went on. Because, dude, we seriously, we went to, there was like a bar across the street from the hotel. And I was there every night. I spent my whole rehearsal check at this bar. They said we increased <laughs> their alcohol sales by like 13% for the month. <laughs> so by the 14th day of rehearsals, I was a little rider down. Oh, man. And glad to see you're doing backflips now. So yeah, yeah. I just started flipping ever since he called me out. Uh, what an idiot I am. What an idiot. I swear Watson told me that. But then yeah. Watson was in last show before the break. And he was so mad at me. Dude, he was mad at me. Well, I would never tell you that. Where did you get that from? You're such a fucking idiot. You're so stupid. That doesn't sound like Watson. Yeah, I know. Uh, he was really upset that uh, that uh, uh, I said that. So, um, you know. It's cool. Now I post Instagrams of like a flip trick or something. And everyone's like, oh, you need to tell Paul, tell Steve. I know, right? That. Th- like, th- yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Let's guys. educate this I- Mr. Moto nerd over here. Hey, buddy. Um, so, yeah. Um, Everything's good. Nuclear Cowboys starting this weekend, Kentucky. Yep. And uh, going 12 races, 12 weeks in a row? 16. 16 weeks. Yeah, we have one weekend off for Easter, I think. But, yeah, we're pretty much straight through till end of April. All right. Uh, let's get the, the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment doing, going. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Have, wait till you guys see the 2014 X-Brand line of goggles. Devin, have you ever had your wig blown back? I don't own any wig, but yes. You will have it blown back when yes. you see these new, new goggles. I'm getting a set. You are? Yeah. 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 Uh, Devin is uh, our winner of our producer, by the way. Yep. Your guy didn't win. I'm really sorry. He That's was good, right. though. Yeah. He was good. A for effort. Um, Brandon and uh, Aaron and Jacob were all good. Um, we just went with Devin. Devin was better. That's right, Mason. I'll be your guy. Yeah. I've been watching this guy do backflip heel clickers at Sandy before you ever made that comment. See? So. Even he knows. Come on, man. What are you Bro, doing? The freaking... You know what I was doing when you were watching him? I was pounding laps. I was oh. pounding cheeseburgers. <laughs> Me too. Del Taco, so good. Mm-hmm. I was jumping that tabletop in the back like no one's business. Dude, let's do it. The we one on the go... far back on the right-hand side. Yeah, that's the best one. Yeah, airing that shit out while he was... Dude, have you ridden the new layout? No, I haven't oh. been there for years. Uh, You're in so trouble. Have you ridden it? Yeah. Ugh, I, I almost died yesterday. I work weekends. You almost died? Yeah. What? They, it's gnarly? They changed a jump that was like third pinned, and now it's like a jump on, jump off, and I would like first lap, just went out there oh, and yeah. went to jump it like normal, and there was like a little spine on it where you're supposed to jump off. Clipped it. Is that the one before, yeah. right next to the grandstands? Where the first turn, like out of the first turn and then that next turn. Yeah. yeah that's you got to do like a, that look at, you got to, yeah. I don't even race anymore. You got to do a slow lap, bro. Dude, there was three chicks in the stands and I was just ready. <laughs> I'm like, I got to show these babes up right here. X-Brand Goggle, uh, X-Brand.com, E-K-S-Brand.com, Pulp Show 13. Let me get that changed. Saves you 30% off. The 2014 goggles will drop. You like that? Will drop. Mm-hmm. In uh, two days. And JT, they're phenomenal. I don't know. Phenomenal. I don't think so. And uh, wait till you see our lineup <laughs> of racers coming out at uh, this weekend. It's going to be great. Uh, X-Brand goggles. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. Damn straight. So, okay, here great. we go. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. For us three, uh, Devin, you, uh, you should have them, right? Yeah, I got it. All right, let's do it. All right, Steve, what will you miss the most uh, and the least with Tits leaving the show? I will miss Tits' entertainment. Uh, he had some great theories slash stories, and I uh, that's what I'll miss the most. What I won't miss is him uh, nodding off three-quarters of the way through mm. the show. 11.6. All 
All right, Mason, what is a trick you've pulled clean into a foam pit, but you would never try to dirt? Um, double grab backflips. Scared me. Double, double grab. grab. Grab the back. Well, our little cutouts. Both yeah, hands. but, okay, wait a minute. So you're going. You're upside and down. And then you I'm pull upside. yourself. I do a backflip. Yeah. And then you know we have grab. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm yeah, aware. So I'm a freestyle guy. I know. Well, it doesn't seem like you know how to make sense of it. But so then you're pulling yourself back on before you land? Yeah, when you're upside That's down, you're doing like a, yeah. hanging off the back of your bike with both hands. And I did it. Oh, I've seen pit. guys do that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I'm just saying I wouldn't. Because I did like three into the foam pit and it scared that's, me. That's JT would do it. Oh, my God. No credit out of you ever. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so, okay. I don't know. When I said you didn't flip, I meant you didn't do double double back grabs flips. Yeah. That's what Wait, I meant. You're just confusing yourself now. You don't even know what <laughs> oh, you're trying man. to say. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> uh, okay, no, but for real. Yeah, just scary? Just, yeah, just. just like, like bars turning when you're upside down because you're so far from the bars. Like yeah, if they what, start what, turning, throws right. your bike off. And yeah, coming back, like you have to make Steering sure. Steering stabilizer doesn't matter. Still Sometimes turns. it yeah. don't matter. Yeah, because right. of the way you come off your bars if you're in a hurry. Yeah. You just kind of pull the bars Jeez, a little bit. you got to pull yourself super fast up onto the bike. Yeah. Not yeah. for me. All right. 32, remember hey, that. Uh, good question by Corey Moser. Very good. Yeah. yeah. I tried doing a heel clicker and scared the shit out of me, yeah. so I can relate. <laughs> um, JT, will Chad Reed win a race in 2014? I think the odds are against it, but... Waffle, 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 eh? Yes uh, or no? Yes or no? I'm going to say yes just because I won't be able to sleep if I say no. <laughs> okay, well, at least you... I admire the honesty. You you can be honest waffle, about waffle, it. Waffle, waffle, um, yeah, well, we'll have to listen to the Racer X uh, podcast coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, we get more into detail about Chad Reed and what we think his mm-hmm. chances are, so... All right, uh, Steve, who do you think is the best riding coach in the business? You can't say Timmy. <laughs> I'm stuck now. Okay. Um, you can't pick Timmy, man. I don't know. You know, they're all – no, I don't know. They're, and I wouldn't even say Timmy. I think, like Wyndham just said, it's so mental with you riders, and I include myself in this for, for titles. <laughs> We're all so mental that, like, if you, if you have the right guy working on your mind as well as your technique, doesn't matter who it is, you know? Like, some people are like, oh, Sean Hamlin is teaching motocross. Yeah, I'm yeah. going a long time. Yeah, Sean Hamlin's that. teaching motocross schools. When the hell did he ever win? I don't, I don't go with that. You don't need to be a great champion to help out. And the flip side is, you, you know, you, you can be garbage if you don't have any titles. So, I just think as a guy, it, 15 seconds long gone. But anyways. Yeah. Hard, tough, tough to answer. Uh, my short answer would be Timmy. Okay. Waffle, 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 waffle. Yeah, exactly. Do you agree with me though, JT? Like, I don't think there's a best quote unquote. You know? Uh, I think they're definitely better than others. Um, Maybe, but nobody like. I tell you who is really, really good. Yeah. And who, who's just getting into it is Burner. Mm. He's very. I tell you who could be really, really good at it if he had the patience for it and he actually applies himself is Chad. Mm. Uh, but both of those guys, when when they really want to get technical about telling you how to go faster, man, they're they're really knowledgeable. I was man very very impressed. But getting Chad in the right mindset, well, where the patience to do it is I, clean. I could just see Tat, Chad telling you how to do something and walking away. Disgusting. He just well, he just got so much other going on. He doesn't feel like doing it most of the time. Yeah. But Burner's super patient and, and has that kind of personality. Thank you, the guy in the chat room who called me a fat fuck. Thank you. <laughs> I think I'd be a pretty oh. good coach. You do? Yeah. Pin I think you'd be it. too much into celebrating. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think like you'd be like, I hey. I would make my riders want to win, though, because they're like, damn, that's what happens when you do good. 
Let's do it. I'm going to throw my pants down and a you're G-string. Like, just... You're like, let me show you what happens afterwards if you jump that quad. Yeah. Right, right. Um, okay. All right. All right. Uh, Mason. Yes, sir. Which of your tattoos do you regret getting? Oh, man. There's a lot of them. My wife's got one that it's not good. Really? She regrets, yeah. I don't really regret any of them, I guess. I just wish I had some better work done on some of them, if that makes sense. Makes sense. Sure. Young. Yeah. Young um, and dumb. Any thoughts of uh, getting the cheeseburger tattoo or the camel toe that our friend Kenny Watson has? No. Del Taco, though. Oh. Mm. Okay. I got Coors Light on one foot. Do Del Taco oh, on the other do. foot. Yeah, you do. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right, uh, JT. Out of all the maths's provided content, what Devin, do you actually listen Devin, to? Or... can you uh, like hold your phone here and then read into the mic? Is this better? Yeah. Just, better? Uh, you know. Okay. All right. Out of all the Mathis provided content, what do you actually listen to or read? Uh, I think Observations is really good, and I actually look forward to doing the race recaps after the race just because we do them right after the race, and there's a lot to talk about, and it's always new material because it's from the race. Um, so, yeah, that would, that's, there you go. There's a lot that I do that JT's a part of, so it's tough for him to. Yeah, but those are at least there's there's always something to talk about. Like I never feel like it drags or there's you know we're rehashing the same old thing because man the race just happened. We fly home and then we get to talk about it for an hour and I I, yeah. I enjoy those. We have fun too. We got a lot of laughs and uh, yeah. Sometimes we get in trouble, but uh, eh, generally it's pretty good. All right, uh, Mathis. Yes. Out of the good guys you listed with Weege on the Racer X Supercross preview show. Who do you think will unzip their pants and put their balls on the handlebars? Uh, Jake Weimer. Mm. I think he'll do the best. I think he'll be the best. Of the rest? Best of the rest. I think we're going to see Barsha and Trey and James and Dungey and, and you know, the, the, the who's who guys. And I think Weimer will be right there. What do you think, Mason? Yep. I wasn't listening. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mason. Yes? You're going to like this one. Okay. Mason has an iPhone with a – his iPhone cover is the Holy Bible. It's a wallet. It's a wallet. Oh, it's a wallet. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's a wallet slash that. phone I've been slash... checking it out since you got here. I, yeah. That thing's cool. And it yeah. says Holy Bible on the side of it and well, everything? Well, it just says book. Oh, but does it? It resembles it. It resembles a Bible. But I drink that a lot, is... dude, so I lose wallets and phones, so now really I just really clever. lose it all at once. That's really clever. Let's, let's, let's take a photo of that for the commercial break. Okay. For oh, yes. Okay. I like that. Definitely. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Mason. Yes. What is the approximate age of the oldest woman you've banged? Oh, dude, it was, it was 53 when I was 22. Oh, goodness. Oh, no dude, way. So bad. Yes. Oh, dude, lizard skin just hanging off her neck and her elbows and her triceps. Hey, I'm not uh, far off. Good boy. You, dude. Uh, we're going to be best friends here soon. Thank you, Moser, for that question. Thank you. Do you want more detail? No, no, we're good. Okay. I think we're good. I, I do. Uh, I think commercial. my mom has a show on downstairs. <laughs> so The best part, commercial. too, is I think she worked at Long John Silver's. I think I pulled her out of there. She had, like, big old moles on her face. And I was wasted. I started at a young age. Well, uh, a man a man has to be proud of his goal, of his achievements and accomplishments. Uh, All right. Man. Is that it, Devin? Nope. One more oh. for JT. All right. Uh, JT, who will win the most semi-heat races this year? Oh, good one again. Moser's on his game. Moser is firing right now. Sometimes I will suck. take Andrew Short. Good one. All right. That has been the X-Brand Goggle uh, tear-off segment. X-Brand! EKSBrand.com, two days, the 2014 goggles drop, and they're phenomenal. They're incredible. It's, a, it's like the nicest, best thing I've ever seen in my life. And you will never win unless you're wearing them. Thank you. 
Thank you, Mad Damn Dog. It. I appreciate it. Guess I ain't uh, sure. All right, we're going to take our second commercial break of the night. JT, we'll get you to join us when we come back. Um, we'll get more Mad Dog uh, Mike Mason. We'll have uh, Steve Aldaco, Nick Way, still coming up on the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Stick around. Why won't you? The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mm-hmm. Mic check. suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. 
The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. 
The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Colors. Want stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the
back. Mason. Finally, Mason. Yeah. Finally, you come through. With what? Solid music choice. Oh, my goodness. This is actually when I saw GNR at Hard Rock, you know, six months ago or eight months ago. This was one of the songs they did really good. Yeah. Like, it, they did a great on job one. on it. Not so much on other ones, but. This one in November Rain, I thought they killed it. Yeah. Um, how's main event going, by the way? Uh, main event's good. We, uh, I saw you on uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Jamming. Yeah, we have a one of my friends is a pretty gnarly drummer for me. He's done stuff like at, you know, Hard Rock and a lot of the clubs around here. Kind of does like the DJ set. Yep. Gnarly drummer, though. We actually jammed with him and he killed it. And oh, so pumped. he might be in the band? He is, yeah. Oh, he's in the band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he likes the style of music and everything. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, we jammed for a day and a half this weekend, and it was like we've been playing in a North lot Cal? together. You guys no, we, here. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he lives the, here. Me and Cliffy live here. Um, Blair flew down. Oh, Blair flew down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Both Blairs or is one out? Just one. Just the, the other guitarist, Vincent. What, what, what's Daniel. up with Daniel? Daniel's racing arena cross, so he's getting ready for that. Dude. But he's a singer, so we just got to make sure we're good. He's got his part Dude. Dialed. Dude. <laughs> I've heard this before about Daniel. I don't know if it was Watson or somebody. It was maybe, probably true. Maybe it was you. JT, welcome back, by the way. Someone was like, Appreciate that. Dan someone was like, Daniel, stop racing. Yeah. Write music. Yeah. Don't, it, you're, like, you're not, your racing career is done. You're awesome at music and lyrics. Dude, he's <laughs> Brett Favre, man. He retires and then comes back. And, like, <laughs> the last time before I was actually in the band, they had this gnarly show lined up in Reno. A bunch of people were coming, and he raced Anaheim the week before and broke his femur in his back. Yeah. And you know, it's like, why are you doing He has kids and stuff now, like. Yeah, Maybe work on this main event. Work on main event. Get a real job for a bit. Do you need anybody for lo vocals then? Yeah, but not you. Oh. We already tried this, remember? It didn't work. No, I th my, some of my <laughs> listeners thought it worked great. A lot of my followers didn't think it was so hot. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I, I think they were just being harsh. Um, I, I, think I, I think I was good. Um, anyways, uh, we'll talk more about that after our next guest. Okay. Because you're going to devote more time to main event yes. after the Cowboys. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. We'll talk about that later. I can't though. wait till you guys hit it big. And uh, and I'm in the band. Like, I'm, I know you, and yeah. I'm, I'm getting backstage. And then yeah. maybe you guys open for Halen or Sammy. That would be sick. You know, and then so Speaking that, of which, did you see uh, there's a YouTube of I Steel saw, Panther? I got two, two tweets about it today. 11-year-old kid. 11-year-old kid yeah. just shredding. Now, I saw you on Instagram play Home Sweet Home. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how to play a keyboard, but it was fun. And, dude, so I'm can just... you play jump or no? No, dude. Did you see how hard it was for me to play Home Sweet Home? It sounded could... good. JT, yeah. did you hear it? Uh, your vocals? No, Mason's Home Sweet Home intro. JT was not. Oh, no, I, I didn't. Right oh, it's really good, and I was waiting for jump. Okay, that'll be uh, next on the to-do list. All right, okay. okay. Uh, hey, guys, uh, before I get to our next guest, Atlas Brace trade-up program ends March 1st. Something new from the folks at atlasbrace.com. Send them your old brace, any brand, any model, and they'll give you a 40% discount off a brand-new Atlas brace of your choice. Um, so great program for those guys, and uh, they're going to be giving away some braces on the show. Brand-new website coming up, Atlas Brace, uh, Villapoto, Weimer, um, they wear it. Uh, so why don't you check, check out atlasbrace.com. It's uh, built by a racer, refined by a racer, and used by racers, atlasbrace.com. All right, our next guest, uh, somebody that you may not know the name but you certainly know some of the work that he does behind the scenes and uh, one of the major players behind the scenes, uh, super agent extraordinaire, Steve Aldaco. What's up, Steve? Thanks, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, thanks for inviting me, Steve. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, JT's on the line. Mike Mason's uh, in studio here. So we, uh, hey, guys. How are you doing? We've got a retired hey, racer and a freestyle legend, all nice. different aspects. Hey, um, 
first of all, thanks for coming on. And I thought it would be interesting. Uh, you and I have known each other for a while, and, and we, we talk quite a bit. And, and uh, I always find what you do a little fascinating. Um, first of all, I guess uh, maybe explain who you work for and uh, what you do and, and sort of what your, what your gig is. Right now, I work for uh, Justin Brayton and Wilhan and Tara Geiger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had several other clients before that have kind of come and gone, but those are the ones that I have right now. And as far as what I do, I'm a, my day job is I'm, a, I'm an attorney. So mm-hmm. That's what I do all day long. And um, this is taking up quite a bit of my time, though, as far as <laughs> what it's turned into. Right. Well, especially with Will's contract up and, uh, um, and you know, of course, coming off the title. So that was a whole probably a whole deal. Yeah, no, we had a lot of uh, – it was very busy this year for both um, Justin and Will. Um, well, mostly Will, quite frankly, but yeah. we had a lot of movement with uh, Justin also. And uh, how did you get into it? Like, I mean, did you ride and race, and uh, did you just a fan of the sport? And, you're, and, of course, you're a lawyer, so you're like, hey, I can actually maybe help these guys. Yeah, no, I was definitely a fan of the sport, but uh, my wife is best friends and has been best friends with Shelly um, Antonis uh, since they, were, they went to middle school. I think they went to elementary together, okay. kind of grew up together. And then uh, when Buddy was kind of getting winding down his arena cross deal, uh, that's kind of when everyone in the world was an agent. Mm-hmm. And he wanted, he wanted to get into that, and I wanted to make sure that he did it correctly because there's a lot of rules and requirements. You can't just say you're an agent, which a lot of people were doing. And um, so I helped him do that. And then he was he kind of transitioned into some other stuff, and we had some commitments with um, three guys, which were uh, Justin Brayton, Tim Brayton, Tommy Hope, and Chris Goss at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm governed by not just uh, being an agent, but by the bar. So I can't just sign a contract with somebody and, and just throw it away. So I, I stuck with it, and it, yeah. it's worked out. It worked out really well. And and you said you're 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 busier than ever. So how's your how's that juggling? Like kind of two jobs, huh? Uh, it's, it's good. It's good. It's, it helps, you know, the lawyer stuff really helps with this part of it. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. um, and, and actually other stuff now, some, um, doing a lot of stuff within the industry with, um, different companies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know, um, I got to send you an email this week cause I got a question, uh, lawyer wise about something. So I needed to, I want to get somebody I can get advice from for free. So I immediately yeah, thought yeah, of I, you. I get a lot of that more, <laughs> more than you probably even imagine. Right. No, I'm sure. Um, and unlike a lot of agents, and this is one thing that I tell people uh, about you, is you're actually a lawyer. And in some ways, like in our sport, like a lot of things, shit, I could be an agent. I could go to, to the races tomorrow with a – well, I'd have to probably put some pants on. I couldn't wear, I couldn't wear cargos. But I could ba- literally just go up and say, hey, I'm, a, I'm an agent. Which, you could, that, that was a problem. That's what um, a lot of people were doing, but you're not really allowed to do that. So oh. uh, a lot of repercussions come from – Doing that and getting caught doing that, I guess uh, it's it's actually changed a lot. And you can now you'll notice that a lot of them have gone away. There are certain ones that have stuck around. Yeah. And now for the most part, everyone's doing things correctly. Oh, so you're saying some things happen maybe behind the scenes where some of those guys got yes. weeded. Oh, okay. I didn't know that, but that's. I mean, I think if I'm a guy, if I'm a lawyer or if I'm a writer, I want someone who's actually got some background in uh, in negotiating contracts and dealing with uh, companies and representatives and everything else. Yeah, it, it helps not only the negotiating part, just the little details. I mean, there's a lot of details in, in contracts that, you know, all the, the manufacturers and teams, they all have, you can bet your bond dollar they have lawyers on their side looking at the contract. So mm-hmm. and they're, they're writing them so that they favor their clients. So I'm writing them so that they're, if I, depending on the negotiation power that I have, um, either they're favoring my client or they're at least even. So right, right. Um, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, 702-586-757. Call in if you've got a question to Steve Aldaco. Uh, super agent and uh, lawyer. Um, um, so I can't tell you how many times I've heard 
and surprisingly, this comes from a lot of the teams and team owners, that the agents, you agents, are the worst thing uh, for our sport. Um, what do you have to say to that? Of course, you know, they're super biased and they have one side of an argument. But what do you yeah. say to that? I mean, certainly you've heard that. I've heard that a lot. I mean, a lot, especially because I, I was a newcomer. I didn't know anybody at all besides Buddy. And like I said, me and Buddy started it, and then we kind of, he, he was doing um, team ownership, team management, like that type of thing. So I was kind of on my own, which helped and hurt me. It hurt me because it took me a long time to get to know people. But it helped me because every time I said, hey, I'm, you know, introduce myself, I'm Steve Odako, I represent Justin Brady as an agent. They're like, they roll their eyes initially, and then <laughs> after a while, they'd be like, oh, okay, you're, I understand where you're coming from. You have mm-hmm. a little bit of a background in, in you know, law. So it, they, I wasn't the typical back then agent, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that helped. So it, it, it only helped me because I think a lot of people now that I've had interactions with throughout the industry mm-hmm. uh, understand that I'm not really, you know, turning the screws to, to um, just get as much as I can. Of course, I'm trying to do that. Right. But I'm trying to be fair as well. I'm not just um, screwing people. I got to say, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass because you're on the show here and we're, we're friends somewhat, but and maybe, and maybe this is part of it because you, you, you don't have a ton of clients, but you're one guy. I've heard shit talk on every agent out there. There's so many two sides of every story. I haven't yeah. heard anybody really you know, say, oh, that Aldaco screwed me. Just never heard that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. no, I hope not. I really try to not, to not do that. And I've, I've been screwed. I've been on the other end of that stick, but... Um, I mean, I guess screwed for lack of a better term, but but I definitely don't. It's not what I tried. That's not why I got into this for. I tried to get into this to help people. I definitely didn't want to screw people. Right, right. And uh, for that, you get a you get a commission. I guess you get a small commission out of every contract the writer signs. Is that sort of what what you're getting for your for your work? Yeah, yep. yeah, I do. And, and, and you know, also that there's a lot of contracts that are um, there's no money coming in. There's, it's the product only deal. I mean, I'm not getting you know handlebar deals for for instance. I'm not getting free handlebars or a percentage of that of anything. So there's a lot of stuff that I don't get a percentage of, but yeah, we do get a commission on the stuff right. that comes in. Yeah, that's how I'm just trying to tell our listeners. That's how you make your money. So, uh, right, right. Um, Mason, you ever you had an agent? You fired one after uh-huh. a few years? Yeah. Anybody else, or do you do all your own deals? I do all my own stuff. Oh, okay. That's why I don't get paid by no one. <laughs> <laughs> and JT, did you ever have an agent? Uh, yeah, here and there. I always had one um, to do all my deals in Germany and races I did over there, just because. Uh, Mm-hmm. language barrier and there's there's a different taxes over there and all that kind of stuff but right. um yeah i mean my my deals here were pretty straightforward so it was pretty easy it was forrest butler saying hey this is what we're going to pay you and you're saying okay yeah pretty much <laughs> and you i wasn't dealing with manufacturers too much so there wasn't right. a lot of legalese and all that stuff in there i hear steve from a lot of guys and again owners and team managers these guys don't need agents what do you say yeah. to that what do you what do you, what's your comeback to that I would agree some. I would agree some don't need agents. Uh, I would imagine that uh, say that most of them do need a lawyer to at least review the contract. Mm-hmm. But I agree a lot of them do not need agents. Um, I think an agent's really good for those that are really busy. Uh, like for Will, for instance, right now he's just transitioning from the 250 to the 450. He has no time whatsoever to be to be you know fielding phone calls and making all these phone calls to everybody else and mm-hmm. you know making sure that all the deals are done. He doesn't have time for that. So they do serve their purpose for sure. But some guys, you're correct. You think some guys don't need them. Um, I don't. I don't think everyone needs them. No, not at all. Um, I mean, they're, they're, they serve their purpose. Like I said, there's other people that are shy. They don't want to go out and say, "Hey, you know, I think I'm worth fifty thousand or a hundred thousand or yeah. five hundred thousand. You know what I mean? So um, they think they they do serve their purpose. How do you? Uh, you're obviously pretty plugged into the industry and know what's going on. But like, say you say a guy like Will Hahn, so. Uh, well, maybe Will isn't a perfect example because, as I understand, his deal wasn't up 
this year, but there was some renegotiating needed for 450 rod. But yeah, it, yeah, that's the thing. We have to we have to kind of look past our nose in this thing. You know, we knew that he was going to point out if he got a championship, so the contract was written that if he gets top three, for example, he uh, will go immediately to the team back yeah, again right. on 250. But if he points out, then we can look around, and we did look around, and, and not very long because because Will was very very satisfied with the the team that he's on, so they did a lot for him in the past. What I'm, so, so when you're doing a new deal with a guy like Brayton or, or say Will's next contract, how do you kind of know where to start? I'm always curious about that. How, yeah, you, that that is a tricky part of it for right, sure. Right. Uh, a lot of talking, like you said, being plugged in with the industry and and talking to a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, it helps and it hurts a little bit because now that Justin is in the 450 class and the Will is in the 450 class, they're going to compete a little bit for jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so you got to get a gauge by having several clients. Um, but you know, just talking to people basically. Yeah. That was my next question was, and I know like a, a, another guy I know, another friend of mine, Tony Gardia, he likes to have a 450 guy and a 250 guy because right. of that conflict. And, and like you said, now you have that a little bit. Um, yep. How does that work? You have, a, you have one team, Team A, and you're trying to sell Will and Brayton to them. JT yeah. and I discussed this earlier, and, and uh, JT, you said that the team most of the time has an idea of who they want. Yeah. But yeah. Um, how does that work? How do you do that as a, you know, as a lawyer? How do you uh, – sell one guy or another how awkward is that it, it's very awkward and they're like like jt said that they're the teams basically have an idea in their head uh what gets tricky is when let's say the the team wants justin and i've already secured something for justin but the team doesn't necessarily know about it right and i need to find will a ride so i'm pushing will even though they wanted justin you know that that's where it gets a little bit tricky mm-hmm. um but but for the most part the team's have a good idea of who they want. Uh, I've always tried to have my my rosters kind of stacked where they weren't going to be competing with each other, and now they they are. So mm-hmm. like now I don't have a a, a live car two fifty guy. So I'm going to probably start talking to a couple of guys uh, in the two fifty class. How do you decide who to take? How do you? I mean, do riders call you and say, "Hey, will you be my guy?" And you got to say, "No, yes." How do you decide that? Yeah, a lot in the past, it's, it's, a lot of riders do call, but um, it's been word of mouth for the most part. I'd really like like Will came from Justin. Justin mentioned it, and we right. met and at um, Justin's house and talked, and, and we hit it off. So, it, but I I like the position that I'm in because I can be choosy. I can kind of pick and choose. I, it, a lot of it has to do with who they are as individuals and their families and mm-hmm. what kind of comes with with them as a package. Of course, you you also rep rep the Alessis one time, and you could probably you could maybe write a book on that. Um, I did. I will I did, read. Yeah. I, I will read that book. And I, yeah, and and that was a lot of fun. I mean, I initially did that to help him out, and um, I mean, when we first started working together, uh, I mean, the magazines wouldn't even talk to him. I mean, literally would not talk to him. Wouldn't put a picture of him, and mm-hmm. turned it around quite a bit. I thought, and then we parted ways. You know, later on after that. Right, um, JT. Over under number of contracts you've been burned at at forty. Would we say is that over? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably only three or four, but it, they were. Pretty significant every time. So, how much, Steve? How much does that happen? And what do you do? And we, I mean, Kenny Watson. I think you listen to the show every now and then, right? So you've probably heard yeah. Watson going on about contracts, and it don't mean nothing. And JT said it; it's not worth the paper it's written yeah. on. How many contracts get broken? How many kind of dirty, crappy things go on behind the scenes? A, a lot does. A lot does. And I think, um, and I don't want to like keep on home, but it seems no, no, like don't, with yeah, don't, me, a lot of them haven't yeah. been broken. I think they have. I think with the threat of me, and I don't threaten them. Hey, I'm in the studio. Right. I think that, that, that that's always there. They haven't had a whole lot broken. Um, I've gone through where 
they try to screw me, and I'll be like, well, hey, you need to read the contract. And then they're like, oh, you put that in there, and I see that, and you know, you're not fair. Okay. Like, well, hey, I'm trying to do this on my, for my client. Yeah. So, you know, I, there's like, the benefits to, to having an, an agent. Yeah, having somebody there. And certainly you've seen and heard horror stories of other riders having contracts. Just The guys just walk away from them, just like, ah, you're done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. I don't want to pay you. I don't want you. Know, yeah. I'm like, well, you need to look at the contract. You're going to pay him. Right. So. JT, you probably could have sued. So if I would have lost, I would have had, you know what I mean, his court right. costs and yeah. probably right. wouldn't have gotten anything out of him anyway. Yeah, like know. we know one rider who got canned for no reason, took the team to court, won. The team was yeah. well-funded. You know, the rider is just a rider, you know, a kid, doesn't have a lot yeah. of money. And he won, and I think he ended up, I mean, court costs and lawyer fees, and the guy yeah. walks away getting uh, five grand or whatever it was, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's in, in like, with being a lawyer, it always comes to, it's a business decision. If you want to sue, that's what I tell, you know, not just the, the riders, but um, all clients. When when you're going to be suing for 50 grand, you're going to pay me just to do it, so that's probably about 25 grand. And then um, you, know, so you win all 50 of it, unless you have a lawyer's fees provision in your contract. You're going to look at maybe you know ten grand. Is it worth it going you know this yeah. whole deal of ten grand yeah. and burning a, a huge bridge? So you know, the industry is not very big. Yeah, Mason, you ever had sued anybody or had a contract just just broken on you? Or no, I don't really pay attention a whole lot, so I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> no, folks, there's your freestyle. Drink your Cowboys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, we got a question for you, Steve, on the phone. Uh, Gibbs, what's going on? Is this Gibbs? Hey. Devin. Yeah, what's going on, oh, Steve? What? Is this Coy? Coach Gibbs, what's up? Coach Gibbs, hey, congratulations on the Super Bowl. Redskins, Redskins coaching spot's open again. That's you. Yeah, not <laughs> bad, not bad. Um, yeah, so I just kind of wanted to come on here, and uh, I just want to alliterate. Like, I think, you know, like JT says, he never really had much of an agent. I think you're an idiot for that part because, like, honestly, like this guy here coming on, I'm, he says he's a, a lawyer also. I think that's key. Like, you looking over the contracts, things like that. Like, Steve, you made a comment today about the sport it needs to be taken more seriously like nascar he said something about you know monster girls tits and ass but this is the kind of thing you need in the sport like people are saying we don't need agents you don't need agents well maybe not as the agent title but you need lawyers they need to be looking over these contracts with these guys and like this guy says this is what he can do compared to other agents in the sport like yeah. if you guys watch that show suits or whatever you know it's good shit no i uh, i agree i think uh of course, the guys who say they don't need agents are the guys that have to write the checks. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think you call me an idiot. Pretty short sighted because you really don't know all the situation. But yeah, come on, whatever. Gibbs. He's That's not an idiot. Yeah, like, like, I think uh, I don't think you know. A lot of teams don't want to deal with agents. Honestly, if you're in a position where they could just go hire someone else instead of you. Yeah. What about that, um, Steve? What about that, Steve? Have you have right. you run into that? I, yeah, I haven't quite frankly run into it, but yeah, absolutely, it does happen. I mean, it, it's more—it's like uh, the family dynamic. Whatever baggage that writer has, if it's the agent, if it's the family, they they can easily look to the next guy who's um, if they're you know competing for eighth place. There's two guys doing it. Want to go for the guy that doesn't have all the baggage? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Gibbs, come on, Gibbs, Gibbs come on. JT's not an idiot. Well, yeah, you know, I just jumping on him a little bit, like whatever. He's just jumping. <laughs> He's from Canada. He's just jumping on you, JT. No, and, and honestly, I agree. But to the point that Steve was trying to make, even if I had a lawyer look over it and say I got burned for thirty thousand, which happened, and there was yeah ones that were more than that, 
like Steve's saying, if I sue them, and even if I win, I'm not going to really win anything. Even if they have money to pay me, which they probably don't. <laughs> right, right, right. And, but, okay, you know, I'm, I want to jump into you guys. Not a lot of these things are going to go to court because the team doesn't want to deal with bad press and things like that. They're actually going to well, settle. Well, the team went that away. That's make half money. the time the team goes not away when that happens. Yeah, but That's give... what a lawyer's going to do. He's going to press just for – they just settle. But, Gibbs, a lot, of times, a lot of times these companies – just fold up, bankrupt. They have yeah, no, they're going to close know. their LLC, yeah. and you're not going to get anything. Yeah. Uh, right. So there is that. There is that aspect. Like, can't get blood from a stone type deal, you know? So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. Thanks, thanks, Gibbs. All right, take care, man. All right. Gibbs. In the words of in the words of Rocky Balboa, or his, his agent, sue me for what? <laughs> that's what they're going to say. <laughs> I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Was that the first Rocky? No, um, that's uh, in Rocky Five. whenever uh, he punches the guy that's supposed to be Don King. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don King yeah. fan. Touch me and I'll sue. And he knocks him out. He's like, sue me for what? <laughs> one of the one of the probably only people who can quote Rocky Five, JT. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, but hey, Steve. So, like again, not so much with your guys, but how much of this shit goes on? How much of this walking away, not paying, we're done, goes on behind the scenes? A lot. A, yeah. a lot of it. I mean, I I haven't experienced quite quite right. a lot, but I know it does go on. I mean. And it's unfortunate that there are people that have a lot more power than the riders do. So mm-hmm. it, it happens. I mean, there's there's another rider right behind him coming in. That's right. You know, if he's just as competitive, don't you find and that guy? Uh, the rider's not going to say no. You, 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 I know you burn that guy, but I need to ride anyway, so I'm going to take the ride. Yeah, and also I've I've run into I do a little bit of stuff for X brand, not much, but and then I've certainly been around and know a few people. I know riders who are like. Hey, uh, Steve, you can uh, get me a ride. And then another agent goes, Hey, I can get you a ride. Oh, yeah, talk to that. And meanwhile, like, you can't yeah. even do that. You know what I mean? No, yeah. but, well, if you have a contract, it's like if I, I have a contract with Will, for example, or, yeah. or Justin, if someone comes over and says, Hey, Justin, I can get you a ride, come over to me as your agent, that's, there's, that's illegal. Um, so even, but I mean, people break the laws all the time. So right. it doesn't really matter. But, yeah. but no, you're not supposed to be doing that. But so, I mean, I'm, I kind of, what I wanted to, to point out was we're talking about unscrupulous companies and, and teams, but the riders sometimes are, it's a wild west. It's just, sometimes the riders are screwing over the agents and teams. And Yeah. Yeah. And then you asked, you know, like as far as how I get clients and stuff, I, that's one of the things that I think me and my clients have an understanding of that, that whatever commitment we, we do go with, we're going to commit to that. I'm not going to hold you to it just as much as they will. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get look like an idiot either. Um, have you noticed, uh, the industry now you've been in doing it for a while, you know, the grand old days of, uh, Josh Grant say 750 grand to ride uh, lights class, super costs and nationals. And now we got guys, Phil Nicoletti was in here, the top 10 guy saying he had nobody interested in him. Kyle Chisholm right now doesn't really have anything good, good yeah. rider. Um, are we in your eyes as an agent, are we getting better from the bottom of say three years ago, four years ago? I think we're getting a little bit better. I mean, it was really bad a couple of years ago. Right. I think we are getting a little bit better, but there's still the, the haves and the have-nots. I mean, the haves have a lot, and they're taking a big part of the pie. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, kind of the rest. There's a little bit of a, the middle, and then there's the rest of everybody else, which there's not a lot to go around. I know. I feel like it's getting better, but it's still got so far to go. Like, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I've said it I've said it a hundred times. You know, you got uh, Ryan Villapoto making six, seven million dollars a year, if not more. Um and then you got a guy ten spots behind him, twelve spots behind him, literally making thirty grand. Like, yeah, I know Ryan Villapoldo should get more. He absolutely yeah, should absolutely. get the most. 
But can it, does it need to be ninety nine percent more? You know? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Come on, yeah. Steve, Steve. You got to change that. Come on, Steve. We need you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how we would change that. I know that you guys. Uh, I've heard of talk of yeah. of union before, and, and that's. I don't think that that people take that word correctly. I think that something needs to be done, but maybe you guys shouldn't call it a union. Yeah. Um, but some organization, not organized, not organized organization needs to be in place to, I think, help the sport grow as a whole, and which would help the, the, the privateers as well. Did you uh, did you happen to hear Steve Astafen on the show about a month ago? He was. I did. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some really, you know, he's like, he brought, I think it was Sheckler. He's compared, no, not Sheckler. Uh, yeah, what skateboarder he compared it to. Uh, who was the skateboarder, everyone? that hey, Mira? Mira. Yeah, that's a bicycle. Yeah, no, no, okay, no, it wasn't Mira. Then it wasn't Mira. It was Sheckler. It, it would be Sheckler. Wait, what was it? Sheckler? I think it was Sheckler. He represents Sheckler. Sheckler's a gay guy. I know, but I'm guy. thinking Sheckler's like 15. So how could it work out? But anyways, um, <laughs> not anymore. Uh, anyways, some skater, and and Steve worked with him, and I don't think it's Sheckler, but maybe said, "Hey, all you skaters, we're gonna get together. We're gonna have a tour." And he did it with the help of WMG. Tony Hawk. That's Deerdeck. 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 Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Rob Deerdeck. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, and I, I was like, wow, Astafin, that's, that's awesome. And, and it has the, the potential to, to work. And, I, and I, you know, Steve, they'll need a lawyer if these guys get together. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, that's a little, I'm sure it's a little bit scary for all the riders because of, you know, the, the organizers have their interests also, and you don't want to step on their toes. So it's, it's a little bit touchy. I'm ready. You ready, Mason? Yeah. <laughs> I got kids to feed, man. I need to make some money. Um, you got to meet them first. Well, yeah. I know they're going to pop up soon. These damn social media sites. Dad. God. That's um, why I got a 15 year old somewhere. Steve, do you have any like ambition to join a WMG or anything like that? I mean, are you you're comfortable with the practice you're at and all that? I mean, is there an advantage to to maybe moving into the motorsports end of things full time? No, I'm, I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. Yeah. I might look outside the industry as far as like maybe snowboard that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm comfortable doing with what I'm doing because I have my own law practice as well, so I yeah. can't really just merge that into something else. What kind of law do you practice, if you don't mind me asking? Like, what is what's your specialty? A lot of it's just just general civil defense. I did family law for quite a while, and I just hated that with oh, did you? Every yeah. bone in my body. But um, it was very very lucrative, uh, but just uh, awful. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> as you can imagine, you know, corporate corporate stuff, contract stuff, yeah. um, and then just like I said, civil defense stuff. Um, what's the uh... If you could, and I guess uh, maybe you said this with the with the quote unquote union word, but what would you change in our sport as an agent, as a lawyer? Uh, would would you get the riders together? Is that what you one thing you'd do? Well, see, that's the thing. I wouldn't get the riders together. I would get uh, maybe everyone on the same page. I mean, I think that the people that have the most power, or or you know, is obviously the the promoters and then the the team owners or the manufacturers, um, and then the riders. But I think we all kind of need to be on the same page, not just us against them because I think that's what, what the promoters are afraid of is if you guys say the because everyone every time I hear about it it's a riders union and that yeah, puts, yeah. that immediately puts us against them. Yeah. As opposed to let's say let's organize, let's get together and talk together. You know, and that's maybe a little bit uh more feasible and and, and more palatable. They can they can swallow that as opposed to you mm-hmm. know putting their guard up immediately. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Problem is with our sport and we've said it again on this show, like who's in charge? Who knows? Yeah, that's a problem. That's a big yep. problem. They yeah. all point at they all point at each other, you know, when right. things yeah. JT and Chad points at JT and tells them to go stand in the whoops in Toronto and then <laughs> all hell breaks loose. 
So I was such a pawn. <laughs> you were just an innocent victim. I was. Um, um, so, so uh, um, I guess, Steve, final question for you, and I don't want to get into um, – specifics and, and i know you caught and so you can decline if to answer but what is uh we know what the top guys are making but what's a what's um a, a mid-level 450 guy making these days i mean what what can you what can you kind of money can you pull in if you're you know semi-successful in a 450 class yeah i i, I would i can't really comment okay. on it because All my right. guys are so close together and they make generally the same so i, I would hesitate to, to even I ask was, that honestly. i wasn't going to ask that i wasn't going to ask that i was i was stalling <laughs> I wasn't gonna pull the trigger, and then I pulled the trigger, and I'm like, he probably can't even answer. Move, bro. What's Mason? You're yes. you're probably clearing what four, five hundred grand? Uh no, probably like thirty to forty grand after bar tabs and <laughs> all that stuff. Child support. You're on yeah. the nuclear cowboys, dude. And for the one thing about Feld, we know they pay. Yeah. Oh they, yeah. They pay well. Uh, Steve Aldacco, thank you for coming on tonight. I feel like we all learned something here tonight. So um, <laughs> I appreciate it. Like I said, uh, I think I found, uh, I found uh, everyone to call every other agent names, but I've yet to hear much name calling about you, but I'll keep you, I'll keep you in the loop if I hear much. <laughs> thanks. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Steve. Steve see you at Anaheim. All right. Take care. Bye. All right. See you. Steve Aldaco, everybody. I just thought it was an interesting guy to have on. Yeah. That was cool. I think, uh, I think I'm glad that he admitted that it goes on a lot. Like a lot of dudes just, you know, like Gibb says, just, you know, JT's an idiot. He should have got a lawyer. Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah. JT. JT, maybe he didn't like you coming in hot with the Joe talk, Joe Gibbs, you know? Yeah. Took offense to it. Um, I'm sure it's the first time he's ever heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Joke has not ran its course yet. Uh, let's do uh, Let's do it. Let's do the BTOsports.com. Tweet at tit segment. Um, Devin, we, we don't have a segment for this, but I think just to make things easier, it's such a good name. Tweet at tits. Yeah. I think we just go with, like, your tits 2.0. All right. Tweet at tits 2.0. I'm into it. It's yeah. your show. It I mean, could work. You can call me whatever you T2. want. T2. Tweet at T2. You know what my last name is, right? No. You don't know what my last name is? Nope. It's Gibbs. Oh, really? shit. Was that you on the phone? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, my last name is Gibbs. <laughs> Why'd you call me an idiot, dude? <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry. Um, I didn't know your last name was Gibbs. There you go. I'm not a millionaire, so I'm not related to Joe. Clearly not. Or, or Coy. God, I wish. Uh, Add that. and uh, the nation's online realtor, real, re- retailer for uh, OEM parts now. They got OEM parts. They got uh, anything for your bike and body, btosports.com. If you're uh, international, you can order from them to save money on shipping. They ship for free over 750 bucks, I think. You can use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself money at btosports.com. Uh, BTOsports.com is, uh, simply put, the best place to uh, get anything you need for, for the sport. And uh, I love BTOsports.com very much. And um, so with that, let's do the uh, Tweet at Tits 2.0 questions. These are the best uh, questions. What did we get, about three, 4000 tonight? Yeah. Devin? Uh, we're topping four, yeah. 4500 right now. Hey, did you know Devin does uh, open mic stand-up? Really? Oh, yeah. Do something cool. Right now? Yeah. Pressure's on, dude. <laughs> Why is it? That Mexicans pretend to not own no English till they see the price. Huh. You know, there'd be times I'd be, you know, trying to fix something for a guy, and they'd be, hey, man, yeah, just fix. Yeah, fix. Yeah, it's fix. And then I fix it, and I go to them, and I 
show them the bill afterwards. They're like, dude, what the fuck is this, man? I ain't paying. This is bullshit. Get out of my house right now. <laughs> Mason's laughing. That was good. I JT, it. no laughter. Crickets. Yeah, over right. JT ain't even paying That attention. was pressure. That was off the top of my head right now. Crap. I got man. a joke. Let's hear it. Uh, I got to remember it. <laughs> How come 90% of females don't have orgasms? Why is that? Who cares? True. <laughs> why, are, why, is it, why are men smarter than women? Well, where do we start? Well, uh, two heads are better than one. There you go. JT, can I tell, should I tell that? Nah, it's sort of semi-racist, huh? Dude, what Keep I just clean. said was semi-racist. Yeah, it was. Two heads? Your joke you told on the preview podcast? Not mine, but the other guy's joke on the preview podcast. Oh, well, I don't even think that was a joke, actually. So oh, really? you, just, okay. you just misspoke. No, no, not me. I misspoke, yes, but I'm talking about the other guy that, that said a joke on there. Uh, I don't remember it. Okay, fantastic. I won't, I won't say it. So he does open mic anyways. That's cool. Where do you do it at? Uh, well, right now, with being under 21, I can't really perform at Drunken Bars, which I wish that's where I would like to perform. But So right now I'm just performing at the Joker of Clubs Hookah Lounge. It's every Wednesday night. Uh, they're actually just changing it to a comedy show, to a talent show. So if anybody in town, Vegas, Joker of Clubs, they do open mic nights. It's actually going to have a pot. You can win some money. So Why don't we go? You guitar. I sing. Dude, no. What are you talking about? Dude, I've already told you. We're, it's not if happening. If you do Home Sweet Home, I will I'm, I, I blow your wig back with my rendition of that. Really? Yeah. Okay. So bring your little keyboard. Dude, I should set it up in here. <laughs> That'd be so fun. We got to get Bo on the show, and I want yeah, him to play some Halen yeah. but, like, while we're on the show. Yeah, he's home now, so maybe next time I'm on, we'll okay. do it for sure. Yeah. All right. All right. So these are the best questions uh, from our listeners. Uh, Submit it to tweet at tits2.0. And uh, let's do it. What do you got, Devin? All right. Uh, Tyson Stiegel wants to know, Steve Mathis, if you had to guess, what percentage of the industry listens to the show? Hmm. 50. Really? JT? No. No. Uh, 50% of the industry? No. Well, no, 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 no. I, 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 we're, much more, we're much more a fan, uh, fan and spectator show than we are inside the industry. 30? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a... 15. Dude, when I go to the races, everybody seems to at least know something. They know what it is. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I know what you do. I've never heard it. No. Like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, listen, I listen I all the time. I think no, I there's don't. many people who say I've never heard of what the Pulp Show when I go to the races. Yeah, they've heard of it. That, you said they listen. Right. Okay. I think we would be surprised to see who listens Thank to you, the Devin. show. Thank you, Devin. Thank you. Honestly, like if we Mason, saw. what your Instagram and Twitter feed. Uh-huh. A lot of people listen to the show. Yeah, I get like five or six people on there that like listen to the no, show. No, there's a. There's a lot of fans. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm saying actually industry people. Yeah. I think it's different. Okay. Uh, agreed. All right. 8%. <laughs> you know what? Fuck both of you guys. <laughs> Screw both of you, okay? Screw you. Right. I really don't care. We're here for the fans anyway. We're not here no, for know, industry, industry right, people. Okay, if I was fine. here for industry people, I would be out of this industry with some of the shit I've said on this show. Yeah. Think yeah. about it. Let's use our heads here. I think people like it. Like – yeah, regular people. No, I think industry people like if it. I'm trying to get free bikes from Honda or something, dude. They're going to freaking tell me to beat it. Yeah, Talking know. about bar tabs and 50-year-old chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Wizard skin. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's All change right. the subject. Let's go. All I don't right, even know uh, what that is. It's that saggy skin. Like, you know, some old girls, like, their skin hangs down, and it's like looks like it's fake. It's like a lizard. Like a lizard. Like it's all, all right. dried out and just like a bearded I'm, dragon. I'll find a picture of it and I'll send it to you. Do they have like a split tongue, like a snake? No, the tongue Dude. was no, the tongue was Not fine. Just like under the neck and like under her triceps, just, just hung down like far. What if you stepped on her tail? Would she grow another one? Nah, uh, no, nah, not at that age. <laughs> <Dirty> <laughs> not at that age. 
All right, uh, Brad Young wants to know, Mike, how many women have you slayed in one night the most? Oh, man. The most. One night. One here's, here's, there's that he industry, picked it. Here's that he industry picked question. He picked the question. I didn't pick it. Um, hey, listen, every, every question for Mason had to do with some Or women. dong shots. Yeah. Or dong shots. Women. Yeah. Uh, tits um, 2.0. He's, he's edgy. He's risky. He's killing it. And one night, it was, I would probably just say three in one night. It was all three at the same time, though. It was badass. All right. One of them stunk, though. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't point the finger, but I had to shower for an hour things, after that. Things have really gone south on this thing tonight. Can't put a finger on the smell, but it was a smell. <laughs> I put the finger on All the, the smell. That, <laughs> that was the problem. Dildos. Okay. All right. Um, Aaron Madelinch wants to know, hey, JT, what is the best part and worst part of being on the Pulp and Mac show? Uh, best part is I have a good time and it gives me, you know, something, another, like, something to do that's inside the industry and we have fun with. Worst part, uh, sitting on the phone for four hours at a time every Monday night. The best part is, like, no one from the industry ever talks to JT about this show. No, they do. I know. I'm kidding. I'm joking. All right. All right. Uh, Ryan Miller wants to know, hey, Mad Dog, uh, give us some of your crazy stories from uh, freestyle shows. I mean, we've huh. already kind of crossed Yeah, line, I mean, so. we just started with one. They're pretty, they're pretty much all along those lines, but probably, like, one of the craziest stories. I can't remember if I told this on that show, this show or not, but well, we'll find out. the first contest I ever won in Orlando, it was a dude tour. It was, like, one of our big contests back in the day, and I was out partying all night, and I was trying to hook up with a chick, dude, and I looked at my watch, and it was 8 in the morning, and practice was at 9.30. <laughs> so I ran back to my hotel, changed my clothes real quick. I was still stunk from prelims the day before. I hadn't even showered or nothing yet. <sighs> And then rode in Orlando Heat and won the damn contest. Nice. Yeah, and then partied again and missed my only flight I've ever missed. I saw JSR get uh, actually carried out, John Sebastian Wall, out of a a German after party and then raced the next day. Mm -hmm. I saw him get carried out. Yeah. Yeah. I was well on my way. Yeah. JT, you probably I think I think I judged a contest and, and gave Mason the win. Yeah, time. yeah, you did. Dude. That's where we became best oh, yeah. friends. I remember it. <laughs> well, like, did he deserve it or you just gave it to him because he's Mad Dog? Uh, either way. Yeah, I would, say, I would say you just fun. gave it to me. I usually don't ride that good, so. But thank you. <laughs> I got four trophies total now. No worries. Uh, all right. Mel Sotelo, I guess. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Wants to know, what are the rumors on uh, the new Hus- Husky? Has anyone tested it? Has anyone liked it? Chainsaw? Yeah, chainsaw. It's awesome. You know, with a new. Steve? As he's texting mm-hmm. away. Yeah, he ain't listening. Come dude. on, man. No, the new Husky. It's called a KTM, bro. It's, yeah. It works good. Yeah, it's got white power suspension, steel frame. Has anyone tested for Husky, though? Are uh, we see... Mike Brown is racing Husky next year. Tyler Rattray is racing Husky in Europe. Uh, JT, anybody else is Husky that we know of? Did you say Mike Brown? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's all I got. Okay. All right. Um, Dave Estevez wants to know, what is the biggest oh shit moment in the history of Supercross, whether it be a takeout or something or just something in someone's memory? It really sticks out and goes, that was an oh shit moment. Matt Gerke launching his bike into the crowd with him on it. Never saw but it. But there was I, nobody there. I didn't see it. Shame I watched shirt. it. Did you really, huh? Oh, I watched it, yeah. I, he would have killed someone if, if it would have been during the race. Right. He would have killed someone. I uh, I didn't go to that weekend. Yeah, I didn't go that weekend. Um, you know how they cover the seats with a tarp? Yeah. He jumped onto that and rode that, rode the tarp <laughs> up. Until he hit the first seat, 
and then he just flipped. Like, he hit the first seat probably doing 30 miles an hour. He would have killed whoever was sitting there. Right. And then he flipped and then tore his knee up when he, like, basically the seats, like, folded him in half. Oh, thank you. And then because of that, we have, no berm, we have no berms. Yeah, that's, that was the end of the berms, too. Ugh. Which I remind him of, well, I, when I was racing, I reminded him of very often because I suck at flat turns. This isn't as good as JT's moment, but an oh-shit moment would be Chad Reed's bike uh, stopping two corners from the end at Daytona. Yeah, that doesn't race, come close to JT's that moment. That race, but. that was an oh shit moment. Right. What about? I can't remember. I think it was Huffman, like '94 Vegas Supercross. Trill oh. landed on the back of him in that new section. Yeah, no one's ever Rode seen out. it, but right. That was sick. Yeah. Uh, James Trittler. Yeah. James Stewart's Daytona crash. Which one? Yeah. The, which one? Times. The Yamaha over the bars. Oh yeah. That was not right. right. Oh, the one where he endowed. Yeah. Or what about the one on the Cowie? Where he just yeah, like, ragdolled him. Yeah, yeah he ragdolled himself over that hay bale. Over the berm? What about yeah, the yeah. James Stewart crash uh, when he was on the 125 in Vegas where he crashed yeah. twice in the same section? By the mechanics area. Yeah. That, that was a big one. Yeah. Jeez. A lot of them. What about that James Stewart crash where he landed on top of me and <laughs> destroyed my knee and I had to sit out for six months? What the, about... the 47. The 47. What about <laughs> when RC took out Pastrana and had handed Vilm in the win? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. I All mean, right. that was that was a big deal, but not a, not a moment, you know. Mm. What about when Tim Ferry? Never mind. <laughs> All right, next question. Speaking of Tim Ferry, uh, Jason Rambo wants to know if Timmy was in his prime, lining up for A one this weekend. How would he do? First, okay. J, uh, JT, how would Tim Ferry do? Right off the couch? <laughs> no, if he was in his prime. Oh, in his prime. Um, top ten. <laughs> what? Sixth. No, for sure. Timmy's solid. Like he's he could put in twenty of the same laps. It got to be third. I didn't fourth. say he wasn't solid. No, no, I'm no, just saying. No, no. He's, I'm he's... saying a JT's top ten comment. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, like Eighth. I mean, okay, maybe top ten's not fair, but like I don't know, fifth, sixth. See, that's what I said. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. BTOSports.com. Tweet at tits two point oh. There we go. You got to remember that he hasn't raced since oh nine. The speed's gotten a lot better. Not you know, not his speed. Like, his speed was at the limit. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you, JT. Who knows? It's, it's those kind of questions. It's not, a fair I mean, play. it's not a level playing field. Like, you can't just – it's like Bob Hanna. When Bob Hanna was right. in his prime, how do you do now? Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Bob Hanna would smoke Villapoto. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, uh, last show two weeks ago, we – courtesy of the folks at Fly Racing, uh, the official gear of choice of uh, Jimmy Albertson, among others, and uh, courtesy of Fly Racing – we gave away a uh, helmet to the guy who had the correct uh, answers for Jason Thomas. We asked, what number was JT on a Husky, and what kind of gear did he wear? And we got a lot of right responses. And because it was uh, something to do with Fly Racing, which sponsors Andrew Short, we took the 29th correct answer. So the 29th correct answer. Uh, we didn't make it tough enough, JT, because everybody got it. Everybody knew 36 and Troy Lee designs. But... um. The correct winner of the uh, winner of the fly helmet is uh, Henry Jones. Not sure if his son is named Indiana or not. I didn't ask him. But uh, thanks to Henry Jones, he was the 29th correct answer, and he wins a free fly helmet. Uh, we give away helmets. We give away sprockets. You name it, we give it away. Hey, um, also, too, so we're going to give away another set of sprockets, Vortex uh, Racing sprockets. We gave away one set earlier to the guy who told us about um, the top uh, factory team that Vortex supports. Our other answer is uh, Vortex went back-to-back in 450 Supercross titles. Two different riders, 
won Supercross championships uh, on using Vortex products. Which riders were they and what years? The first correct winner gets a set of uh, sprockets, but you do not call. No, no, no. Can I answer? I want to answer. No, you cannot answer. Oh, come on. I don't think you know it. Oh, I do. Oh, you do? But don't okay, don't say it. Don't be like Kenny. Um, send an email to contest at pulpmxshow.com. Contest at pulpmxshow.com. The first person to get it correctly. Uh, the years and the names of the riders that won 450 championships, Supercross championships using Vortex products. Gets a set of sprockets. Boom. That's what we do on our show. That's sick. Right? Yeah. I'm into it. Do you know? No, I didn't even hear the question. I was watching hockey. Do you want me to, <laughs> you want me to change the channel for you? There's no Monday Night Football. So. I know. I'm bummed. All right. Super, okay. Super Bowl winner, Mason? Prediction? Um, I'd have to say the Broncos. I don't really like Seattle. There we go. Seattle. There we go. No. Seattle. No. I hate no. Seattle. Matt, why, don't you, why don't you fill Mason in on your Peyton Manning theory? I don't like Seattle either, but I think in the weather, going through Seattle, they went, I think they make it easily to the, to, the, to, the, to the Super Bowl, and then the weather will be shitty in New York, cold and crappy, and yeah, that's the, yeah Seattle. Oh, dude, if they win it, dude, I'll, I don't I'll like never Seattle. watch football again. I mean, the Raiders aren't going to do it. No. So Broncos, they might not even be a team next year. Broncos win by fourteen. That's my prediction. Stamp it. Okay. Broncos are going to move their team to Omaha. <laughs> yep. Become a junior varsity team. High school. Do you know which team has the most cap room next year? Uh huh. The Raiders. Yep. Boom. Weird. The most cap room out of any team. Yeah. We're coming back. They'll, yeah. they'll screw it up again. Yeah. They'll get like Darius Hayward Bay and <laughs> yeah. We will, hey, how about when they paid um, uh, who's the cornerback for the Redskins? Uh, Namdi Asamoah. No, no, no. The the cornerback. Uh, he got in trouble for uh, he got fined. What is it? Oh, to Angela Hall. They oh, pa- yeah. they paid him fourteen million for six games or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're gonna draft the kicker in the first round again. Oh yeah. Oh, Seabass missed nine field goals this year. Not good. All right, we're gonna take a commercial break. The last commercial break of the night. Nick Way is coming up. JT, uh, you're coming back. Mac, Mike, Mad Dog, Mason, Race Tech emails, uh, NFAB question of the day segment. Uh, much, much voicemails. Uh, Tits 2.0 may do another stand-up routine for us. I hope. we got a lot more coming up on the show, so stick around, and uh, thanks for listening. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mm-hmm. Mic check.
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summercross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class. by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. 
their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungy, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, and Excel rims, BM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need stock hubs? Need brakes? Three's best oversized and standard brake Alfred and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? Yeah! It's time to check out the moto company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the moto company. Motocompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. 
All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Next show presented by BTOsports.com. Tits legendary lasting impact on the show is that song. He did a good job. Yeah, it's the one it's thing classic, he did, right? right? Yeah. It's, it's classic. Awesome. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Mason, um, you're jumping incredibly high altitudes. Thank you. Doing tricks, hanging up there, pushing the limit on your wheels, uh-huh. and you choose W wheels. Absolutely. Plus, they look cool. That's, That's all I care about. That's I just really like the, the reason. Yeah. Uh, stronger, more durable uh, W wheels. The official wheel of choice of uh, Chad Reed, Ryan Dungey, Ken Roxon, and Mike Mad Dog Mason. Yeah. Uh, w wheels.com. Check them out. Also, uh, um, Black Ops Moto. Uh, better throttle response, better starting. Um, you need this for your four stroke to uh, tune in a little bit. BlackOpsMoto.com. Check them out and use the code PulpMX to save money. Tech One Designs, the official pitcher of. Uh, Jimmy Elmerton, Crossline Racing, Tech One Designs, making pitch shirts now. Nice. Do you need to charge your phone? Yes. Okay, Mason. Here, let me help you. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me stop the show, okay, because your phone died. Be my dad for a so second. Let me stop everything. Hold on, people, everybody. Stop listening. Well, bro, sometimes hey. you guys talk about stuff that I don't know, so I so, like to text. You, I think you can pull it a little bit. Not. No, that's good. Okay. All Thank right. you, bro. Um, also, uh, um. The Moto Company, check them out, themotocompany.com. Some cool T-shirts. They're brand new on the show um, for 2013. 
And, of course, Optrix uh, on board with us. Uh, Tis Legendary may be gone, but his Optrix legacy lives on. And, uh, Devin. Uh, yeah, buddy. You, it was, you can just keep talking on the, fo- on the phone or whatever. Um, yeah, get that. Uh, you're, you're on the, you didn't turn your mic off. What an amateur, dude. Dude. Jeez, it's going to be a long Hey, he's an, amateur, he's an amateur stand-up comedian and an amateur producer. Yeah. I was also an amateur motocross rider for a while. Probably an amateur porn star with his stories. Right. <laughs> That's next on the list. Um, Aren't we all? Yeah, this is true. Devin, tell us a little bit about Optrix. And by the way, Tis Legendary, hooking you up with an Optrix case. Yes, he did. Felt like if you're going to read it, you need to be a believer. I know. I'm got a, I got my free case coming on, coming yeah. on right now. It's going to be going to you. So next show. Just give it to me. It might be a while. Is, is Tip still the marketing manager? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he didn't give that job up. He just gave the the producer job up. All right. Yeah. So. All right. So um, a show listener, his name was uh, Dylan Ratner. He sent us uh, this email. Um, I love the case so far. Never would have heard of it if it wasn't for the show. It's nice not having to worry about my uh, my phone breaking at the beach or at the track. And it saves me a ton, ton of money on a GoPro. So. That was uh that was Dylan. We want to say thank you. We appreciate uh, that we were able to help you out there. Uh, also, we will have cases uh, com- compatible with the uh, iPhone 5C very very soon. So stay tuned into our social media pages and with from some more details. Also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Optrix and like us on Facebook. Uh, make sure to use the code PulpMX at Optrix.com to support the show and get 15% off your next order. Jiggle it, Mason. Let me jiggle it. Jiggle it. Jiggle it, Mason. What am I jiggling? Well, see the plug? See the plug in there and stuff? Like maybe there's something going on with the... Ow, just threw my back out. There should be a green light on that thing. Yep, no green light. Great radio, bro. Well, bro, I'm not asking you to talk to me, uh huh? No, I know, but I'm trying to help you. You guys want to call me back or... No. (laughs) Call it, dude. I'm an electrician. Did it work? No. It's all right, though. I want to hang with you guys. It's been quality time with my friends. Um... Get Nick Way on the phone. Let's get uh, right, Mafia right. Motor Cruise Nick Way on the phone. Um, Optrix, check him out. The official uh, phone case of uh, the Pulp Mech Show. Yeah. You get one? You did get one. I got one, yeah. Did you ever figure it out? Yeah. I used it. Snowboarding. Sweet Jesus. I can imagine the photos that you took with that thing. Dude, someone asked me if they were talking about it. I'm like, dude, I just got a fish eye lens for Christmas with that thing. Or it had a fish eye yeah. lens on it. Oh, my goodness. It makes it look massive. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, like, really proud of it. You're concerned about this, huh? I, I'm really worried I about you not being able to use your phone. I, I get I get stressed out about there it. There we go. That one works. Okay. Um, um, A10 Solutions. Um, do you need any A10 Solutions? Do you need any Brat Bars or Rhino Global products or anything for your freestyle tour coming up? Do you need some energy? Some Yeah, I need energy. Okay. We'll try to get you some, some uh, Rhino products. So you me, can... Yeah, I need healthy stuff like during the week because the weekends are pretty hard on the body. To flush all the toxins out? Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, we can work on that. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. Uh, appreciate it. Um, the start of the 2014 season is uh, here for the Pulp Mech Show, and we are going strong. JT, I hope you booked off the next, uh, oh, 40 Monday nights or so. Yeah, no worries. They're on the schedule. They're on the schedule? I'll be in studio in, uh, what, two weeks? Yeah. Is, okay, so you're, that's done. I would hope so. You bought a flight. No, I know, but, you know, you, you said that uh, you had some issues. Uh, the plan wasn't working out, so I was scared. What? Well, the original plan wasn't going to work out, so I was a little scared that you were maybe going to... Well, no, you wanted me to come next weekend, too, and that I couldn't do that. No, I know, I know. I want to come in when he's here. All right. Come on by. Yeah, I'll After be Phoenix. there two weeks. After Phoenix. 
Where, I don't know where you are. Where's your tour that in the second week of January? Um, I think it's St. Louis. Ah, so easy fight back. Um, all right. Question. Straight for me, St. Louis Strip Club. He'll be back. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, God, here we go. Give me a break. Okay. Um, NFAB, Jeep, Jeep and Truck Products. Uh, NFAB, industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, runners, and other off-road accessories. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking Nerf bars available in the industry today. NFAB committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts for all the latest trucks and SUVs. Uh, we have uh, when we get Swisscore back, he will uh, he'll talk about his uh, new NFAB bars that he got for his uh, Tundra. Very happy with them. N-Fab.com, official sponsor of uh, JGR Yamaha. It's this it's this easy. It's the question of the day. Sponsored by NFAB. Mike Mason. Yeah. Who is going to be the challenger? To Ryan Villapoto. Who's going to be the number one challenger to Ryan Villapoto this coming Supercross season? I mean, first of all, are you in, are you in agreement that Ryan Villapoto is the favorite? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So who's going to give him the most challenge? Question of the day. NFAB. You want me to answer that? No. Just sit here? <laughs> um, I would, I don't know, I'd probably have to say Dungey. Okay. Maybe, maybe not speed-wise, like Marshall. overall, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Um, he's just solid, you know? He'll be there every weekend. Yep. He's consistent. I think our Villa man Poto every once in a while has his moments where yeah, something stupid happens. Sketchy things yeah. go on. Yeah, so I would say Dungey overall, maybe not speed wise, but whole series. JT, you're on that board. You're on that train. Yep. Did I just sound Absolutely. smart right there, JT? What's that? Did I just sound smart right there? Uh, I think you're a pretty intelligent guy all around. So sure. I disagree. He's a freestyle guy. Oh, way to stereotype me, bro. Um, you don't even know that you didn't even know that he flips. So flip. your opinion's pretty much useless. Kenny yeah. Watson told me he doesn't flip. I don't believe it. I, I, I highly told known you that. Watson forever. Watson probably didn't tell me that, but I sure thought he did. <laughs> and I don't want to throw my buddy Watson under the bus, but dude, uh, he texts me so mad about that. He's oh, I never said that once. Dude. That guy's an idiot. I'm all, yeah. He is I mean, he idiot. rides for. <laughs> For H and H, I really, really don't think that he thought he didn't play. Listen, yeah. we all make mistakes. There's things I wish I could take back. JT, I'm sure there's things that you wish you could take back. I wish I could take back, not knowing that Mason flipped. That's all. I'm pretty impressed that you actually just said that. Okay. You I, actually I, bowed down for I, a second. I'm, look, of course, of course, you flipped. It's it's ridiculous Crap. that I that I thought you didn't. Yeah. I mean, if this huh. was 2002, I'd let it slide. But. Okay, uh, real quickly, we got Nick Way on the line. Devin, who challenges Ryan Villapoto next year? Oh, dude, easily. Barsha's got it. Boom. Barsha, right there. Bar- Boom. Barsha is going. You see that synergy right here? I got it. I'm on that bandwagon. It's me and JT versus you two. It's cool. I'm on that bandwagon. Yeah. I'm on the amateur comedian's bandwagon. He does amateur comedy, so maybe he's just making a joke right there. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> so you, you, you want me to take Villapoto versus Barsha? I'll take that all day. No, no, no. Oh, who he... challenges yeah, Villapoto is going to win, but Barsha is going to be the second place guy, and by the end of the year, in my opinion. Boom. Oh, that is, I mean, I, I can't really. I mean, I think I picked Dungey to get second, but I mean, you telling me that Barsha is going to get second is not. No. I, I can go along with it. I concur. Barsha takes. You out guys Dungy. took Dungey. Me, yeah. and, me and Devin take a. Yeah, I, I picked Dungey, but you telling me that Barsha is going to get second is not groundbreaking. Like, it's not just shocking to Actually, me. Like, I want to change my answer. The person who challenges Villapoto this year, without a question, Nick Way. All oh, right. Look at him trying to get brownie points. And with that, let's bring in uh, Mafia Motor Cruise, Nick Way, NYK. Hello? That's our producer. He's a new to the game, and he predicts you will challenge Villapoto. 
The reason Every why time. I say it is because the number on my bike is also number 27. You run 27. That's my favorite number. And it's not because of Nick Way. It is that we have that same similarity. We love the number 27. Who's coming on later? Uh, Cole Seeley. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my favorite number, too. Yeah. Every guess. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite number. <laughs> um, this is uh, Devin's first day on the job, Nick, and uh, it sounds like he's, you know, really he trying to. a man to... crush on you. Yeah. The real ass kisser. What, what happened to Tits? Tits quit. Selling oh, phone man. cases out of a briefcase. Yeah. This is ass. That was Tits. This is ass. <laughs> Optrix marketing manager gig took off. Yep. And we lost him. Walking around the briefcase, knocking on people's doors now. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I like the new guy. I like the new guy. Yeah, uh, he runs twenty-seven. He thinks you're going to challenge RV. Why not? Ooh, what is in there look like? He's off to a good start. Um, hey, uh, Mason's in the studio. JT's on the line. So people you're familiar with. What's happening, guys? Hey, bro. Hey, buddy. Is Mason your favorite freestyler? Yeah. Me and too. Yeah. See, he's he's got good taste. Five flips too. If you didn't know that. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have said that. Yeah, it's going to haunt you. And you're going to get Twitch on the show at one point so we can oh, yeah, for find sure. out he's normal. Yeah, Twitch is going to ruin you, Mathis. Yeah. Look, that's, I mean, I'm not a fan of Twitch. Mason said he's a cool dude, though. Dude, so, he's badass. Yeah, Twitch is awesome. I'm just saying he's going to ruin you. How could you not be, a, like, if you're, you're saying, like, you're not a fan, like, as in, like, you don't like him? Or you just well, don't know him, no, like him or not? I feel like he's done some really douchey things on Twitter and on Instagram towards Racer X. Dude, they started it. But look, it was a simple mistake, and the guy, like, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're sorry, but, you know, come on. He really, really was angry. Said some very hurtful things. Well, he gets pissed. Well, I just, but again, I'm just. You say hurtful things, too. You told me my career sucked, and I don't flip. And, oh, don't forget about the X Games, when I was saying about, you know, how everything was down the tubes. Yeah, I sucked at X Games. After what else? You said so much stuff to me. All right, I'm hurt. We'll get we'll get Twitch on, and then I'll, I'll ask him about it. Okay. Anyways, let's talk to Nick. All right. Nick, He's probably getting bored sitting there. Nyk, uh, how is Supercross 2014 prep going? I hope it's well because it's coming up this Saturday. Yeah. No. I'm 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 ready to race. How do you feel? Good. Everything? Yeah. I mean, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about it. I just want to be about it. Really. I mean, this right. is like my nineteenth Anaheim. But <laughs> right. I mean, I, okay. So let me I, ask you this. So this is one of my questions. It's your nineteenth Anaheim, but is there still Saturday night uh, main event? Will there be some butterflies, or is it old hat? Uh, I mean, I don't think there's any like room for butterflies at this point. Okay. You need to just pull your sl- pull your sleeves up and do some work, really. I mean, because everybody's like, you know, everybody's going to be pretty intense. And, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much just. Go time. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you really need to commit pretty much. Do you like the semis coming back? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be – that will be like a big deal for for guys like myself. Um, obviously get like a lot of extra exposure. I mean, I think it will be good for the sport in general. I mean, like I remember when I was a kid in like factory Phil Lawrence and Matasevich and these dudes who are like in semis and, right. you know, like getting interviewed. Like those are like the dudes that I looked up to. Right, right, right. Um, so – I wasn't necessarily down with like the dudes who won every time, so um, I think it'll be it'll be good for the sport in general. I think we've kind of been in a downward spiral as far as like the uh, image of the motocross racer. So hopefully we can get some dudes in there who have some uh, a little bit more mm-hmm. personality. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna give a it's gonna give a, a great uh, opportunity to uh, to guys like you. Um, 
Also, too, by the way, the uh, I don't know if you remember, but the super team of uh, Mathis and Nick Way, we won a few semis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I remember, like, one of the times – I mean, there's been a lot of times like where, you know, like a semi race or whatever was like obviously good for me. I mean, I remember when McGrath made his like pseudo comeback there. I think it was like 05. Mm-hmm. And like he was leading the semi and I caught him and then like we battled and the crowd was nuts. Right, dude. right. Like, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it'll be entertaining for everybody. It'll be good for, for everybody to get a little bit more exposure and obviously get some new people, yeah. some interviews and TV time and stuff, which is not all about. Bill Poto and Dungey. And I mean, I think obviously it's going to be have some more parody this year anyways, but yeah. it'll be good. It'll be good. I mean, I think it's, it's essentially, it's essentially, this tr- is it four guys out of the heat race? Like it used to be. Yeah. Four, four, five, and four. Does that work out? Yeah, I think so. Right. JT. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that was four, five, two. Now it's four, five, four. Right. Now it's four, five, four. So, and also, too, JT, uh, the semis mean more time for Nick Way to make bike changes. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know that that's a good thing, but uh, <laughs> he could come out with a completely new motorcycle. I know, right? <laughs> so, sorry, bud. Sorry. Yeah, you, never, you never know. <laughs> more, <laughs> more time for bike changes for Nick Way. Another extra race. Um, yeah, I'm, two, I'm two clicks away from just total domination, boys. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out which way those two clicks are still. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, buy this silencer as a horse and a half. Your call. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so, okay, so everything's going good. You're on the uh, – you got your own gig going. So here's what, what, one of my questions for you. You started this last year. Um, your uh, Mafia Moto Crew um, team based around yourself. It's got to be pretty expensive. Um, but you're sort of – the, the good side is you get your freedom to use the sponsors you want. Do what you want. Run your program the way you want. The bad side is it's probably a lot of more time on the phone, a lot more complications. Why do you like doing it this way? Why did you not uh, try to go out and maybe you know try to get a ride with somebody? Was is it just the freedom is so awesome to sort of pick and choose your own program? Is that what what appeals to you about this? Well, I mean, essentially, like, um, I mean, I'm not going to get like a factory ride, and it seems like the rides that would be like available. To me, it's not something that like I would really want to do. I would rather just not race. So, like <laughs> right, right. having my own thing, it's you know gives me the ability to kind of have uh, obviously have control of my equipment. So essentially, you know, I'm able to give myself what I feel like is my best chance at doing well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, obviously last summer didn't go to plan, but I I think from the get go it's going to be tough coming back from such a long layoff and injury. To come back to the Nationals was going to be tough, but I knew that if I didn't do that, like being off of you know racing for essentially not racing for a year yeah, and a half yeah. would be tough to come back and be competitive. So I, uh, you know, we we improved a lot over the summer. We definitely didn't didn't get the results we wanted, but um, I feel like I'm where I need to be for you know but start this yeah. weekend. But yeah, you're you're happy you did it because, like you said, coming into Anaheim. A year and a half of not racing or gate drops or whatever is a little tough. Yeah, I mean, it was tough just being off the bike for like nine months as it was, let alone not racing for nearly two years, I guess. So yeah. I, needed, I needed to come back, come back, and then right. the, way, the way things went last summer, I didn't necessarily do myself any favors as far as like, you know, getting more money to help pay for things. But <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I can do well to start these races and get some, get some more people involved. If you get injured and you need a fill-in, do you pick Mason or JT? 
be honest. Probably both. Probably both. Yeah. Both? Or you go from a we two, go three wide. You go to the two-man team. Do a relay race. Mm-hmm. I get good starts. JT's probably in better shape. I'll just try and hold shot okay, so the yeah, first right, turn. Right, okay. Pop off the bike. Right. Mason. I don't know. Mason, Mason's pretty pretty legit in, the, in that uh, the track part. Yep. Whatever it's called. What's it called? The the, the stuff that you and Fife specialize in. My man was my man was down this year. Yeah, speed old speed and style event. But that's oh, four yeah. laps on yep. like a track that like girls are riding on and stuff. I don't know about a real track. I might die. You did some laps at Sandy. You said they got a new whoops, they got a Yeah, that's like that's still mellow though. Okay. Supercross scares well, me. Well, okay, dude. but JT hasn't ridden Supercross at all. He's still got it. Yeah, I mean once JT stopped racing, he I I, I have to believe that he probably doesn't he probably doesn't. Uh, if he didn't work for a gear company, he probably wouldn't own any, any gear. He probably would have just left everything in Florida. Just Knowing burnt, him, he's just completely over it. Burnt everything. I got some gear. I got some gear down in the basement, locked in a cage. Um, burnt, burnt everything when he left Florida. Just burns it all. Goes to Idaho. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, once, once, once Frank wasn't like just tuning the bike on the daily, it was just a huge struggle in general. Um, this guy, this guy's not going to change a filter himself and not, not be ready. Not be ready. <laughs> I work on my bike. I work on my bike all the time. Come on. It sucked. I no, did. Really? I mean, I didn't do major stuff, but yeah, like yeah. filter, change oil, brake pads, chain sprocket, all that. I did that crap all the time. Nick. Every day. Yeah. No, no, I believe you. You did it toward the end there. Once, once Frank wasn't doing it all the time, but oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You, you, you did not like it enough to know that. You're really not that motivated to ride if you have to like. Oh no, it. no chance. Yeah, um, I don't need no to, to, to do it to make money. I'm I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you're out. Nick, uh, you're Instagramming and tweeting some photos that seem like you're working on your bike, but are you uh, putting in the work? Working on it. Yeah, like swapping motors. I think you had motors out one time on, out of your out of your chassis and everything. I think you were doing a tire one time. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, I do stuff like JT said. Okay. I mean, like yeah. tires, tires and chains, and like whatever. I mean. I have <clears throat> Daniel Castle is my mechanic, and he's been pretty much handling everything. And then Big Nasty just got out here, and he's getting the truck and all that organized. Oh, I was going to ask about Nasty. So he's on the program. Oh, yeah. He's like team manager, bro. <laughs> he's like team manager, bro. Yeah. Uh, I've got a, we got a call for you from Daniel. Uh, Daniel, what's up? What's your question for Nick Way? Uh, yeah, what is your hopes for the 2014 Supercross season? Well, I mean, I would, obviously, would my plan is to be inside the top ten and try to improve from there. But I mean, it's hard. It's hard to say. I mean, obviously, if I didn't feel like I was capable of doing better than that, I probably wouldn't race. So, uh, I think there's a lot of guys who are capable of doing like top five podium, or whatever. But it just a lot of it's going to depend on the start and circumstances each night for sure, because there's so many guys. But I definitely feel like I'll be competitive, and it's realistic for me to be top ten all the time. So that's the goal. There you go, Daniel. All right, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, do you feel like, and we always say this, us idiots in the media, and now JT's kind of in the media, so he's also an idiot. Um, I've been think, an idiot for years, bro. I, we say this all the I time. Almost hit, I almost hit him with the tractor when he was, like, texting all the time. That, that, wait, hold on a second. I was standing in a field, and you almost ran over me with a tractor. Yeah, that's my fault. (laughs) No, Mathis, I got my water truck stuck in this part where, like, there was some water or whatever, and the grass was soft, and then Dude Bag is out there clearly not helping. And I ran up to the barn to get the tractor out, and Dude is just standing in the headlight so he can see the text. So 
we can text. So I'm like not too stoked on it. When you aim so a tractor at me, yes, the, I'm going to be so in the headlights. The, so, I swing the, so I swing the tractor around and like, you know, make a quick turn thinking he's going to move. Right. I missed his arm with the, like the bucket on the tractor by inches. And that's, yes, it's my fault. I'm supposed to... Clearly, clearly he was very focused on this text. Wow. I was standing my ground. That's actually a law. Stand your ground. You don't move. That's actually a law. This is is pre-smartphone. Pre-smartphone. He was was all up in the lights texting like a a crazy man on the flip phone. There was nobody with a sidekick that was more attached to them than Jason Thomas for years. Right. I still have I still have two phone numbers for him in my phone, JT and JT Text. Yeah, JT, you used now to. I like to be connected. The, you yeah. used to the helmet would come off and the sidekick would be in the hand, in the hand. Hey, never know what you missed during those uh, that that practice. <laughs> oh, I'm with JT. Yeah, well, I, I wish. Yeah, you... but there was nothing. To, there was nothing to check out. There was no Instagram, no Twitter, no nothing back then. He was just. I mean, and let's be real, JT. You weren't just pulling chicks like crazy then. Hey, I mean, you, I mean, you might be now, but you weren't then. So it's not like you were like just juggling them around. Listen, there was something going. There was something going on with JT's sidekick because he was on it all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, I do wish that Mason would use his phone less on the Pulp Mech show. Well, include me more, bro. Oh, do we bore you, bro? I mean, sorry. I just feel like the outcast over here, the alcoholic freestyle guy. No oh, hey, to talk to. I'm the big nuclear cowboy star. <laughs> I can do what I want. Look at me. I just got back from practice. Yeah. Jeez. Cool. Um, hey, Nick, uh, Mafia Moto Crew, how's that going? On board with the Pulp Show. Thank you. Appreciate it. And we're going to push it. We're going to push it and uh, help you try to move some stuff. It's cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's something I enjoy to do, and I would like to, obviously, it's something for me to uh, promote with my racing, and it would be a good way for me, if I can, you know, make some money at selling some apparel stuff, it would be a good way for me to, to give back to some kids. And, I mean, I would like to, my goal is to try to keep my, like, a small team going once I'm done racing and, and mm-hmm. help some up-and-coming kids. That would be fun for me. Mason, you got any? What's that? Mafia Moto. Uh-uh. I'm oh. to get you some. I'd like some. What would Mason's crew be? Oh, he's probably he, he's Reno, bro. Oh, yeah. Reno, Reno crew. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm 702 chapter. Are you? Yeah. Nice. So that's you wanna, cool. You want to join? You can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put me in something, man. I want to be part of the damn team. Hey, do you know, hey, Nick. Uh, Friday night before Daytona, and you probably you know you're gonna be want to go to bed early because you have Daytona and everything. Nuclear Cowboys in Orlando. Me, count me and JT there. Count us partying with Mason. Before you want to blow Mason, I've already been a nuclear Cowboys. <laughs> okay, all right. He just told you it was up. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, I went. To, I went to the Ontario one. Yeah, I took. I took. I took uh, Vincent and Ava. And what they and think? they were like, why? Why is that? Why? Ava was like, why is that man punching her? <laughs> <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of show is this? Come and see, bro. Why is that? Why is that man punching her? It's like part of the show thing. Um. Mason, so which are you a good guy or a bad guy this year? I'm a bad guy, and Twitch is a good guy. I don't get it. Huh. I'm pretty nice. I can't wait to see Twitch go backflipping and just flip a giant finger to the Racer X banner that's on the scoreboard. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, something like that. Um, uh, no, but uh, we got to get our listeners a discount, Nick. We need to set that up. Can we do that? So we can, yeah, you know. I'd lo- yeah, yeah, I'd love to. I mean, I got a lot of things going. I know. So I'll, I'll set I know. that discount thing up soon. I haven't. ASAP. <laughs> 
I haven't been bugging you much because I understand there's this little thing called up coming up called A1. But maybe what about your team manager? Can you pass off some duties to him? Uh, I mean, some stuff I got to handle. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, I got it. Hey, uh, Roman wants a question, wants to ask you a question. Uh, Roman, what's going on, man? Uh, not much. Chilling. Thanks for listening. Where are you at? Uh, Kentucky. Kentucky. Ryan Sipes? Big Ryan Sipes fan? A little. Oh, just a little. Okay. All right. Uh, like he comes into my local shop and stuff. He's sometimes. a good He's a good dude. Yeah, I like him. He's nice. He's going to oh, his brother. He's going to GNC. It's late, but it's late back there. Yeah, I like your commitment to the show. Yeah, as usual. What's up? What's your question? I'm, for I'm, surpri- I'm surprised at how many people listen to the show. Actually, oh, I would, you say, a lot. would you? I tell s- Mathis all the time. It's mind blowing. Let's be real. Is there a lot of industry people you listen? Do you think, Nick? Like I go to MSR to like help with whatever design stuff, pick stuff up. Uh-huh. And, like, all the design dudes are like, oh, oh Matt, show. Oh, would you, is that, that's it. That's industry. And I'm like, are you seriously? You spend, like, four hours listening to the Matt show? This is it. And that's industry people, correct? That would be industry people. Yeah, okay. All right, just checking. Okay. Yeah. JT, suck it. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, what's up? What's up, uh, Roman? Uh, I was just wanting to know, do you think Ronnie Mac would be a – uh, like a like a competitor at Anaheim. <laughs> We're talking about Ronnie Mack. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Mack. I'm not sure exactly who it is because it's obviously not Ronnie Mack. It's somebody's, you know, like alter ego. But I'm almost I'm 100 positive this dude will be at Anaheim. You think Jimmy uh, Ronnie Mack? Uh, Ronnie Mack alter ego. Yeah. I think Jimmy Alberson is who he really is, though. I think it might be it's Canard. Not- it might be. It you might be Kennard. It might be that Brett Q dude. Might be Regal. It might be Cassandra Regal. She's a really good rider. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know. But she's she's pretty. She, she shreds. Last time I talked to Trey, he said Ronnie was in jail. <laughs> so that's what he. That's what he told me. Right. All right. Thanks, bud. Uh, all right. Well, thanks. Say hi to Sipes. All right. See ya. Um. Hey, Dale. Ronnie Mack going to be at Anaheim? Hey, yes, Dale. sir. Hey, how's Chip? Yeah, he's good. Okay. I got a question for Nick. Hey, Nick, how many more years are you going to uh, ride Supercross? Uh, this year for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, 2014 is, in the, is, is looking good. 2014. We might be on the last call tour, depending on how it goes. This could be the, this could be the farewell tour. This could be it. I mean, honestly, I'm day I'm day to day. I'm day to day. My <laughs> wife's trying to make tickets for Oakland and whatnot. I saw I keep telling her it's checkers or records. Don't, don't even be, know if we're making too Don't make any travel arrangements too far ahead here. <laughs> I'm day to day. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, I just thought of something else. What what happened to Kyle Regal? Just since you brought that name up, I think he's actually. I th- I'm pretty sure he'll be racing. He's racing I mean, arena cross. Oh, is he? I'm not positive. He's racing arena cross. He's going to arena cross, bro. Oh really? Is he riding for that? Yeah, the tight loop tough team. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's done, but I'm pretty sure he's going to arena cross. All right. I don't. Yeah. I feel like I knew he's. I knew he's been riding. I, I feel like Kyle Regal has lost his way. I feel like he's a talented rider on the verge of something a few years ago, and I don't know what happened. He struggled though. 
struggled. I yeah, I mean, he was on Brooks' right deal, and I don't think he really performed. You know, he kind of lost that momentum, and yeah. without the momentum, nobody's going to hire you to, you know. Yeah. He always kind of wanted to do it his way as well, which I think hurts hurts you. Unless you're yeah, you have to be you, know, you have to be a certain level to be able to do that or financially capable. And I think that always that battle. He always wanted to run merge racing. He always wanted wanted to run Jim Lewis, and nothing was ever good. And you know what I mean? I think yeah, that that was yeah. a constant battle. Yeah, I feel like this guy got third in some outdoor nationals. You know, so um, on yeah, a, he was he was like super young that year too. Yeah, super young. Yeah. I mean, he had a, yeah. he had good. He had some good opportunities, I think. I don't think it was just like he never got a shot. Right, right, right. Um, uh, that guy's going down. Reed in Texas. Uh, thanks, Adele. Appreciate it, man. All right. All right. Lots right. of people passed Thank you. last year. Uh, Tony is on three. Let's get to him. Mason, you okay? You awake? I'm good. Okay, all right. Tony, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, Matthews? How you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, SoCal, man. Getting ready for A1 this weekend. Are you in the industry at all, Tony? No, I, you know what? I used to be. Good enough for me. Another industry person listens to the show. <laughs> Say it again? Another industry person that listens to the show. JT claims uh, uh, no industry people listen. and I'm, That's not what I said. Uh, this guy. No, you hey, said so my 8%. Question was, you know, I'm actually going to Vegas uh, Thursday, Friday, and I want to do a long-term bet, but I haven't, you know, I haven't been listening to the show and doing the bench racing and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, me personally, I think Stu's going to take it this year. I don't know what you guys' take on it, but uh, is this raining yellow guy? He looked pretty <laughs> black and yellow. Um, and so if I'm going to go to Vegas, you know, I want to bet on black. You know, you can't bet on Supercars in Vegas that I know of. You can't? Oh no, no, I don't think there's anybody. You can't. Maybe you can't at Masters House. That's about it. Yeah, I've never seen. What's, what's... I've seen odds for the uh, U.S. Open, but I've never uh, for a few years. And by the way, I lost a lot of money on Buddy Antonez the first year. Thanks a lot, Buddy. Um, <laughs> Bud man, Bud man, I bet. Mathis I, and I have a big bet on Supercross. We're not going to talk about the terms, but we did, we have one. We have a big bet, and uh, it's for serious money. And I even got odds out of JT. Um, yeah. And uh, but no, I don't know, Tony, where you can bet. But you think James is going to take it? I think Stu. I don't know, man. It just it's just a feeling. Like even like before, like the Monster Energy Cup, I was like. He's not going to win the million, but he's going to win the night. And sure enough, he won. And I was like, oh, shit, man. Like, hey, he wants the monster. Cup. I don't know, man. He's fast. He's fast, bro. He won uh, yeah. eight out of 14 heat races uh, uh, yeah. last year. He won six pole positions. He's a good rider. Yeah, after I actually went back and I started watching the season, too. And, yeah, last year he looked really good. And if it wasn't for that one uh, that one crash he had. Or, no, there's a clutch. Clutch issue, was it, right? Yeah, in Dallas. I think it was. Yeah, yeah that put him out of it. I hope it wasn't for that, man. He would have been in RV's ass because once he was in front of RV, it didn't look like RV could even touch him. No, so, I disagree with how that. Much, uh, <laughs> how much were you planning on betting, and what do you think your odds would have been? Because I may be willing to be your bookmaker. <laughs> I disagree you know with, the, with the statement about RV not being able to touch him. I disagree strongly. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone has their own opinion, you know, but you uh, uh, might have stuck – you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't want to get into the, with the Masters over here, but I think I was going to probably put anywhere from 100 to like 300 bucks down on a on this uh, okay. on this bet. JT, there you go. What were you hoping your odds would be? Fuck, I don't even know. I was just betting on Stu the whole way. I don't know if it was like you know five to one or <laughs> I was just going for the long shot. It was just, listen, it was just a feeling. Listen, Stu is going to take it this season. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. Well. All right. You, you, you can you can hit JT at uh, JT thirty six at AOL. He will definitely. Uh, <laughs> he, he will be we your can, bookie. We can put this three hundred dollars into some sort of PayPal escrow. We'll put it into escrow. <laughs> Who else is on the line right now besides JT? Uh, Nick Way. Oh, Nick Way. What's up, bud? Oh, what's happening? No, I, I, I used to work at RG three, and I went testing with you like years ago, dude. Ever since then, I'm always a fucking Nick Way fan, dude. You're fucking rad. Thanks, man. I I think everybody who uh, who suspension uh, motor uh, gear guy guy, uh, always comes away. We get super tight. We get super tight. Comes away with the either love him or you want to pull your hair out. (laughs) Love this guy. Probably both. Good stuff, man. I don't know anybody that's like, oh, Nick Way. What a dick. I don't know anybody. Nathan, besides you, do you know anybody? I don't know anyone. And you don't, you also don't know anyone who's like, man, that guy knows exactly what he wants out of his bike. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I could, I could agree there. <laughs> suck, suck it, JT. You're the one running the Britney Spears sticker on your gas tank. So. <laughs> I knew what I wanted, though. He wanted Britney. Jeez. He wanted Britney. Hey, uh, thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. And uh, Jason36 at AOL, uh, yeah, set the terms, and JT, we will hold the money for you. And then uh, pass it to All JT right. at the end of the year. All right. I was sliding up on the tank every turn like nobody's business. Yeah, see you, man. All right. See ya. Tony wants to, wants to bet. God, I, actually, I should have given him Truman because Truman will take anything, any bet. I'll take it. I'll take that bet for Truman. sure. I don't know what the odds would be, like fair odds, but I'll take his, I'll what's take his the, bet. What's the odds of getting paid if you win the bet? Uh, yeah, whatever. Some, I mean, some dude if he wants, if he wants to Welsh on it, some dude you're talking on the phone. <laughs> No, he worked, used to work for RG3. He's in the industry. I'll chase him down. I, I know uh, Dog's a bounty hunter. <laughs> can we can we talk about your Britney Spears sticker? Oh, that thing was epic. Last race on a Husky at Steel City. We, uh, yeah, we put one on there, like, and then laminated it over it, so it was all, you know, Sano. Yeah, I went, I, went to, I went to test. Me and uh, I was probably the last of the 400 people who went and tested the Husky 250. <laughs> And I go to the shop, and I'm like, what is JT doing with his bike? This thing is like, it's got a, it's got a Britney Spears logo on the tank here. Holy dude, my guy's dead serious. JT, to be fair on your comment about Nick's bike setup, uh, I know a guy named Shmim Shreri who, who used to ride your bike and wonder what you were thinking. Which bike? Uh I don't know. Probably, yeah, probably. Well, my bike was pretty unique. Probably I mean, I had it lower. We could start. We can start with the with the lever placement, for one. <laughs> that was just kind of old school. That was because everybody ran no, it like that. Like, that's, I, that's really old. That's really old school, though. Yeah. I mean, I I still have mine at PW fifty level because you know it's like welded to the bar. Listen, when, when you were going break. from the the fastest motorcycle you could build one weekend to a completely stock motor the next weekend. And you were 100% convinced that they were both right each weekend. <laughs> I feel like you were you were searching for something. Oh, yeah. I, I do like how Nick's not denying it, though. I do like how Nick is not denying this. He's I was kind of like, why don't you just, like, you know, change the head or take a camera yeah, out? Yeah, but that, that's you know? the difference. You don't, I, don't, I didn't have people to, like, be like, yo, dude, just do this and this. It's like, I, either you got the juice or you don't got the juice. <laughs> I used to tell you that all the time. I guess you don't listen to me, but well, um, so hey, Nick. By the way, uh, welcome to the X Brand Goggle Team. Looking yeah. forward, looking forward to it. Uh, clear vision. Uh, we got you some pink pink goggles built up for the weekend. 
No, 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 no. I, we're on specific terms on colorways. I may or may not have sent that text to JT with an LOL. <laughs> yep. Terminator wins. Hot pink with a Terminator. Uh, so you saw you, you saw my terms here. He did. He did see them. We had a good good chuckle at them. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, X-Brand Goggle, uh, the official choice of uh, Nick Way, Mason. He's going to win. He's going to win. That, He's got him. And now you ask why I said he was going to finish second to Villapoto. Right. That's why. Yeah. Now you know. Listen to the new guy over here. Give me shit all the time. <laughs> he's he's getting bold. He is. He's getting. I bold. will say. Must have got his first chest. I act. will say though. I put my preliminary fantasy team together today, and Nick Way was on the roster for a one. Whoa. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure is so, on. I think we color me a color me a believer. Is uh, I think we had a tweet. Which is which is shocking. Which is shocking. <laughs> there isn't too many guys out there that I'm openly cheering for now that Tim Ferry. Um, has retired, but Nick Way is one of them. I, I will. Have... He, he sent me some sentimental tweet the other day, and I said, "Bro, get over it." Fairy, you no, sent I, fairy. I sent you. You sent your, this tweet to Fairy. No, I, I'm the, I wrong, sent wrong, you. Sent to the wrong guy, bro. I sent you a text that said "Merry Christmas" to my favorite rider, and you said, "Hey, dude, you meant this for Tim Ferry." You sent it back, and then I wrote, "I meant current." Um, JT, what? And that, and that... And that was just this week. JT, what fantasy yeah. moto site do you play? Because we had a question about that. Uh, I play a few. I play uh, Pro Moto Fan. I play MotocrossFantasy.com. Um, there's, and I guess there's a new one coming out too. Um, but the, honestly, they're all pretty good. Okay. So, all right, all right. yeah. Do they did, all? Didn't did, did Denny Stevenson start that one? Uh, he was the owner it? of it at one point. I'm not sure if he started it or not, but he definitely owned it at one point. That was Moto Extreme, but that's now yeah, which, that one, which that one was like pretty rad at the time, right? Yeah, that was the biggest one. Like that one was really popular, and then I don't know, it's gone now. And Dan Truman did not win the bike this year. No, he didn't. Won? He won three in a row, though. I know. But People are getting pissed. Who won? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. My one, I guess my one, my friend Chris Beckett. I don't know if you you met him before. I guess he's he he killed it at that fantasy stuff. He might have won the bike this year. Uh, yeah, I've gotten second. I got third this year. Really? I'm on the bike, yeah. Yeah. Mason's not he, in any sort of fantasy league. He just has, like, he just lives his real fantasy out. Uh-huh. He doesn't need to, like, yeah. pick imaginary riders. No. I don't get it. Mason, so you're pretty good with the guitar, huh? Uh, I'm struggling, but getting there. Why you want to play? You, you must you, you must be pretty decent. I see you, be, you bring that thing everywhere. Yeah, dude. I'm still single, okay? Even the, if I can't play it, if I just carry the thing around, it's got to lure something I don't something under, in. understand how you cannot right, just I'm have, with that. I'm with that. How do you not just have chicks everywhere, bro? You're, a, you're a gold medal. I think medal. he does. <laughs> I know, but a lockdown chick. Off. Like a lockdown hey, chick. Hey, this is, this is no shit. I've literally seen a chick walk up to Mason and be like, hey, let's go bang. And 100% serious. Yeah. Did I do it? Yeah, I think so. Good boy. I knew I had it in <laughs> Yeah. It's happened to me a few hey, times. I, I need to do like a video interview with Mark Peters. I talk, I had a long conversation with him today, and he is rad, dude. <laughs> I, he lived with me for three months. You're not telling me anything. He probably had some great stories. Oh, uh, dude, uh, he's yeah. one of the greatest storytellers of all time. Yeah, yeah, that because like, like I'm thinking whatever he's saying is total like he's full of shit, right? But like he's like dead convinced that it was the best time ever. This is how it is. This is how it was. This is how it's going to be. 
And I'm just like, Peters, dude, I don't, I don't think that happened. I think you just think it's like, <laughs> I think you're just thinking it'd be rad if that happened. <laughs> um, hey, Nick, I don't know if you've been watching uh, the, the Racer X video preview show, but we've uh, Jason Wygant, his idea, we included a ton of winners take all clips inside, oh, yeah. inside the previews. And I know you're a big fan, but is there one scene that you really like the most? We we did include the curls. We include the curls um, before the for the race. Yeah, I, well, I'm gonna hit with, hit you with the disclaimer that Brock Glover was not always proud to be in winners take all. <laughs> right. no. I, w- I was I was like I think I was like 15 or something. I, I raced and ran across the round home like Des Moines, Iowa, or something. And at the time, he was like PJ One was the big sponsor of the series, right? So right. right. He, and he, I don't know what he did. He just, he was like kind of getting back in the industry and getting like a job. And he was kind of the PJ one guy. Right. And I'm just some kid who chose dad in the van. And I'm just like, Carl, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, it was so rad. You're in winter's take all. You don't even know that movie's so awesome. He's like, what movie? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, don't downplay it. I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so then, like, for like even to this day, that was, like, a long time ago, obviously. And so he's, like, to this day, he'll be like, you know how long it took me to find this place? Because he's, like, I busted him by him acting like he didn't know what I was talking about because he's embarrassed. No, he, he was on the show a little while ago, and he said he got paid three ways from that movie. Uh, producer or, or uh, stunt guy, uh, script advisor, and then actor. And then he also brought you up how you love to let him know about Winner's Take All. Oh yeah, I mean literally, I didn't know the guy. I just I like knew of him, and I just I just was like between practice and the the heat races, I was like, I gotta go talk to this guy and tell him how sick it was using winner take all. We were watching it for these for this Racer X video preview show. Have you ever seen it, Mason? What winner's take all? Yeah, dude. I was in here the last time we were talking about. Why it. do you just say what? You, you not hear what I'm saying? No, I sometimes I'm in and out. <laughs> it takes me a minute. Like chicks, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Or so, hamburgers. Um, and uh. We were going through it for this Racer X preview show, and the cu- the curls were hilarious. And then Wygant pointed out a great thing. The guy, Billy, gets in his face, uh, gets into Johnny Rivera. Johnny, yeah. Johnny Rivera's face. He attacks him, gets into it, and then Billy goes, why'd you jump me, bro, or something? No, he goes, get out of my face. Right, but, but Billy started it all. Billy got into his face. Yeah, but Johnny Johnny started it saying he was going to win and whatever that race is yeah, mine. And he says. Plus the team man the team manager is giving Rivera dough too, like he's just giving him cash after the after practice, like he's trying to motivate him. Uh-huh. Rivera's giving him some Rivera, of that fifty k that Billy won the first race. Yeah, <laughs> I still Rivera, think that... Rivera's lifting weight dude, between <laughs> practice and first moto, and then you got the team manager just lacing him with some cash, trying to get him just amped. And Bad Billy's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm part owner of this hurricane deal. Why are you trying to pay this guy a little bit of cash to beat me? I'm about to take it home. I don't need Rivera sweating me. He works for me. He works for me. You know it says Bad Billy on my ass. Yeah, you know what? That's how you know who to follow. What about Bear? We tell him. Oh, Bear. Bear Rip. That was my, I think that was like my role model growing up. That's why I am the way I am now. Obviously not <laughs> yeah. not physique, but just no, comes yeah. ripping out of the trailer, yelling, dude, yeah, jumping bear, in the pool. Waste. Bear was out of hand, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Don't act like every time, every time, like, you know, these four strokes, sometimes they won't start. 
I want to be like, you know what this thing needs? A bear kick. And then he, he just kicks it in the side panel. Yeah. Just the thing. <laughs> he just kicks it in the side panel and all of a sudden it fires up. I do not remember that like, scene, but you guys. I'm like say. a mechanic. I'm like a mechanic can't get this thing started. You like just tap on his shoulder. You know what this thing needs? Bear kick. And you just let him keep kicking it and just kick him over. Just blow aside the subframe over. Oh, man. Yeah, that, I forgot how classic it was watching it for clips for this video show. Oh my God! Just epic. That epic. movie, and, that movie, and Rad will go down in history. Yeah, Rad had the hell track at the end, oh, right? Yeah. Um, I did like twenty laps on the thing. All on I BMX know, bike. I don't remember Rad too much, yep. except it was filmed in Red Deer, home of Jason Fernet. That's cool, my buddy man. Jason Fernet. Right yeah. on, bro. I got like, Nick uh, Way had a bicycle boogie at his wedding. Yep. <laughs> yes. JT JT was involved. That's absolutely true. And then uh, the like it was a couple of years. I just was talking about this yesterday, I think, because I said. Because Eddie Fiola, he was he was uh, Crew Jones in Rad, and he came to the track one day with RL because out at Lapaglia there's like a quarter pipe and stuff, and then RL was all into these like old school BMX jams. So Eddie Fiola actually just lived down the road from me, I guess. Oh no way! Yeah, so Eddie Fiola came to the track, and I would like between doing like some short laps or whatever, I'd roll through and be like. That crew jumped chilling on my tailgate as I ride by. <laughs> um, that dude was like the McGrath, right? Of of half pipes and stuff back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you saw him do a backwards nose wheelie going backwards down like a handrail, dude, during the bicycle boogie <laughs> at the high school. No, I did not I mean, see that. No, I did not. I'd rather you just. I'd rather you just not talk about Rad anymore. If you're just like, hey, is, is Eddie Jones, like, you know, is he, is he, could he like do a wheelie? No, I'm saying he was the badass guy back in the day. That's all I'm, I'm just going to let you know he took Christian Hollings' ass slide, and ain't, ain't nobody do that. Oh, I'm, 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 out, I'm out of my element here, yeah, Donnie. You are. I'm out of my element, Donnie. You don't know nothing about ass sliding. Uh, Nick Way, thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, uh, fantastic uh, to hear from you. Uh, I think we're all – Devin, are you cheering for Nick this way, this year? Yeah, you know. Okay, it. so everyone here on the show is cheering for you next year, and I hope you do well. And it's gonna be interesting to see the two seven uh, back on a Supercross track, wearing X brand goggles and Mafia Moto Crew. Can't wait. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, this me. Uh, let me get this. Right, so you gonna hang out around in my truck a lot, like if you're doing my goggles and stuff? Yes. I, yes. I, I should have worked that in my deal. I never thought about like easy to get paid extra. I need to talk to you about storing some stuff in the in the truck. That's that's a problem. I'm not carrying your weed around, dude. <laughs> so, sorry, man. I just can't help it. I state lines and stuff. I'm not carrying your weed around. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll talk. We'll we'll talk about that. But what's going to go down the first time you find a dog hair inside your goggle lens? Ah, oh, jeez. Here we. I go. mean, I figure. I figure from the get go. I figure it's going to be like three days away from me just doing my own goggles. Anyway. Ask. Ask any of the top riders in the sport today that I've prepped goggles for. Uh, no issues, no problems. Uh, Jim, what happened to what happened to Jimmy Albertson's Anaheim three last year when he pulled them off in the main Supercross? What happened? He pulled all his tear offs off and he got mud. That was it. He couldn't see. Uh, you serious? Yeah. Yeah. He, he ain't never like gonna. He's not gonna wipe his lens. He tried. It didn't work. <laughs> You're right. It was like misting. Yeah, he, he, he pulled them all, and then that was it, and then see you later. And then uh, I think he threw them off after that. And then he he did say after the race that I cost him the goddamn win and all that, and then I was freaking out, and then he was like, no, dude, I just I just threw all my tear off, sorry. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
He did make me sweat. I believe I, I believe I texted you during the race. I think you did. Off of <laughs> you did. And I said, what is up with this dude's clear vision is no longer. <laughs> you did, actually. And then it made me question the, the budget for goggles, too, when I saw Albertson running them on his handlebar and them just swinging like he's going to have to <laughs> and wear them the next weekend. <laughs> they, they do, you do get billed. For every goggle that we, we don't For the love goggles. of God, don't throw your goggles. <laughs> For the, yeah, you, those things better come back. Put them you on know, your neck. The Put, only, yeah, the only time you hear Mathis get too motivated is at a mud race talking about these. You know why can you build these roll-offs? These better come back. <laughs> if they don't come back, you don't come to the truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you throw them off, it better be to your mechanic. You may as well just throw <laughs> yourself off. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, good to talk to you guys. Happy New Year. All right, you too. Later, buddy. Later, guys. See you, bro. All right, Nickway, everybody. Mafia Moto Cruise. Nickway, the 2-7 on, uh, on the X-Brand goggle train. Can't wait. Uh, probably shouldn't be any issues at all, huh, JT? Should go really smooth. Uh, with you and him, yeah, I foresee nothing. <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, no rocky days ahead. No, not at all. I don't, for, I don't think this will be an issue at all, at the least. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, Infab Jeep and Truck Bars, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, and Optrix all on board with us. Mike Mason, thank you for coming in tonight. We uh, won't keep you too much longer. I know you're looking forward to checking out already, but... It is time for the Race Tech emails. Love this part. Race Tech suspension, the official suspension of Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Privateers Everywhere, Privateer Suspension Company. Uh, the Privateers, when they choose suspension company, they choose Race Tech. Racetech.com. <laughs> Do you have a vintage bike at all? Vintage bike? Yeah. I got an 07 No, a real vintage bike. Oh. Race Tech is the in- industry leader in that stuff. Okay. No vintage for me. Need a spring at all for your bikes at all? Springy? Or? Spring? No, huh? no springy. Yeah. All right. Okay, Devin, what kind of bike you got? Yeah, 2013 Honda CRF450. Look at this guy showing off over here. Dude. Stand-up comedian, brand new bikes. Some kids have all the luck. Sounds dude, like I'm Devin. A hard, I'm a hard worker over here, man. Sounds I mean, like Devin has it all. Yeah, I'm, like, moving, I'm moving in with this dude. He's got an Optrix. Got He's got an Optrix on the way. He's got a case on the way. It took yeah. me freaking six months to get the damn thing. Okay. All right, here we go. Mason, this is yes. for you. Uh-oh. From Todd. Oh, no. Steve, I have to say that Mad Dog Mike Mason has become my favorite co-host of the show. The dude does have the life. I am with you when I say I wish I could live in his boots. If you are willing to help out another privateer again, I'm willing to throw in 200 bucks for a Mason signed jersey. So what we did, somebody wanted JT's jersey. Uh-huh. Uh, so a guy chipped in 200 bucks. JT, did you ever send that out? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. JT shipped, shipped out a jersey signed to the guy. Uh, we put in 300 uh, this dude put in 200 and we gave $500 to the winner of a privateer poll on our site. Blows. Yeah. Twitch Army. Yeah, yeah. Twitch Army won. So we gave Blows 500 bucks. Sick. So do you want to do this with Todd? Yeah, absolutely. 200 bucks. He'll PayPal it to us. You'll send him a jersey? Yeah. Signed? Yeah, not a problem. Okay. Uh, all right, we'll do it. We'll do another privateer cool. giveaway. Yeah, you got to do that. Blows is not eligible to win. No. Right. Um, also, if Mason could talk about the proper angles for a good dong shot, I would appreciate it. Well, it's just all about experimenting. Like, it took me a while to figure out what looks good. Some days it's worse than others, you know. Like, some days you have, like, one of those really, like, cool-looking ones, and then some Uh days it just looks like it's, like, lethargic and beat up and tired. (laughs) So, I mean, it's all about the right day. Just shoot a bunch of angles. Get the Camera Plus app if you have iPhone. 
because there's all kinds of filters and stuff. And if you got any weird rashes or anything, you can kind of edit them out. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just – I've never had that. I've just heard people have done that. Lighting is key. Yeah. So, yeah, lighting, angles, mess okay. with it, dude. It's fun. All right. Uh, Christopher said, I feel like DV's view on the field is deep has been misconstrued. I think what he means is that there has always been a lot of competition in Supercross, not that competition is lacking now. The field is stacked today, but it was also stacked when DV DV was racing. Like he said, there were four factory teams with four riders each. The riders are faster now, the bikes are better, the tracks are laid out, but the competition was always there. Steve, I'm a fellow Raiders fan, so side with me on this one. Who emailed you? MXDavid934 at AOL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. David at LeBlack.com. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Um, all right, so this guy needs some advice from us. I don't even know if I was supposed to read this on the air, but I am. Uh-oh. So Adam said this. Uh, hey, Steve, I'm a big fan. I really appreciate all you do. Here's the situation. I live in the same neighborhood as – I'm going to leave some names out maybe. Okay. So get – protected with this i live in the same neighborhood as donnie a guy who works for trans world motocross anyway i saw some motocross bikes in his garage when he was getting ready to load up his bike i started a conversation not don maeda by the way so that not that i started a conversation with him and he began asking questions all of a sudden jeremy mcgrath pulls up in his truck needless to say i was shocked but remained calm introduced myself and we made small talk and told him i restored an 86 cr250 when they were getting ready to leave, MC says, you should go riding with us. I was shocked, but I was like, yeah, let's set a date. He says, well, let's go next weekend. MC, being a cool guy. So Donnie, whose roommate I know and had a few beers with, says, does Dave have all your information? Donnie's roommate, Dave. I will send you a text. Needless to say, I was stoked and got my CR250 ready for the weekend. Long story short, Donnie has not contacted me, but I would still love to go riding with Donnie, maybe even MC. But I don't know how to approach the whole situation. I don't want to bug Donnie, but I cannot let this opportunity go. I agree. I, I agree, MC. Yeah. Thus, my question is this. What would you do? How do I take advantage of my proximity to Donnie and MC to go riding with them? You are my last hope. Obi-Wan. Just ask. Just ask. Just ask. <laughs> right? Go have some beers. Yeah. You just I feel like you're Casey Kasem right now. <laughs> I just felt like I was on Loveline right keep there. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Um... <laughs> Adam, why don't you just your the roommate Dave text Dave and say, "Hey, ask Donnie about going riding." Yeah, it's not a big deal. Right? I mean, you don't have to send like three thousand texts a day and just blow them up, but right. one here and there ain't gonna hurt. Right. Especially if it's like you said, it's an opportunity to ride with MC or something. I don't, know, if I, I don't know why I'm getting it. I feel like it's he so just easy. need he just needs to be comforted. It's not a big deal. Some people just need a little push. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, Steve. All right, uh, Moto Man. Thanks for the great year in review shows. While you were on your break, I was listening to DMXS, and they had Ricky Carmichael as a guest on the show. He was congratulating the boys for their good work, and he said that they had a great approach, and he really respects them. Quote, unquote, it's not about gossip. It's about bench racing. He said they stay away from all the mudslinging and gossip. If that's not a jab-jab at Pulp MX, I don't know what is. The Pulp MX show is the best thing that has ever happened to Moto, and if it yeah. wasn't for your show, it would be the same old boring PR stuff year after year. We love the behind-the-scenes stuff, your deal with the facts. And aren't afraid to admit you are wrong when necessary. Don't go changing on us. I look forward to the 2014 pulp season. I heard that a lot about DMXS, Carmichael's appearance. Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, I don't agree with that. What's but, that? 
that this is like gossip and you know whatever. No, but I think it's a little more fun. It's not I all think, just straight. I mean, it's not the same thing you're going to watch on TV that no, we're sitting I, talking about. We I talk about a lot uh, of stuff. We talk about rumors. We have our opinion. You know, yeah. it's a good old time. I don't know. I, I, why would you not? Why would you just want a boring old show yeah. that doesn't talk about you know? Could you imagine if I went on that other show? They would kick me off so fast the second I said something about my weenie. <laughs> no, I don't think they would actually. Uh-oh. I think, I think I actually, they'd actually might like it. Okay, well, um, I'll stay off that show. Anyway. Um, here's the thing that I always look at. Like, I'm not paid, and JT, you aren't either, to be anybody's cheerleaders. Like, it's good or it's bad or whatever shit happens. We're just not cheerleaders. I'm not on a payroll. I'm a cheerleader, Tim Ferry. Retired. I was going to say. Okay, I like cheerleaders. Right. I love cheerleaders. Uh, here we go. Mason probably banged three of, <laughs> three of the Buccaneer chicks this weekend. Um, also, too, uh, not a lot of guys, but there's a – a lot of guys in our sport making millions of dollars. They're, they're professional athletes. Just like an NFL guy or an NHL guy, they're in the public eye. And this is where Dungy, Ryan Dungy has made some comments to mutual friends that he doesn't like that. He feels like, why can't I be more positive? And I'm like, you make millions of dollars repping for companies. And so what, should nothing bad ever be said about you? That's my whole point. I, when you're making that kind of money and you're that kind of – athlete in the spotlight you got to deal with a little bit of the criticism that's what's awesome about no one knowing who you are i can do so much stupid stuff and i never get in trouble for anything <laughs> nobody cares uh-uh. yeah yeah all right um here's one for kenny watson scott i'll answer it uh mathis i just attempted to listen to episode 154 with kenny watson notice i said attempted because i couldn't even make it past one hour uh into the show he is so obnoxious immature Wait. no neurotic ken Self-absorbed. No way. This <laughs> that, guy listened to the wrong show. That he makes the show unlistenable. There was a time where he pr- provided beneficial content to the show, i.e. Kenny Corners, Kenny Corner, Kenny's Corner, drops of his uneducated speech, etc. But he has far exceeded his usefulness and now detracts from the show every time he is on. He should be limited to call-ins only. Mathis, I know you agree with me because we can hear the inf- irritation in your voice when he is on. In your year interview, you said you liked the rotating host, and JT mentioned having Watson as one of them. That is one of the few times I disagree with JT. All the other rotating hosts are great, so keep that going. Sorry to take you so long, but like Ricky Bobby's father-in-law, Grandpa Chip, I just couldn't hold my tongue anymore. Look. I'm speechless. It's Kenny. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about Ken. <laughs> this dude must have caught Ken on a bad night. Nice it's, catch. It's Kenny. We found a flaw in the new guy. JT, what would you, you say about Kenny? There's a lot of flaws. What do you say about Kenny? Uh, I just think I think Kenny's, you know, when Kenny's good, he's good, and when Kenny's bad, he's bad. But it's Kenny. I mean, he's, you know, that, one, you know what you're getting before he even comes on. I've known Kenny since 1997. He's the same guy. Oh yeah. Yep. That that is Absolutely. him. He is one of the most unique human beings I've ever met, and that's being dead serious. Some of the, the some of the reasons that people like that guy doesn't like Kenny and that's his opinion but some of the re- those same reasons are why people do like Kenny. Absolutely. So, He's got a lot yeah. of fans. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I, I've realized something about this show. Like if I go around, and like, I, I love the people that write in and take the time to express their opinion about like liking Mason or hating Mason or liking Kenny or hating Devin or whatever. Tits 2.0. <laughs> um, that's what makes the world go around but also I can't program the show around one email. I have to just do what we're doing, and you'll get love mail and hate mail. Yeah. That's it. I guarantee you when people see I'm coming on, they're like, I ain't listening to this damn show tonight. Probably. That's why you have to have yeah, really good, you have to have good guests when I'm coming in, like Wyndham right. and those, yeah. you know, Nick Way. Yeah, we, that's what we did. 
Because then people will listen. Because right. if they just hear me coming on talking about naked pics on Instagram and stuff, they ain't going to be into that. JT, question for you as a former racer. Here we go. Good luck, JT. Hey, Steve, I just did a new top end on my 2012 RMZ, and I was wondering what your thoughts were on how to properly break in the motor. Everyone seems to have an opinion on the right way to break in a motor, but I'd like to hear your opinion on what steps to take and how you guys did it on the race bikes. Thanks a lot. Love the show. Keep up the good work. I'd, I would be really pumped if you read my email on the air. How do you break in your bike, JT? Uh, I, just, I usually just pretty much went for it. Um, outdoors, maybe you're a little bit careful, but uh, I, used to, I used to worry about it some, and then actually Chad is the one who always used to yell at me if I took it easy on him because his theory is is that every motorcycle, before it leaves the factory, they crank it up and they hold it wide open to make sure it runs, like wide open, and then they turn it off. So if they're willing to do that before they ever send it out of the factory, they just crank it up, turn it wide open, and then turn it off, then obviously you're not going to hurt it. So I know like 125 days, guys would definitely break them in, and they needed it, I think. Compression was super yeah. high. Everything was brand new. Nowadays on four strokes, wide open. Who cares? Yeah, and, and that's Chad, what I've, I've never heard of someone not breaking in their, their bike properly or whatever and blowing it up. No. Modern days. Yeah, and Chad's right, though. That's what they do at the end of the, end of the assembly line. They have right, a, and that's, that's what right. he bases his old theory off of, so I, whatever. <laughs> it's Chad, I'm, I always kind of argued with him, like, you know, that, that's not the end all of everything. And obviously, if anyone knows Chad, he has readology where – there's no no possibility he's wrong about anything. So you see, he blew me out on Twitter about the the NASCAR thing. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, but then I I texted him and he he's like, oh yeah, I totally agree with you. And then I was like, well, can you change your tweet or say that you agree with me? <laughs> no, 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 nothing. But he does. He's like, oh yeah, oh I didn't get that. Oh, I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. And uh, that was it. So. Um, Davey Coombs is beating up your kid. That is the race, race Tech emails. Thanks to Race Tech for coming on board. Uh, look at the Pulp MX uh, sponsor deals on pulpmxshow.com to save money at Race Tech. Uh, seals, springs, oil. Devin, how, much in, how many hours do you have on your bike? Uh, 15. Have you done anything in your suspension? Uh, other than just the basic at home setting sag, doing clickers here and there, no. I'm at least impressed you you set sag. Mm -hmm. uh, Fifteen. I'm blown away by how many people don't know what that is. Oh, with working at right now, being a salesman, yeah. it blows me away. There's probably eighty percent of the people at Sandy Valley that have never checked their sag. It's, oh, yeah. it's incredible. I, sure. yeah. I had a buddy who hit me up who was like, "Hey, can you come over and help me out with my suspension?" Oh, dude, their whole garage was a train wreck. It was hilarious. So as a rider, it was right. it was comical. All right, bro, time to change your suspension oil. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Race tech. Race tech. That's where I'm sending it. Good salesman. Huh? That was nice. Not bad. All right, everybody. Uh, voicemails, 702-586-7857. Uh, these are the best voicemails of the week. And uh, as always, you can call in leave your uh, leave your best. Leave your best. We were gone for a couple of weeks, so I had to sort through a bunch of them. But uh, here's the best of the best on the Pulp Mech Show. What up? It's Will from San Diego. I uh, just uh, wanted to get your opinions and see if what you thought about uh, having uh, two races in uh, Anaheim and two races in San Diego. Uh, it would be awesome for myself and a lot of the Southern California uh, riders and enthusiasts, whatever. Uh, just trying to get your opinion. All right. All right. Uh, again, thanks for having uh, putting up shows. 
on the off season and kind of keep me entertained and stuff while I work. All right. See ya. Um, shocker. He lives in San Diego. He wants two San Diego's. Mm-hmm. Weird. The weather's never good at San Diego. No, no, not never, but sometimes it's rainy. They do they get they get good attendance, huh, JT? Oh uh, yeah, San Diego's really good. I think. Yeah. yeah. They need Last to, year weather was good. They need to get rid of one Anaheim. Two is enough. They never sell out that third one, or very rarely. They need to I think something. they tried, and Dodger was terrible. I know, but so move it somewhere else, you know? We're going back to uh, Detroit this year, and we got uh, New, New York. But there's got to be another city. Salt Lake? Name, yeah, name one. Salt, Salt Lake. Lake. Why did we move from Salt Lake? Uh, I'm not sure. Not I like Salt Lake. Yeah. Salt Lake was a scene of your rhythm. Weather was always a problem at Salt Lake, though. Good, Almost good, always. Good point, but it seemed like the ticket sales were good. Maybe they're testing some of your Cowboys venues for Supercross. Huh? Ours? I, I mean, you're, you're in arenas, but, yeah. like, maybe they're testing the areas a little bit. Maybe. Like, what's the, what's the best city that's weird for you? Like, one that you never would have thought of that has great attendance, if um, you ever look into the crowd at all. For what we do... I mean, it sounds weird because it's a big city, but New Orleans, actually. Okay. I didn't think it would be a huge market for what we do, and that was – last year was the first time we went. And usually, like, the first time we go, it's a little iffy. Right. Last year was the first time we went, and it was completely sold out. The last Supercross there, what would you say, JT, 30 people, 40? I loved it. But, yeah, attendance was bad, but I loved that race. Yeah, there was not many – it was maybe the worst attended Supercross I had ever seen. Even worse than Jacksonville. No, Vancouver. Oh, Okay. Besides Vancouver. Wasn't Jacksonville a pretty bad one year? Uh, yeah, Jacksonville was never good. Vancouver, there was less than 5,000 people there. I oh. guarantee you there was less than 5,000 people. You think? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with you that Vancouver was worse than New Orleans, but 5,000 people? It was yeah. It was bad. Yeah. It was yeah. really bad. Right, right. Um, yeah, San Diego. Chad Reed would like another San Diego. So, um, All right, next, next uh, voicemail. Hey, what's up? Mathis, I uh, just paused your app uh, so I can listen live finally and uh, can figure out how to get it to work. Uh, maybe give me some instructions so next week I'll know how to do it, huh? Thanks. Bye. Probably a little late now, but uh, if you buy the Pulpamex app for Android or iPhone, do you have it, Mason? No, I do. My storage you is full. It? I mm-hmm. can't do it. Uh, go under the Info tab. Uh, and push uh, iPhone or Android, depending on what you have, and there you go, boom, live listening of the show each and every Monday night. Or you can do tune in, tune in search Pulpo Mech Show on TuneIn app. Of, uh, people have success with either one, so uh, there you go. How many times do you get question about getting the show up and running uh, and not working every week? Not that many. No, no, oh, no okay. not that many. Right. It's been okay. Hey, Steve, uh, Victor from Mexico. Even before anything, I know it's a whack train. Would it be so difficult for you? I know you're busy as hell, but can you put up the show, like the night of the show on Stitcher or on the app? I would appreciate it greatly. By the way, it's going to rain yellow all year. 2014, yellow. Bye. Um, uh, Swiss Corps is the one who puts the show up. It is uh, three hours ahead in Michigan. So, I mean, cut the guy a little bit of slack, right? I mean, come on. Right? I mean, it's not his fault. He tries. He tries to get it up. Give the guy a break. He's a rapid flyer. Rapid flyer. Um, all right, let's go.
It's going. This is anti-raining yellow guy. I hate that guy. Tell him to shut up. Quit interrupting you. Guy talks way too loud. Sounds like he's on meth. Quit playing that guy on that floor through your damn show. I love love the show. That guy's ruining it. Out. Hey, Steve, it's raining yellow. (laughs) Wanted to say sorry. I emailed you saying I was disappointed and you fucked over a loyal listener. I fucked myself over and I'm a fucking idiot because you absolutely said a t-shirt. Uh, I wasn't going to know. Fuck Raymond Yellow. He's an idiot. Uh, had a couple Bud Lights last night, four to be exact. And, uh, yeah. So, sorry, Steve. And, uh, tell Kenny to stop sucking the fucking air out of the room and interrupting you. And we can't get on to the next topic or move on because he's got his fucking out of two cents on everything. So, Kenny, do us all a favor and shut the Fuck up. That's our that's our that's our Kenny Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're wrapping this thing up. 702-586-757. If you want to call in right now and a uh, question for Mike Mason or uh, Jason Thomas, but uh we're near the end, so if you got something to say, call in. Uh otherwise forever hold your peace or at least until next Monday. Vote. He did a lot better job than the other three. And also pay why can't whatever he's asking to have him in at least once a month. Steve Mathis. This, this is Michael. I'm a local Las Vegas guy. I just want to call and tell you that I love your show. I look forward to it every week. Uh, just to kind of drive to and from work and listen to it. You do a great job. Very easy to listen to. Appreciate all the work that you put into the show. Uh, love to take you out to lunch sometime, man, as a thank you when you're in town. My treat, uh, telephone number here. I'm a local rider guy. Telephone number is that <laughs> three. Right. Give me a holler, man. Thanks. Um, guy wants to take me out for lunch. Does he know I'm from Vegas, too? That's how I met Tits. Come on. That was a birthday lunch. Really? Yeah. I want to go to lunch. Mason, I'll take you out to lunch. If the, I got a date. If the guys, what, Devin, why don't you go, say you're me, down, and then just go. Scout the dude out for us. Okay. Right, right. A little pre-show. Got it. And then we'll go to lunch, would you, Mathis. Would you go, Mason, what? with some guy? Well, I'd prefer a girl. <laughs> if if somebody wanted to just take you for lunch? I don't know. I feel like it'd be like it's a little anthrax. weird, right? Yeah, anthrax it's a weird. or something. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what I did for tits. Yeah, I'm lucky. He's weird. Wow. You're lucky you're still here. Right? Yeah. Serial killer. JT, you ever, you ever had that happen to you? JT? If I ever had a serial killer no, take me to lunch? Have you ever had anybody who just want to take you for lunch, like somewhere out of the? Uh, yeah, I've had I've had people tweet me and ask me and email me to go to dinner and lunch and stuff. Yeah. And do you go? You ever gone? I haven't gone, no. But I was, uh, and I know we've had people ask us both. Um, I, I don't could, know. I would go. I, I wouldn't could, probably. I probably wouldn't like to go by myself. I could but. see you being weirded out by that. I could never. I could never see you going to meet some stranger for dinner. You know what? If it was like. If he wanted to meet both of us at the same time, I would be fine with it. I just, I don't know if I would want to go alone, but we should I don't do know. Motocross people are pretty cool. Let's do a group. Yeah, double date it. All of us. Yeah. The whole Pulp crew. Except for yeah, Kent. safety and numbers. Except for Kent. I want to leave Kent out. Can you imagine bringing Kent to like a, you know, like a civilized place? Like, you know what? I've done no. it before. <laughs> it's weird. 
you know, like like a nice restaurant. Yeah, he comes in with his shorts hanging around his knees, dude. His freaking sleeveless shirt on it, like some freak cheeseburger fancy. in his armpit, a cheeseburger <laughs> hanging out of his armpit, camel toe. Ah, uh, all right, we got we got David wants to talk to you, Mason. David, what's up? Hey, how's it going, everybody? What's up, man? Thanks for calling. And no problem. Hey, uh, I was just calling to give a shout out to Mace. Uh, he's kind of down on himself tonight, but I enjoyed seeing him in the Butter DVD. That was a that was a great segment and kind of highlighted his personality. Yeah, that was a fun one. The what? Butter. It was a a quad kid that was on tour with us. Uh-huh. Like made a whole like kind of like half and half like quad moto DVD, and he let me actually like do fun stuff instead of just like be just the regular answer riding motorcycle dude. You know. You lost me. I don't understand. A I quad saw, rider? A quad it's a quad riding kid that okay. made a DVD. It's half, like, it's got quad segments. And you were in this. Me, yeah. Me, this like, part was sick. Twitch, a bunch of us, like, because there was a bunch of freestyle in it. The Twitch, the, the Twitch Poop on a Racer X magazine? No. Nah. Oh. He's pretty normal in it. Uh, hey, but, yeah. David, what are you doing? David. David, you're doing dishes. What are you doing, David? I'm not doing dishes. I'm working in the garage, actually. Oh, good boy. Yeah, it's well, a late night. I'm here. I'm here in Georgia, so it's like uh, almost one o'clock. Oh, bro, you need to get to bed. Bro, why are you working in the garage at one o'clock? Get, the, get what do you? Well, doing? here's the deal. I am married with a kid, so I have to spend family time until they go to sleep, and then I can go out to the garage as late as I want after they're asleep and don't get fussed at. Okay, I can respect that. Not a bad move. Yeah, make good sense, right? Smart man, right there. But maybe you can wait yeah. like a couple minutes before you start working again. <laughs> Um, oh man, come on! Hey, are you? Yeah, going, I got you on Bluetooth. Are so you going, loud. Hey, are you going to Nuclear Cowboys in Georgia? I've been one time when they first came to Atlanta. I don't know about this year. I think we're going to Duluth, or is that a place? Duluth? Did I just make that that's up? Minnesota. Yeah, Duluth is a town in Georgia. It's Minnesota. Well, that's where we're going in uh, Georgia. Where is it? In from Atlanta? I don't know. I went, I went to Atlanta show. I go to the uh, Supercross every year. I'm like uh, two and a half hours away from Atlanta. Oh, okay. All right. Sweet. Atlanta's a good Supercross. Yeah, good good race. Oh, it's a great Supercross. Yeah, I was actually emailing JT about the uh, VIP experience. Why but, don't you um, do it, bro? Get on it. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about it. Okay. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to give uh, Mason a shout out. He's a cool dude, and he did a good job in that DVD. It, uh, it definitely was funny. Oh, right on, man. Thank you. Thanks, David. Yeah, no problem. You know what the Mathis's favorite part about the Atlanta Supercross is that Ricky would always come out and ride. You yes. like that? Yes, absolutely. It's awesome. He's a big fan of that. Ever been yeah. to the Claremont Lounge? You're out of your mind, dude. What's that? Oh. If you have to ask, you don't know. Really, huh? Yeah. Just check it out one time. God damn, I've just been to Hard Rock Restaurant. Dude, we need to get you out a little bit. I feel like you're pretty sheltered, dude. Dude, look, JT, JT can attest to my single mechanic on the road days. <laughs> There's one good story. Let's hear it. No, oh, man. We, we can't. Nah, we can't, can't do it. We can't get into that. But trust me. Okay, bro? I'll trust you. Everyone knew Birdwell's mechanic was down. Oh. <laughs> All right. Actually, I know, I know a few stories, and they are awesome. <laughs> well, about right. that group dinner. We need um, to make it happen. Yeah, perhaps maybe in a, among a group dinner we could maybe share, share some. some stories. I got some cool ones too that I can't say on the right. Air. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, all right, let's let's finish with these voicemails. Mathis, you got to play this. I've listened a lot of times. and wanted to call and never did, but JT talking about the seven gear and him wanting to make it a high line gear, but 
he reserves no comment because he knows what it takes to make the gear. What do you think uh, it takes to make a pair of three hundred and fifty dollars jeans? Just Andrew. Cody, the dude that got the uh, JJT jersey. So I just want to say, hey, I got him out. Thanks. Wait. I know it's new all guy. right. It's new okay. Guy. It's he's new. My bad. Tits two point oh. Yeah. What do you say to that, JT? Uh, I am fine with. It. I don't sell jeans, so no problem. Good. How angry are you that the jeans are still coming up? I don't. I really don't care. I never cared to start with. There was a there was a kind of a tweet at Tits question about earlier the today. It wasn't about his jeans. It was the question was how much money have you spent on shorts? Me? No. Oh, JT. Me? Uh, I don't buy expensive shorts. I get board shorts and whatever. What's the most money you spent on shorts, there, Steve? I would never buy denim shorts to start with. So there you go. Those are called jorts. Only if they're only if they're bedazzled. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's go. Thanks. Monty, thanks to thanks. Monty, thanks to uh, G- uh, G- All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. I don't, I don't know what happened to that email. Yeah, that was weird. Mathis. That's why you should have played it. Hey, Kevin. Doesn't matter. Listen up. I am effing tired of everybody following. Barsha. The dude is not as good as you think he is. Every race in 2013, he was passed by somebody. Yes, he had a couple standout races. It doesn't matter. Stewart passed him multiple times. Speaking of Stewart, rain yellow guy, probably the coolest caller you have on your show to date. Anyway, Barsha, not a contender in 2014. Not a contender at all. Getting irritated as you massive. Keep talking about him. It's irritating. Pay attention to what's going on. Don't forget, Houston, 450 Supercross. Where is there five rounds to go? Chad Reed was ahead of Barsha in the points. Yeah, that happened. Barsha, not as good as you guys claim he is. Pay attention. Attention. Peace. Guy, uh, guy's angry. <laughs> Yeah. Did he call from an elevator? I don't know. He said that Barsha got past it every single race. He did not get past at Phoenix. Uh, how many? That is absolutely true. How many wins did Villapoto have his rookie year? Two. Two. Okay. How many wins did Barsha have this year? Two. Exactly. Well, That's the case thing. Closed. People. Ricky Carmichael had no wins his rookie year. There you go. Um, yeah. Barsha's gonna. I mean, okay, maybe I'm a little too pumped on him, but there is no doubt. Even the most pessimistic view towards Justin Barsha would be that he is going to be no worse than fourth or fifth every single race, unless something happens. Right, JT? I mean, I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, if you don't think that Barsh is a contender, you're probably silly. But. Right, right. Man. What? Instagram, dude. With, <laughs> with chicks with no makeup, it's gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> I just seen a ripper, and I went down like six weeks ago, and it's changed. Back to these voicemails. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm into this. <laughs> Clearly. All right. Let's do it. Hey, it's Johnny from Arizona. I was just listening to the last uh, DMXS radio because I listened to all my pulp on that show, so that's the second choice. But uh, they had Ricky Carmichael on there, and it's like at the end, he was telling Iser and those guys, hey, keep doing what you're doing, no gossip, blah, blah, blah. I felt like he was digging into to see a little bit Mathis. Like, it, it, just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And... The more I hear that he won't come on your show and blah, 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 it's, you know, I'll never want that guy fucking autograph anymore. So 
you know, screw him. I think Pulpa Max, you guys put out so much content and do it so well and keep us so informed in the sport. Um, at least for the common person, just sitting at home, you know, doesn't get a chance to ride or whatever. Like, you guys are the only thing that, that keeps us informed on the sport. So, uh-huh. fuck um, really. Yeah. And if, if Kenny's in the studio, you know, Kenny, you know, you do gossip too. You'd be like, well, I talked to an industry insider, and, um, and yeah, this is what you told me. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Well, that's fucking gossip. So, you know, fuck that guy. So, uh, yeah, I love Pulp and Max. I'll listen to you guys for as long as you're up. You, you'll have me for as long as you want me, Stephen. Unlike Pitts, he's leaving. So, maybe he's going on a mission. I don't know. Anyway, love the show. Bye. I like Donnie. Yeah. Donnie was one of a number of people who brought up the Carmichael thing on DMXS. So, if anybody thinks that, like, I'm crazy or whatever this was like a big thing you want to know, know, know what i don't understand about this whole thing is huh. as a fan this is a cool show you do get an inside scoop on it and th- that's the whole reason why i listen to it i know ne- i listen to a couple dmx shows no offense those guys are great guys are doing what they're doing but it, it, like all like you guys said it's you might as well watch the tv or go through vital and racer x you're gonna see all the same stuff whereas this show kind of gives a little bit more dirt and as a fan of the sport with Ricky Carmichael, I mean, he's obviously a fan too. How does he not think that's awesome? Not think that's awesome. Even if it's about him, you got to yeah. take a step Because back. the host of the show, they don't get along, period. Well, there you go. That's all. Well, that makes <laughs> that's like high school. So I was going to say, I'm hung with No, it's a totally personal issue. It's not show content or anything. It's just a personal deal. Got to be. Because yeah, I've yeah. hung with Rick, and he is he's a smart-ass, shit-talking dude. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't like Mr. Good Guy. No, like no, not at think, all. You know? No, not at all. Damn it, Steve, you blew it. Uh, you could have the yeah. goat on here. Uh, I've had the That's... king, so. Is there anyone you think you're going to be able to reel back in? No. Like Dungey or. Uh, get him? No, nah, I don't know. Maybe. Tits is gone. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I extended an olive branch to Ricky Carmichael, a, a mutual friend, last year or a year and a half ago, and said, hey, look, we need to talk and figure this out. I don't know who started talking shit on who first. But we both have. Maybe we can talk about it, not on the show, just in, you know, in private or whatever, and figure this out. And I was told, uh, no, no fucking way, beat it. So <laughs> uh, that's all right. But I mean, I tried, like whatever. There's you know plenty I mean? of fish in the sea. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like I, 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 he does his thing, and he's doing great, and I'm doing great, and that's all there is to it. Exactly. And yeah. you got it. You got me, JT, oh, Devin. Dude. What more could you ask for? Nothing. Nothing. Thank you. Me uh, and Mason be RC any day of the week. What? Me and oh. Mason over here? Yeah. We beat RC any day of the week, I guess. Beat him what? Yeah. In what? general. Now he's getting a little, yeah. All right. Yeah. He just, okay. yeah. Right, 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 my right, face right, just got right. hot because yeah, now yeah. I feel like RC is going to come knocking on my door and right. challenge me. I was joking. All right. Hey, Steve, I'm just curious if you could explain your uh, Instagram post of the uh, thousand miles in one day or whatever it was. I was in K, whatever it was, to fly all over the country in one day. Uh, I was a little confused then. What is the purpose of that? Thank you. Bye. Purpose of that was to get uh, 1K status on United. I was uh, 5,000 miles short, so I took a 5,200-mile journey on Friday. I went from here to Houston to Boston to Denver to LAX and back here. I am now 1K status. JT, I've gotten a lot of shit about this on Twitter and on Instagram, but you are behind this plan. 
Yeah, you're getting a lot of shit from people who don't really understand that we fly every single weekend and we fly overseas. And doing this virtually guarantees that you'll fly first class every trip you go and you'll fly business class going overseas and all these things that normal people, it's not really a factor in their life. But for us, it's a big deal. And so. I, and I Did got... he just say normal people? Not normal people, but people that don't travel every weekend. <laughs> Those damn normal people. <laughs> uh, people with show. your standard Pookie lifestyle not um, ours um, yeah so it wasn't like I was 20,000 short I was so close 94,000 miles or something to 100 you know and I was like I gotta go and I, I JT helped talk me into it I'm down with that plan. JT helped talk me into it you, you kept gotta talking go. about it and then you weren't gonna do it and then you were gonna do it right and I'm down with JT that. pushed me a little over the edge so you gotta do it you gotta do it so I did it well you think about how much you fly, and if it can, it really can uh, make your life better. You know, every weekend, I think it's worth it. If oh, it's yeah. something that's going to improve your life every single weekend, it's yeah. worth it. Mason, do you fly one airline? Delta. Delta. Yeah, I just oh. started. I was United forever. That's the worst one. Thank you. United? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. No, United Delta. Sucks. Delta's the worst one. How so? That's common knowledge. Okay. There's, there's websites out there. I think Southwest is the worst one. I hate Southwest. That's not Delta's even, really good. I thought Delta was. You can't good. even compare Southwest like that. Not, that's they're not even on the, on the same plane as. Get it, plane? Yeah, I get it. Pook, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm almost deaf over here from that laugh. You got to calm it down. Hey, that's why Hold she's. Ma- that's why that's she's funny. married to me because I mean it's not that funny. That is not that funny. But she thinks at, you're a comedian. She right. thinks you're like Devin over right. here, stand-up comedian. Right, right. <laughs> cool. Um, Stand up for the next one, bud. Um, Anyways, so JT, yeah, you're you're back back me on that, so that's good. I wanted to explain that. Some people were confused; they didn't understand it. So I flew around the country for a day. It wasn't that bad. I left at twelve thirty in the morning, and got back at midnight. Perfect. Yeah. So now you get first class every time. Uh, Pookie, um, What's up? people on Twitter are asking you about your your ugly tattoo. Yeah, thanks for bringing it up. Sorry. What happened, Pook? Let's to. see it. He hates it. I, think, I, I don't think it's that bad. Let me Look, see it. Show Mason. <laughs> I've seen worse. You know when you're 18? I've seen worse. I'll, I'll seen take worse. anything. Put it on there. That looks cool. Can we Instagram? How many sessions can we does tweet that thing it? take? Sure. Can we tweet it? How many we should. Sessions? How many sessions? Yeah. It's, oh. you know, like tattoo talk because you have to sometimes do one or two on a big one, three oh. or four. Here, Mason, take a photo. We'll, we'll, uh... Yeah, I'll take a photo. Um, it's horrible. He it's not it. that bad. All Mason can say is I've seen worse. I have meant a that in the best way. Plus, would you stop moving? No, I don't mind the one on your neck. That's fine. I got. I'm gonna get a uh, barbed wire around my bicep. <laughs> JT, thanks for coming on, bud. All right, guys. Have a good night. Always a good time. Jason Thomas, everybody. Thanks. Yeah. Later, bro. Uh, see you, bro. See you, bro. Yeah. So that's that's your bad tattoo. Jailhouse it's like something out of jailhouse, like a rose and a cross, and like yeah. Maybe you can get another stereotype in there, maybe like a unicorn or something. You, should add, you should add to that thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll Just be cool. Build on it. Yeah, she's got five. Only have seven. She's seven. I like them. What number? Where does that one rank? This is the first one I ever oh. got. Yeah, but I mean, is that first best? No, or I have seven? two that are worse than that one. No, you don't. So that one's number five. Yeah. No, this you one don't. Is hideous. That I one's awesome. It. That's fine. That one's sick because your hair covers and it. And this one on my back, my lower back, is terrible. Trip hey, stamp, if, bro. If you don't like that Awful. one, just grow your leg hair out. You gotta. <laughs> that's what I do. You gotta. Sexy. You gotta tramp stamp. You're married. You don't. Don't shave your legs. <laughs> Mason. What? Uh, 
What do you th- do? You, do you think the rose is worse than the the neck? Oh, I hate it. I don't know. So I don't really. I'm not gonna really comment it. on any. Just no. She respects your opinion. You're a tattooed man. Well, the one on the neck, I don't really know what it is. It's a heart. It looks like a wreath. It's a tribal like heart. Christmas. That's so good. ugly. Not it's very good. Looking at it. What about the one on her foot? Let's see the one on the foot. I love all the ones on my feet. What is that? A pickle? It's <laughs> California. Oh. Oh, the bow's nice. What, Shut up, Stevie. What about the Barbie? Oh, yeah. I like that Look one. at you. Dude, you're just all slung up, aren't you? I'm not allowed to get anymore. What is that? No, no we're done. It's Barbie. We're Barbie. done. Next thing you know, you're going to be looking for Sons of Anarchy. Uh, mm-hmm. sign Where's up. the Barbie at? It's Barbie, her head. Looks like you like with burnt yourself with a curling iron. <laughs> 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 Whatever cores light. And, at least and the Del Taco. <laughs> it's coming. That one's not Oh, there you yet. don't have it. No, no. I'm going to do the other foot. And then, again, Kenny, cheeseburger and camel toe. The camel toe, yeah. Right. Classic. So, anyways. Devin, you have any tattoos? Not yet. Good boy. I'm, I'm waiting for all my dumb years to pass. Yeah. And then before I make any crucial decisions. I was this close, and you, this is going to date me. I was this close to getting a Ren and Stimpy tattoo. <laughs> Whoa, that would have been pretty badass. And that's why you Yikes. don't get tattoos. Right. Uh, you got Who cares? Because Ren and Stimpy are not cool anymore. And Blazing Saddles ain't cool, and I got my whole leg tattooed with that thing. You do? Yeah, cover the thing right on my leg. You have Blazing Did- Saddles on your leg? Yeah. When I'm naked, I got Blazing Saddles and Coors Light ripping around my house. <laughs> my guests don't appreciate that. I did not know that. Yeah. At least Blazing Saddles is, is somewhat iconic. It's pretty cool. Ren and Stimpy is not iconic. Nah, not so much. Right. And I was this close to getting the Hamburglar, too. I'm no, just kidding. Oh, my God. Okay, everybody. We're done. You sure there's no more like questions for me or anything? I'm having fun. I'm just now getting woke up over here. Um, if if you do get that Del Taco tattoo, I got to go with you and get one too. Del right. Taco. Devin wants, sure. wants to go riding with you. He yeah. wants to go stand up comedian. No, he wants I, to go he's to, like trying to move in. He huh? is. Yeah. He is. I wouldn't say that, but yeah. and he's trying we'll to romance you anyway. He's trying Baby to romance steps. you anyways. Yeah, yeah we'll Baby start steps. slow and see what happens. Hey, thanks everybody Don't for stop. listening. This is uh, Devin. This was your first show as a full time guy. What'd hope you think? You, How hope I you had fun. I hope you come back next week. Yeah. First of many. I think you did get. You definitely have some mess ups, but you did pretty all right for a first timer. Not bad. Look at Not that. Bad. From the words of Mike Mason. With no tits. I With you assistance had... by any means. Oh. I thought you, you said you had some. You that hat, though, bro. A nuclear. Yeah. Bro, new hat next time. A nuclear Damn. cowboy told you you did all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. That's like something like. I'm not know. a virgin either. It's all like. God. What? Did you just get embarrassed right there? <laughs> I'm blushing. Goodness. My mic stop. Okay. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Ma- Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, and Optrix all on board with us. Thanks to Vortex and Acherbys and Mafia Moto for joining us for the 2014 season. We uh, thank Kevin Windham, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, uh, Steve Aldaco, and, of course, Nick Way for coming on board. Uh, Mike Mason, thank you. Good times, always. Yeah. And we'll get you back in there. JT's coming after Phoenix, so that'd be kind of be be like a double team yeah. thing. I want to sit right next to him. Right. Yeah. Please? Not weird at all. It's not. I'll um, dress for the occasion, too. Thanks, Poogie. Thanks, thanks. Devin. Thanks to everybody thank for listening. Thank you, And guys. we will see you next week. Oh, I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Hold There's on. another Hang mistake. I got notes over here. There's something I want to get. There you go. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Have a good All night, nice. ladies and gentlemen. Smooth ending. Way to community college. 
I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>